Mm-hmm. Um, Have Nambla looked know. into it? What is Nambla? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? I just, the same as Schlumbo. I just feel like they're an organization oh, that should... South Park. I remember. What? Oh, no. I mean, well, That's where I remember they're not just them. South Park. <laughs> no, I know that. Well, I, I think I thought they were. <laughs> you would oh. think that they, they belong in South Park, but it they also... Do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I, do, I don't know that I thought they were real when I first saw the references in South Park. But, um... Now this is pretty. Uh, so I've just seen this. Spider-Man: No Way Home isn't done yet. The visual effects shots don't get delivered until next week. That seems crazy. Oh no! Oh, isn't it released in for that. like twelve two weeks day. from now? Like well, twelve yeah, so days, I think it goes uh, in the cinemas. Yes, so that means if it's getting delivered next week, it's it's potentially within a week of when everybody in the world is going to be able Jesus. to see it. Is when it's actually finished. Oh, hey boy. man, down to the wire, down to the web. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that um, before that that uh, that Spider Man is is like crunch, but for visual effects. Uh, how uh, didn't it get delayed? <laughs> uh, it did get delayed, but filming also got delayed because Multiverse of Madness is also under crunch as well. Because I mean, they're shooting they're shooting new scenes, but the film's out in like five months. I like and genuinely, I'm just like, guys, just take the extra time if you need it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I th- I think that it's reached a point because this is what I imagine is is happening at Sony's you know office. We want this film out like at Christmas, um, and if it's bam, not out bam, at Christmas, bam, bam, then bam, the bam, next bam. time it's coming out is like July. So we're getting it done now. I think I I would imagine that that was the conversation that was had. Mm. Um, Spondo is only releasing in a you know summer blockbuster era period or um Christmas. Like Star Wars, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, well, I, I mean that all every Spider-Man movie has released in like either like July or Christmas. Well, not Christmas. This is the first one in Christmas, but yeah, every other one's released in July. I think so. Same with Star Wars. Every film was released in like May, except for when they did the sequels and they got released in December. But they were meant to be in May. So it's, yeah, there, there's all these shenanigans when it comes to scheduling movies. Wait, really? They were but meant again, to be in May? Yeah, but Harrison Ford got injured, so they had to delay shooting by six months, so they delayed okay. all of the film releases uh, by six months for Christmas. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, goddamn, it, it is pretty nuts to me that a film, like a major film, is not done yet, ready. Yeah. Like, I, I always assumed that films were ready, like, pretty far ahead of when they were meant to come out, you know? That's what you like. Us like, naive boys thinking yeah. that. Also, chat oh, is I, not on screen yet, Mewpli. Oh, do they have <laughs> to be? Do they, is that how this works? Is that, have they, do mean, they, have they paid so. enough money to be on the screen? Because that's how that's our new Miz business model for EFAP now. Oh, okay, I didn't know about that. Well, imagine, pay up, chat. More imagine chat. we did that. Like, they have to crack a $100 donation before <laughs> they can go on screen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you know what? There are YouTubers that have probably done that. Yeah. Come on, Chad. I wouldn't have. They'll even do the thing. I want you on screen, but you haven't paid enough yet. Yeah. I saw some people being upset that I'm here because I yesterday told them all, I'm going to be streaming on my Twitch. Just going to do have a good time. So you lied to them? The fuck? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, evil comes in a lot of forms um, now. 
I mean, Man. I'm still German, so. Mm -hmm. So another another disconcerting thing I've seen related to MCU stuff. A quote from Benedict Cumberbatch on Doctor Strange. He was asked, "Is this your movie?" To which he replied. What? Uh, well, yeah, that's part of the problem. There's a lot of stuff going on in it. It's like, <laughs> do I have a character arc in this? Is it working? It's oh my god! And, and it's bonkers. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I feel, I feel like the, the production line for the MCU is at the point where they don't even know what they're making. Like, no, I don't mean I scenes so or storyline. I mean, literally, like, is this for Doctor Strange too? <laughs> they're like, I, no, I, this is Spider-Man No Way Home. And he's like, oh, 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 okay. Well, I mean, if, if any of those leaks are, are, uh, are to be indicated, it kind of isn't his movie. It's more so Wanda's movie, and also oh. it's more so a reference factory of like, oh, look, X-Men, oh, look, uh, this character you recognize, oh, look at this universe, isn't that crazy? Dude, That's what that movie seems like. I wouldn't put it past him at this point to have, like, a portal scene <laughs> in Avengers 5 where it's just all the franchises. I could yeah. see them being so willing to even bring uh. back the original Fantastic Four, get Chris Evans to play Human Torch again. Yeah, I that's not even that. the original Fantastic Four. Oh, you could bring the Roger Corman ones. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah they'll even bring. <laughs> if they're still alive, I don't know. <laughs> animated series. Um. Yeah, hello everybody. Efab one six four. Very amazing. It's Christmas. Look at that cover. Isn't it fucking amazing? We used it last year, but like, oh, just it's just it captures it. It captures Christmas. Yes, Gingerbread. Man, you love you love the icicles, the gingerbread, the snow, the spot. Even chat getting all icicles stuff. You love all the icons, the Christmas icons. That oh. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm working on it. That's fine. It's okay. It. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, I was <laughs> going to do a snowman, but your, yours is a. You've you've got one. There's a snowman. No, my idea. No. <laughs> my ace in the hole. I feel like you can still it. be a snowman. We could be snow bros. No bros. We, we could, but I think a level of variety. Give each other snow um, jobs. No. No. I didn't consent. Um, look at Rags in his little Christmas suit. Yeah, Wolvie did this in the uh, the the Discord, and I thought it was wonderful, so I used it. Nice. Um. Yeah, we haven't been on. An EFAP hasn't been live for two weeks now. I think. Yeah. Not. Yeah, that's been a while. Feels the strange. awkward thing is, that, chat. Get this: there are two complete EFAPs that have been recorded that are ready to go, but I just got to fit them in the timeline correctly. You got to. Another meme oh, fab has been completed, and a holy fab that will release soon enough on a particular, uh, I guess, timeline to, to match a thing. Oh boy, I can't wait to see everyone reacted to that one. Yeah. It's all done. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't even know what happens, I guess. I'm just, woo, woo. I just, I just want to say that much so the chat will be like, what are they talking about? What the fuck? Yeah, I can't I better not miss it. Oh my goodness. Meme faps don't count. That is racism right there, Mr. Self-Destruction. That's not true. They do count. You don't count. I like meme faps a lot, and I think that they get unfairly attacked. Disproportionately, you might say. I meme faps take, take still time to do. Technically speaking, <laughs> it takes a shit ton of time and effort from everybody. Like, uh, the community fucking rocket in those ones. Um... We still got, you know, all the, uh, is it arcane? No, no, but I've seen someone else praise the hell out of that show, so I'm we gonna have to see, see that soon. 
Yeah. Have you seen our games? Like, no! Yeah, no, people are like, oh, talk about this new TV show. We're talking about a brand new movie today. Just came brand out in movie. Australia. Uh, I talked um, about the brand new movie yesterday with Ringy. Like, that was like... Yeah, it's, it's only 60 years old. Shut up, it's look new. Yes, that is new, relatively new, speaking, yeah. compared to the existence of the universe. Like, you know, Jesus is old. This was new. Yeah, cosmic timeline, it's very new. Really yeah. new. Right like, the press, isn't it? Oh, just shiny. Um, it ain't arcane. There's gonna be some people who probably figure it out. It ain't the Dark Knight. It ain't yo-yos. No. We don't really have Invincible? No, I still haven't seen that. No, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I'm not interested. Um, anyway, yeah, because you know, I, we got to get going. We we do do. I don't know how much time I have today. Hopefully, enough to get the whole fapping done. I can't promise. Oh um, which means we should dive right in. The format today is going to be the four of us. Uh, we're going to tell everyone in chat what we thought of Dune each, and then we will talk about the movie from start to finish. Probably take about two hours, maybe. We don't want to turn too long, and then we're going to respond to a video that has been received in a controversial way regarding the fatal oh, no. flaw of the movie. Oh, I would be very interested to know work. what the video would posit in such a degree. Uh, uh, but before that, you know, how's everyone, how are you doing guys? Nice to see you. I'm doing okay. I'm doing alright. It's it's Christmas time. Yeah. We're, we're in the Christmas month. It's amazing. It was... It's been really warm here. I guess for Fringy, allegedly, in Australia during... Mm. Their winter, it's like warm, which is it's that's odd. Um, I mean, <laughs> let's be here, fair. If you needed more reason to not believe that place exists, I know, right? They, <laughs> this, the simple, basic details they don't get right. Hey, they fucked um, that up. Yeah, really. This they you got to double check this kind of thing. Um, but when I mean, it's just that's just basic world building. I tell you that. But here it's like t-shirt weather outside. It's been it's been crazy uh, how warm it is. That's very cold here in German land. It's roundabout perfect. Jackets. Yeah. Uh, well, so fortunately, it ain't hell yet, and I think uh, <laughs> it might not be because of uh, like weather systems mean that this is, might be a cool summer compared to what it could be. I like the idea that you so guys, instead of a thermometer, you just have this thing that detects whether or not it's hell. Well, yeah, it's binary. Just, <laughs> the red light turns over. All right, it's hell, hell now. We are currently in hell. Please stay inside. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> oh man. No, snakes are on the Krimbus, Krimbus time. Work is getting getting slower for me, so that's nice. And I'm um, I only have like a, like two more weeks, and then I'm three weeks off work, which I'm looking very much forward to. Um. But yeah, uh, do, do, do you guys just want to get into this, into the schnizzle schnizzle? Well, I guess yeah. we can. I'm fine I, with I just getting right into it. it. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. do our right classic. Um, we'll open with, with individual overall perspectives of, of the movie. Um, I would be curious, I would like to go last, if that's all good, because I'm very curious to hear Fine. everybody else's thoughts first. And, um, I, uh, do you want to go, well, who, who wants to go first? I'll just go left to right, and, but you go last, I guess, maybe? Um, well, right. we can go we right go to left. left. We'll go right to yeah. left and I'll switch with I Frank go last. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. Nice. Wait, right um, to left would be you first, right? Well, yes. we can go right to left, but I could go last. <laughs> but I'm going last. <laughs> we can go, we can go, all right, we'll go top to bottom. Oh. Mahler okay, goes top to bottom. last. All right, right to first. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, well, it should be last, but let me see. Um, I really liked it. 
I hadn't been to a theater in since the rise of Skywalker. And so it was really nice to be back in that sort of setting, to be munching on the popcorn, to be sitting in the, we had nice seats in the place we went to, to have the, the noises and the big screen and to just be in that kind of environment. And I think that this is a movie that really is helped greatly by being in a theater. This is definitely a theater movie, I think. Um, there's a lot of big scale stuff that happens. Uh, the music is good at setting tone and sort of ambience, I feel. Um, but it, overall, I really liked it. I really liked the acting. I thought the pacing was pretty good, considering how long it was. Uh, though one place stands out in particular. But I, I really enjoyed looking at the aesthetics of this world and the, the, the design and seeing the places and hearing characters talk to each other. Um, I was really kind of impressed with the whole thing. Uh, so we can go from there. Overall good then or overall yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I guess Fring your metal if you want to go. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, voice, come back, okay. Uh right, yeah. I uh well I really like the, the, the visuals. They were really, really nice. I did not see it in the cinema unfortunately, but uh Yeah, I like the costumes, I like the whole visuals, I like the the technology they show, it's pretty neat and interesting. Uh, you can, like, all the factions are very easily distinguishable from how they look. Like, they have different different suits, different armor with different colors that match their, I guess, their, 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 their traits from the respective factions. Uh, really like the ship designs. Uh, but personally, I found that movie to be a bit of a drag. Like... I wasn't super invested in it. I like the the characters as well. Like most of, like pretty much every character interaction I liked. <clears throat> uh, I could totally buy that they all have known each other for a long time, especially like in the House of Atreus. Uh, I got the feeling they all like each other and are pretty familiar with each other and uh, care about each other. But I, I have a hard time judging if I like it or not on its own. Because I, I, I think I need to see what comes next to tell you exactly what I felt overall. Because it felt like a really long intro to the rest of it. Alrighty. Yeah. yeah. Well, fine then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rags. Um... When I when I watched the film, uh, I I I had the I had the feeling like oh that that was that was cool um but there's something wrong here like that was that was kind of my feeling when I walked out of the cinema um and I think it's I think it was because like the cool was this is a really cool world I like the ships I like the I like the designs of the machinery. Um, I, I like the, the idea of, of these, uh, competing factions and this planet. Um, it sounds amazing. Like, on, on a production standpoint, this film is, like, excellent. Um, but I don't, I don't quite know how I feel about it yet. Um, the main concerns I think I have is that it is pretty obvious that this film is, like, not a complete story. Um, 
it, it seems to me like this film is... Uh, so it seems to me like this film is a because I know it's I know the book is has been split and so the second film is going to be the rest of the book. Um, but I mean, you look at this film and it feels like basically the whole movie is all about like Act One, and so like when we hit the end, it's the story is going to begin now, and everything that we've seen was essentially like the the, the introduction, the build up to like the inciting incident and then then the this you know the story's going to happen um and i guess that's that's fine um as a choice I, I suppose it just means that how i feel about the movie overall may well be entirely contingent on that next film uh but even even what's here i think uh i think the characters are fine but i'm not sure that i would say that they're much better than that um i guess i'm kind of invested uh but I, I, I don't know that there's anything that I find particularly, like, remarkable about the character writing. And in terms of, like, the plot and certain aspects of the way that the world works, I got some serious questions about how it all functions. So right now I'm not sure what I think uh, yet. I, I did think it was cool, um, and I enjoyed it as, a, as an experience watching it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know yet. We'll find out by talking about it. Very well. Uh, for those in chat who've seen enough of Real BBC and Open Bar, you'll know all I've said is that I thought it was good, I enjoyed it a whole bunch, and that the, I've talked specifically about certain praises I have for the film, which we'll probably bring up in these conversations. I've seen it four times. I think it was my really? first Damn. time through. I really, really That's had like a lot of fun. Week. I know, right? Um, I was just, I was very entranced by the world, thought it was really cool. I was uh, very upset when it ended, because I was like, oh no, that's the end of this, that's, the content is done. I have to wait now two years or whatever before I get more. Um, and and just, just had fun with a bunch of things. But, you know how it goes. The old brain was like, what did I like? And I was like, I definitely liked all the performances. I thought that this film was very well casted. Um, I just love oh, yeah. the look of everything, the feel. I was not bored. I was not, uh, as a lot of people say, with the pacing. I was, I was fine with it. I was just absorbing everything that was happening. And then my brain was like, what about that thing, though? And I was like, yeah, that's not a thing I understand, but that's fine. And then it was like, what about that other thing? And I was like, brain, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, what about that other thing? And I was like, okay, all right. And so upon completing it the second time, I was like, hmm. Hmm, I'm not sure what I would rate this film in terms of how well it's written. And uh, I will be saying a couple of things today that are probably going to annoy everybody, but I just want to put oh, it out there that I liked this film a whole bunch before saying <laughs> all the things that uh, I was picking up. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I, can't, I couldn't possibly settle on any kind of number or, or word to rate this film just yet. I feel like if we go through it um, over this next while, we'll be able to be a bit more definitive, but you know how it works here, precious EFAP audience? Zero <laughs> reference to the book, or at least in reference to how well this adaptation is written. And um, if there are questions that are answered in the book, this doesn't get that benefit any more than Star Wars does. Uh, <sighs> and you're dealing with at least three people who've not read the book, and I personally knew fuck all about Dune's story, like, at all. I just... Yeah, same, I didn't yeah. know anything. Um, I, I played the, the the RTS back in the day. That's that's all I, I have had. So, uh, yeah. Be afraid. 
be very afraid. Uh, I, I'm more than happy for us to go through chronologically and just chat about how everything goes. Because uh, there could be at least one person in chat who hasn't seen this film. Surely. So we'll uh, we'll give think? them, um, you know, we'll give them the, the way it works and then we'll go from there. I'm just um, going to reconnect in Discord really quick because I'm roboting a little bit. Oh, no. There he goes. Now he's back. Oh, now you're back. Bomber not forgotten. No, I'm... <laughs> um, I'm seeing a lot of mixed things in chat too in terms of what people think of this movie. Yeah. Seen a lot of it's boring, which we're gonna try to do our best to not simply say that, alright? Yeah. Um yeah. like I said, I didn't find it boring, but I understand yeah, people finding right. this boring. Yeah, I can understand why people would say that. I don't understand why people say Van Helsing is boring, but you know, nostalgia critic. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a that's bullshit claim. Those people are wrong. I don't understand that. There is no excuse. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll start. It's like the the film opens, and we immediately get um exposition. Uh, naturally, I feel like a film like this is pretty much always going to have some form of intro exposition, be it the title crawl or the uh, someone describing something to somebody or they're just describing it to us um but they're like there's a planet arrakis it's got spice and this is again this is for people who have no idea what dune is and didn't even see this film right so it's sci-fi set in like the year 10,100 or something um there are families and uh it's 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 planets across a whole universe and the emperor controls everything and delineates all these different aspects different different houses and there's this one planet called arrakis or dune i think both of those names for the planet uh it's arrakis, arrakis. is the name of the planet but it i i'm not sure if it's is dune officially like a nickname? called yeah, I, I think, think, the, even think the, the big lines uh, are dune the, ones in the, the fat movie. guy does call it he says it's dune. my dune yeah the fat guy. <laughs> Big Chungus. Um, some people saying Dune is the nickname, yeah. Uh, okay. Dune is the Empire's name for it, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's got spice on it, which is like a... Um, how would you describe fuel. spice? In term, not what it, it does, is, uh, but what it is. It seems to be some kind of a sand-like material. Lighter version of sand, is, in a way. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. a very light... Um, like it, it's like um, it's spice almost. I mean, it acts essentially like our understanding of spice in terms of its physical characteristics. It's very light. Mm. Um, it's like dust, sort of. Yeah. Um, and it's real valuable. You have to mine it from the well, process it from the sand, sort of. Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, and the thing, the, the Arrakis is filled with the the native people that are the Fremen. And the planet is currently occupied by the Harkonnens, who are practically characterized by being ruthless and violent and uh, a very greedy. Force. Yeah, and they and so we're shown right at the beginning like what happens when they try and spice mine, and uh, the the two factions will battle each other while that's happening. And you can only do it at I think at night because it's too hot during the day for the Harkonnens. I think that's the idea. Yeah, because uh, what we find out later is people have to wear them super duper suits to yeah. uh, maintain like moisture. Like still Ram suits are called. Oh, what they yes. call them? Yeah, still suits. Um, oh, okay, yeah. 
And uh, they were saying that the, the intro just says, like, we really, we couldn't push him back, but they were forced to leave by the Emperor. And then, uh, who will be our next oppressors? That's like the, the opening, and you're like, alrighty then. Yeah. <laughs> um, which again, you know, just it's normal story stuff. You got a lot of information to get across to us. You do wonder, though, yeah. like, what is the limit for an intro, like, description of events or the situation, <laughs> I wonder. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I could really say for certain. Um, I think you can get away with a whole lot if you make it very interesting and entertaining, like it's yeah. a story in a story. Like Lord um, of the Rings, kind of? Yeah, exactly, like Lord of the Rings, um, where you are you can introduce a lot about the world and the important stuff while also telling this sort of inner story. The Fremen are colonizers, oh. not natives. Um, Josh Brolin's character describes going native. They are the natives. I'm pretty sure they're, they're, they're considered the, the natives. Well, what a, natives what a, well, so if if they mean like they were the first people to be there ever, then I don't know what like the definition means of being a native of a place at that point. Also, well, that's how it works on Earth too. Well, that's what I'm saying because they're like the only place where humans were native was a very specific section of Africa. So, like, but but that's not how we use the word. If you were the first people there. I think they're, they're the. I there, think they're the first there, and there. they're the ones who traditionally have lived there. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, the Freeman would be like the yeah. the natives of the planet. Yeah. Smart, I know. Yeah. Then good old Paul wakes up our main character, and we don't really waste any time. He gets to the breakfast table, and his mum is like, "Hey, you want some water?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then he's like, "You got to use the voice." And again, as someone who knows nothing about doing it all, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, I think some like, people were expecting him to do like a funny noise. Give me the water, mom. Give me the water. <laughs> and you're like, oh, jeez. Okay, fine. God, this is like, I mean. the voice is just so annoying that people will do <laughs> anything you want just to make it stop. Fine, I'll do it. Just to stop it, mom. Give me the water. He's like, just take it, take it. Fucking hell, jeez. Um, I'd say it's it's pretty much one to one with Jedi mind trick. Um, Feels that way, yeah. But maybe that's where, because Dune was pretty influential on, like, basically science fiction that followed. Oh, it, I'm so not. Maybe that's where. I'm just trying to explain it to anybody who doesn't understand. Like, right, that's how yeah. it works, yeah, basically. There's, there's a kind of magic system in this. Um, you have witches, and there's some kind of a, like, a psychic power that can be utilized, uh, depending on who you are. Um, but it's. It's it's sort of ill-defined. There's a few things that it can do. Some people who can use this magic can see the future, see into the future to certain degrees. Um, they can use this voice to command people to do things. Um, but it, it um it sort of exists out there. Yeah, and you got to get the tone right, is what she says. I don't know if it's like matching the speaker's voice or the the person you're trying to control's voice or something, but uh, the point is just that it's hard to master. Um, <clears throat> and she says, Bene Gesserit skills take years to learn, Paul. And if you watch the scene, pretty sure that's an ADR line. I'm assuming just so they can get that word out there uh. straight away so that we can at least have it in our heads because it gets repeated a couple of times, the Bene Gesserit, it's a very strange, it's like, huh, what is that? Um, there's so much for them to establish, though. I don't necessarily blame them for having some lines that are a bit, uh, uh chunky with words. Um, so yeah, then, um, he's just having a sit down in his room, and it's like, he's he's listening to just a little infomercial-y thing where it's like, 
Arrakis is hot. Samstorms, they hurt. Kremens have suits to protect them from stuff on Arrakis. They live with the worms. Extended spice exposure gives you blue eyes. Uh, the Fremen are dangerous. They're unreliable. Spice is an, a, a hallucinogen. Spice is used to travel through the stars or across the universe, I guess. What and, um, and it's yeah. the most valuable substance in the universe. It was uh, at this point when I first watched it, I was already like uh, pulling my collar, like, okay, guys, you, you could try a little yeah. bit harder getting me this information. I was about to ask because yep. even the first time I was like, man, really? It was like, this is kind of. Mm. I mean, like, because I don't, it's, I don't know if I like it. I, I don't like, I don't know if I like it as an expedition dump, like, especially after we just got the intro scene, and then we just listen to him, I guess, listening to a thing, describe it all, or something. So I, I, I wouldn't even call it. I don't know if I would have called it bad. I was just kind of, oh, that's kind of lame. As issues go for oh, me, it's it's lower level, but it's still like, yeah, yeah You could have tried a little harder. At least they frame it in the sense of Paul is learning about the place where he's yeah, going to yeah, be going. Yeah. At least there's some reason for it. It's not just out of nowhere in a sense. Uh, it's not like two characters. It's I not like two characters agree, yeah. talk. Yeah, at least it's not two characters telling each other things they already both know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, yeah, that would that would be, but that that would be bad just flat that out because be, characters yeah. are talking about something that they shouldn't. I, I guess it's just that <clears> this is um. This is like the easy way to do it is to just have the information relayed very clinically, mm -hmm. you know, in the same way that I would want to learn about something uh, if I wanted to learn it properly instead of having it revealed through conversation, how important spice is or other aspects of where it comes from. It's just, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and to be fair, like, uh, I'm more than willing to believe it because it's all fantasy aspects, but just like being told spice is a, hall a hallucinogen that people enjoy. Also, it can let you travel through the universe. Like, what? Oh. <laughs> well, I oh. mean, is that That's people, people huff like pet uh, petrol and that helps you drive your car? So I, I guess I could, I could see both of those. It's unusual. I think it's unusual because we don't think of because they use spice and it looks like spice and it has the physical properties of spice. Yeah, no, but yeah, they're right. also like also it, it enables interstellar travel. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh. It's just All yeah. Right. I can like I said, I wouldn't even need necessarily the fantasy aspect to believe it, but with that, it's it's rock solid at that point. But I, it just it just came across as almost odd. I was like, oh that oh it like, is odd. that that's it is odd. okay. Because <laughs> like that is that shit that planet is valuable as fuck at that point. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, I think he has some visions, and he keeps seeing um Spider-Man's girlfriend. It's like, damn, <laughs> we're getting multiverse stuff already. Jeez. I didn't want to say it, but you did it already <laughs> immediately. I'm, I'm good now. No, I'm, I have no. I would say it all the time. <laughs> um. But yeah, then we have like a, a ceremony where the Emperor's ship has arrived at um. Uh, Caladan, which is the Atreides family's Caladan. planet. Yep. Um, to officially say that, because this is the this is the drama that we get into straight away, which is just that uh, Arrakis has. This is going to get difficult for anyone listening without much context. Yeah. Dune, the control of Dune has been taken from the Harkonnens and is being given to the uh, Atreides house, which That's on. Okay. I was just going to say, which on his face, you might just be like, okay, that is incredibly controversial for this universe. 
Um, because the Harkonnens have had the planet for fucking ages. It's a really great place for them to make loads of money and get loads of power. Both houses see this as a move, like a chess move by the Emperor to start fucking things up. Mm -hmm. um, but through loyalty, they are going to accept this uh, request. Mm -hmm. uh, were you going to say something about it, Fringy, or...? Oh, what? Well, you, you just said it, basically. Oh. Whoever controls Arrakis, that is incredibly significant in this world. Yeah. Uh, because you basically have sole control over the resource that is necessary for this whole world to function. Um, it's a big deal. Someone said, control yep. of Dune does shift over decades. The Harkonnens lost control due to the low output. Well, the way it's treated in this film is that the Harkonnens have had it for ages, and losing it is makes them I very angry. I think they angry. had it for 80 years. 80 years? Mm. They, 80 years, I'm pretty yeah. sure they also say, also say they made more money than the Empire itself, so I think they're doing pretty well in yeah. the canon of this movie. Well, the Harkonnens are doing really well, and so the, the, the problem for the Emperor, according to this movie, with both houses is the Harkonnens are getting very, very rich, and the Atreides are getting very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this move is supposed to, I assume, when we watch the future movies, do damage to both houses from the Emperor's POV. Yeah. Um, I guess so. We can talk more about that as we go, though, but I'm just trying to make sure the pieces are in place. Uh, good old right. Oscar Isaac, fresh out of Star Wars, jumping into this movie. Man, this would have been filmed... Yeah. When would this? When would Dune have been filmed? 2019. 2019, They yeah. really would have just, like, been done with a, maybe a press circuit for Rise of Skywalker and been like, Oh my god, I can do a movie now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, he signs with his, his little signet ring, which has a level of significance, I feel like it's worth pointing that out. Um, and he's making sure his son's watching him, because it's all very, it's all very honorable, you know? It's like, House mm -hmm. Tretreides will accept this request more. Oh no, Rags just said he's lost power. Oh no. We need that some new batteries. Um, well, hopefully he can return at some point. Because that means it's completely wiped out. I fucking hate losing power because I don't turn oh, my yeah, PC off that often. <laughs> so I'm like, no! I'm, uh, no. Das Bullshit has uh, said I should get one of those. You can buy like a little pack that gives you like 20 minutes of energy before yeah, yeah. Uh, shut off as a backup. It's like, that's a good oh, idea. Boy. I think that, that would be a good idea for you, yeah. <laughs> for I should get one that's like a day. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> those things are like though. really expensive. The big I ones. Doubt it. Because the, you use them normally for like server racks and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, alrighty. And yeah, so that's completed. And then... Yeah, I think we meet Duncan Idaho. Uh, played Aquaman. by the wonderful Aquaman. It's funny, he's, um, he's got his Aquaman charm in this film, like, yeah, and he's just like, he's just gonna have that in all of his roles, isn't he? I yeah, think I so. think he's Jason Momoa is just a, a chill dude. Yeah, yeah, I think he set the precedent with Aquaman as well, it's like, yeah, Aquaman, funny lad. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a gooster and a gaffster, but also But then he doesn't have a... Beard later on looks weird. And I think we get our... That is weird, yeah. <laughs> it is weird to see him without a beard. Uh, we get our one joke in the film, question mark, because yeah. I know that there was an article being like, there was only one joke in the whole movie, where? Which is fine with me, by the way. You don't have to have <laughs> yeah. jokes, holy shit. Yeah. Um, Were people actually getting upset that there weren't that many like jokes or funny moments in this film? 
I don't care. <laughs> it depends yeah. on what the movie's trying to go for. It's funny, on, on one hand, people always say, oh, Marvel does, like, only jokes. And then when there's no jokes, there's other people who are like, there's, like, no jokes in here. It's like, yeah, so what? Yeah. I can't watch a movie matter. if there's no jokes. <laughs> Someone said well, there was there's the a whole genre for you you can watch. It's called comedy. Hey. Someone said there was the spit joke. Was that a joke, or was that just he spits, and then they're like outraged, funny, and then they're like, I think. thank you for your moisture. Maybe. I guess you could say that's funny. Yeah, yeah. because it was kind of awkward, because they didn't know about it. Uh, I, I I like the uh, the interaction between those two in this scene. Like, I can totally buy that they have been knowing each other for a long time. Yeah, it, it other, feels like Duncan, some kind of <laughs> uncle that's chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the line specifically, I think, is like, uh, oh, you've been working out? And he goes, uh, oh, wow, really? Does it feel that way? And he goes, no. No. <laughs> and it's just like, it's delivered so quickly, it's like, hey. <laughs> um, and yeah, Duncan, he had a, he had a vision that Duncan is going to go to the Fremen and he's going to die. And he's like, please take me with you, I'll be there and I'll save you. And he was like, nah, -uh. I'll get fucking court-martialed or whatever if I did that. Crazy boy, but also bye bye. I'll see you on Arrakis. Um, yeah, like okay. And we're like, it's Jason Momoa. He's not gonna get killed. Fuck that. He's gonna be in the whole yeah, movie, doing cool things. Um, alrighty. Which pushes us to um the scene where uh Papa and Son have a chatty with each other. Um. Yeah, Rags is, is trying to sort this problem out. I don't know what else we can do but move move on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Though it would have been really awkward if this had happened like 10 minutes before we started, because then I'd be like, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> we would tell everybody in chat, you know what, go home. <laughs> you can't stay here, you can go home, whatever. Take your popcorn away. Um, yeah. Take it. It's like, hey, I paid for that. The, uh, yeah, so, so, uh, it's Leto Atreides, right? That's his name? Yeah. Um, and Paul, they're having a chat. Paul basically saying, Dad, I don't want to do what you're doing. I don't want to be king or whatever. And then he's like, bro, what's, what's the line? Something like, um, like people aren't like born leaders. Great men are called an answer. Um, yeah, yeah. And then he the says, call. like, but the thing Maybe is, you find your way as I did. Yeah, and he says, even if your answer is no, then you'll be everything I wanted you to be, my son. And I was like, oh, okay, I yeah, like this guy. Right. Yeah, he's, he's, he's alright. Well, I mean, you know, because it's not like it's spoilers at all, but um, I would be curious what everyone's picks are, but he was my favorite in the movie, Mr. Isaac. I did like him. Yeah, he's, he was awesome. We'll get more on that as we go. But yes, he's, he's, yeah. he's like, it's okay, you can you can do whatever you want. I wanted to be a pilot, I was crazy too. And it's like, uh -huh. <laughs> Which is a good line, because it'll feed right into him piloting later. Which will, That's it's just right. like, oh, okay, yeah, that won't come across as any kind of jarring, you know? Um, then, we move into the, the, what you could call better exposition, but still I have issues with it for, um, more information about combat in this world. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scene is, our, our lad is just doing some training with Josh Brolin, who's, uh, like the, the best guy with weaponry in, like, all of House Atreides, and possibly the universe, the way that some people talk about him. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, yeah, the, and, and we find out quickly, everyone has personal shields that, uh, 
The way they work is anything that's fast will get blocked, anything that's slow will not. And um, mm -hmm. there's a really awkward line where I think they're fighting it and Josh Brolin goes, the slow, the slow blade penetrates the shield. It's like, how the yeah. fuck wouldn't he know that right by now? Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's just one of the most... But it's good that you said that, I suppose. Um, and yeah, it's quite well done visually. Like, it's, it's always blue if the shield's deflecting something. It goes red if you're going slow enough for it to go in. Um, so... Want to talk about the shields now or later? Uh, um, I don't know <laughs> when the better time to talk about them will be. Maybe once Maybe we have more the, references. Probably during the big fight. Alright, we will I save the shield discussion better, yeah. for the big fight. Alright, chat, calm down. Yeah. I'm sure chat there's plenty of people in chat right now chat. who are like, Oh, I love those shields. Oh, those shields are dumb. You all have a fight. <laughs> we'll get there later. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> Just a read. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so then we get the Bene Gesserit. No, wait, we, we, well, Harkonnen scene first, where uh, Dave Bautista's like, This is an insult! This is ridiculous! I want Dune! And then um, uh, Baron Harkonnen is like, The Emperor is a greedy man or something, and that this. Uh, he, Dune was not given to the House of Trades out of love. Yeah, a and jealous like, and, hmm. and powerful man or something? Something like that, yeah. Lines? Yeah. The implication, of course, being that this isn't something House Harkonnen should be too upset by, at least at first. There may be more to it. And it's like, ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And then Paul's woken up, uh, given a once-over by the Doctor, who also tells him the Bene Gesserit, you know, eh, they kind of do their own stuff. And it's like, hmm. Mm -hmm. And at this point, when I was first watching, I don't know about you guys, like, what the fuck is Ben? What's happening? It's too much to deal with right now. What, what is this? It's a weird yeah. cult of women, <laughs> like, do magical they stuff. Also, they also use three different languages in this scene. Like, the sign language. I don't know, the Dr. Moon language. I don't know what that one was. Well, And then the, the normal English. And it's like, look, we have, like, all these languages we can use. It's like, oh, okay, I got Correct. it. Correct. I could understand it, because I'm multilingual. No, because they had subtitles on I also speak long. I don't know oh. if you do. Well, that's that's cheating. It's like all the all the languages combined, so that's that's not fair. Um. So yeah, this I I try to make people appreciate how when you just have zero context for this stuff, how bizarre this is to see. But what I, what you see is your main character is like, oh, I'm meeting some old lady today. Oh, okay. And he walks into the room. And she does the voice on him to the point where he's dragged right in front of her. And then she's like, put your hand in this box of pain. And if you struggle too much, I'll stab you with something that kills you straight away. It's funny how it sounds, but that's exactly what it is. And I was like, yeah. what yeah, in the world the is happening? Oh, how the fuck did we get here? It's such a funny dialogue, I think. Because he, he just asked, what's in the box? And she just says, pain. I was like, all right. Yeah. Then. <laughs> pull out TLJ. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, no. But, um, man, you are... Uh... <laughs> You're left with a concern, though. It's like, man, Paul is, like, really important. You get kill him. You, you say that like it's so... You just Imagine the consequences like, if he just kills yeah, him. Yeah. He is, uh... Man, he, he is an important person. Very important, yeah. Oh, um, by the way, but before, <laughs> before, before you go too far, there was, like, I think a fart sound. It sounded like a legit <laughs> fart when they were fighting. I don't know if you want to go back and check it out. <laughs> I, I listened back to it twice. I, I'm almost certain someone farted <laughs> during that fight. 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not too concerned about confirming if there's a fire. Oh, it was so funny though! That's really amusing. <laughs> that is very amusing. Um, like, I listen back to it like two or three times, and he talks, then you have like a. Let <laughs> people in chat do it, confirm it. 1655, I have a timestamp. <laughs> oh. 1655. Yeah, right. do 54 just to be sure, but I'm, I'm in the mood today. I don't know if it was my file, baby, but I'm so like a fart. My 1655 is they're not even fighting, they're just talking. Uh, yeah, just let it run for like one or two seconds, I think. It's right. very shortly after. <sighs> after Roland, though. I guess I'm not in the mood today. Mood! No, that's just the sound of their shields. It's going. Yeah. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> I, I, I legit thought that was a fart sound. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to sound cool, Mal. You're making it sound all lame and farty. How could in you that, do in that? that? In that one moment, it sounded like a fart, and I laughed wow. for like a minute. <laughs> How can we watch films with this child, Fringy? It's ridiculous. You didn't. I watched it on my own. I watched it with you, today. didn't I? Or did I not? Not today. Oh, not to Oh, wow. Not today, parts. Zerg. <laughs> uh, oh, I better mute it again. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, again, for people who are like, what? So, old lady in room, he walks in, she's like, put your hand in the box of pain. If you can't handle it, I'll kill you. Um, very bizarre circumstances, and, and I just wondered, like, is this actually real? Is this happening if she kills him? Like, because he's, like, the son of House of Like, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. He like struggles for a bit, has some flashes of some visions, I think, and then he um he 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 nails it, and um we find out that the yes, uh, that's that's <laughs> one of them. I've I think I've heard of that Dune quote for a while, just like you, the spice you must flow. Have. Yeah. So, Chet just wrote, "What's in the box, farts?" <laughs> <laughs> um, you lie! You're uh, a fucking liar! Shut you're up. a liar! <laughs> He's lying box? to you. Uh, <laughs> so, so we get another bulk exposition moment for the Bene Gesserits because again, this this film is just it's just having a little bit of trouble trying to figure out ways to tell us stuff. Um, yeah. And so they're walking away, and she's she's talking. So old lady is now talking to Paul's mum because Paul successfully got through that um that little little test. And she's like, "You've been training him in the way. Did you?" Uh, have to like think the mum is like did you have to go that far and then she's like well you chose to train him he had to be tested you were the one you were told to bear only daughters and yet you and your pride thought you could raise the or some shit um, what a uh, strange thing to say it's, considering that Paul is already an adult it's so weird yeah. and awkward to listen to it makes yeah. me think like if there was a movie called EFAB and we were like, we're starting it from now in, in our continuity, if you will. And the first episode is, hello, everybody. Man, it feels amazing. We've been doing this for three years and uh, two months or whatever. Um, Bringy, isn't it weird? Because we met it exactly this day and it's been yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Mel, remember back in 2015-ish when we met? It just be like, what the fuck's Wall? Why is he? What's what? going on? <laughs> what? Um... <laughs> And yeah, just being like you, um, you, you, you were told to be daughters, not a son. It's like, why, why are we doing this oh, conversation so, now? Because I'm seeing people say that Paul's like 15, 16, doesn't change anything. Like, it's still, he's been alive for a while. And, and this is a weird thing to say. 
about somebody who's whose existence like has been a thing for a, a while. Like to just be like, man, yeah, like you're chastising it. Like, for having tell, have you had this conversation yet? You know, like, or <laughs> I don't know. You're a bit late. Like, so go away. It's almost that you do this very often, actually. It's like, well, so I do actually point out, like, little connections and stuff and histories here and there, but what I just highlighted I've never done, where I just do it all in a row and very clunkily. It's just like, ugh. Uh, to the point where the fellow cast members would start pointing it out. They'd be like, um, you sound like a fucking idiot. Hang on. So, so just said the Bene Gesserit have a breeding program. They can choose the gender of their child. It's like, that doesn't address anything. That doesn't address. I've noticed a few things that haven't had anything to do with the things that we've said. So, I look forward to the conversation about the shields. Yes, to be as specific as possible. She's pointing out, like, wow, you had a son where we told you to have daughters. It's like, yes, that's been the case now for over 15 years. For over 15 years, yeah. Unless she just didn't know. <laughs> like, or she's just restating it because it annoys her, in which case, just like, yeah, that's just dialogue I'm not a huge fan of. She's restating it while we just so happen to be watching this story unfold. That's, uh, it's a little odd. Another thing, um, we're highlighting a couple instances throughout so far, of exposition being like, eh. And it's just one of my major issues with the film, so I just want to make sure we're, we're flagging them as they come up. Um, yeah, any yeah. individual instance is mostly fine. When you see a lot of them, you're just like, that's a shame, but as problems go, it's very low scale. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Mel, what were you going to say? Uh, when, when he's uh, holding his hand in the pain box, we see the mother in front of the door being like in pain, quote-unquote, as well. When I was talking about it on my stream, like some people thought she maybe was helping Paul with getting through the pain. I'm not sure. I've seen people say that's what was happening, that she's yeah. trying to like take some of it for him. Um, I don't know if yeah. that's what was happening or not. I don't know if yeah, she was, was just sort of freaking out you... because she yeah, knows because he could die. Knows... Yeah, and she knows the, the pain because she probably did that test as well, I'm guessing. <laughs> like a lot of people in chat, like, no, no, she wasn't, no. And it's like, I don't know. It's not clear what's happening. You can't but... tell just from the movie. Uh... Yeah, because she just goes like, Gah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what uh, the extent of these Bene Gesserit powers are. I, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I couldn't say for sure, that's all. Oh yeah, Paul heard the conversation because he was just standing. Like, that, I thought that was kind of funny. Back. She just walks back and yeah. he's just like, I was listening to all that, by the way. It's like, wow! Yeah. Um, and then you get another awkward line where he's like, I think he says something about the Bene Gesserit, and then she's like, you don't know the, the things about them. And he's like, you steer the politics of the Imperium from the shadows, I know. And it's like, ugh. Another just... Slamp, just, just, yep. All right, that's that's more information that we needed, uh, but was delivered in a very just okay. Um, and then she says, "We've carefully crossed bloodlines to bring forth a mind powerful enough to bridge space and time, past and future, to bring us a Ugh. better future." When I heard that one, I was like, "Fucking hell! What um, is? What are we doing?" Not, not super elegant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like an actual sentence. <laughs> Is one of those ones where I'm just like, what? Can I hear that again? It's just like, it's not going to make sense for you again. You're like, okay. 
Um, I'm not questioning that it would make sense for her to say this. I just don't think it was a very well done line. Yeah. Um, because I was like, I don't know what that any of that means, but okay. Um, yeah, and then they leave. That's pretty nice and chill. That was pretty great. Uh, where are we next? What is the next thing that happens? Well, lots of visuals. Uh, I'm kind of skipping past here, but I, I don't mean. Yeah, I think we're just going to do I think so. Yeah, and they all have like armor suits. I wanna, I just wanna flag that up too because I'm gonna bring that up later. Um, I like, I kind of like the look of them, even though they're like I almost like minimalist, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They're coming really up like with, they're coming up with bagpipe music, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of people complain about the bagpipe music. I have I no like problem it. with it. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I was one of the few people who, after seeing the film, praised the soundtrack. And a lot of people were like, "Wait, you like the soundtrack?" And I was like, "Yeah." Like, yeah, that's cool music didn't like there. the really cool like dun 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 dun, dun, dun like that mm -hmm. thing that was awesome. Well, I, I listened every time. I listened to it as well a couple of times on YouTube, just the the full set from yeah. Hans Zimmer, and I was just like, yeah, I like this really soundtrack. Great. I don't really. Yeah. I was I was a surprise. I didn't expect to see any bagpipes in this movie, and they just go out with bagpipes. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. But um, yeah, a lot of people say they're very jarring, or they just don't seem like they they fit, and I just I don't know how else. What else happens in, in music discussions where I'm just like, I don't know, I thought it was fine. I thought well, it fit. So I, I, think, don't know. I think the bagpipe thing is just because you see like an official things in reality, you know, where mm -hmm. you have like a bagpipes playing or some instrument or a horn. Uh, yeah, I, I, was, I have a problem with it. Why did someone write you wrong for you before you said anything? <laughs> nah, that happens. <laughs> that happens a lot here. <laughs> You um, started your sentence and it just popped up. It's like, wait, what? Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Um, so they arrive at Arrakis and they're even being welcomed, but uh, there's a dude who's like, hey, that's, uh, that's just leftover from the Harkonnens who forced them to be like happy and welcoming whenever they arrive and stuff. It's like, oh, that's sad. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and they're all just like setting up, I suppose. And it's kind of nuts because at this point we're almost 40 minutes into the film. Yeah, we just arrived Which at is Dune. pretty crazy. <laughs> and this is what I mean. So, this is the difference between me and, I guess, some other people. Some people I know would say, like, fucking nothing has happened. This is so poorly paced. Meanwhile, I was like, oh, God, 40 minutes has gone by? Damn, that was quick. So, um, I, I, you know I what think, I mean? I, like, I think it's, uh, it, it depends on... Because I, I said earlier that it's like, I think the film is, like, act one. But again, the, the whole act break stuff. It's like, you know, there's... It's, it, it, not all stories are adhering to that kind of structure. And we've had a bunch of information. We've had stuff happening. Um, I, I guess I, I, cause I, I haven't read the book, so I didn't know how long it would take for them to go there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was interested in the stuff that was happening. Um, oh man. So Rags just said apparently there was a, a car accident that's taken out a power pole, and so his area is just out of electricity for now. Oh, fuck. That sucks. That does suck. Damn. Sorry to hear it, doggo. First Crimbus EFAP. Um, and yeah, I have no idea what the timeline is for getting something like that fixed. Yeah, no clue. Hmm. Bad face. Um, I've seen someone mention it in, in chat. Let's see how fast or long this conversation will be. Um, okay. I know that YMS is probably the spearhead in terms of creators to criticize this, so we can open with, with his thing. I think it was him anyway, but 
He reckons the dragonfly ships are dumb as fuck and wouldn't they wouldn't work mechanically. Um, some um, people in chat have said this. Uh, I just I feel like I don't know enough about engineering to be able to say anything confidently about that. I think my thought when I was watching the film, and I didn't think this at first when I saw them, it was during the sandstorm scene later when they had a close up on them. It's like man, lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. Um, man, like. Shit, I don't know if I'd want that many moving parts, like, on my, on my, uh, my, uh, flying machine, especially if, if it's the future and we have, like, VTOL tech and stuff, you know? Uh -huh. have vertical yeah, we got, and thrust. we've got thrusters and hover tech in this world, so it's pretty strange to see something so very mechanical. Um, as for whether or not they'd work, you get a little bit of excuse because this is sci-fi, so whatever issue you come up with, you can assume they have materials or engineering that account for that. Um, I don't know. So, fun fact, Chatter, no spaceships would work in reality. We have spaceships. The like, fuck do they mean reality. no spaceships work yeah. in reality? We have spaceships. We did that already. We, we've done that. Um, but, but I don't know that it's not worth having a little bit of it. Say, for example, you know, like hyperdrive or something. Someone's like, we talk about that realistically, and if you go, well, it's just sci-fi not. It's like, well, you can you can open that conversation if you want to. Um, um well, I guess it's the whole thing of, like, there are certain elements, right? Faster than light travel, that, man, like, I'm not yeah. sure, I, I, think, I think we don't know if that's possible right now. But then you, then just like, well, if we don't have that, we can't do our planet-hopping stories. We, we need to get people to these places quicker than is probably possible. And it's just like, okay, we, yeah, we figured it out. Um, yeah, and... and uh, I'm I'm not I'm not going to be bringing up these these things as like ah this is a huge flaw because blah, blah, blah. I just I'm curious about people's thoughts on the design because I know a lot of people think they're dumb I as fuck. They, I think they look cool. I think they look yeah. awesome. Um, but I mean, I, I'll be yeah. completely honest. I didn't think about if they work or not. I just thought I was like, oh, that's neat. I like how those look, and then I stopped thinking about it. <laughs> but I, like, I guess when you, I don't know if they work. Like if they would work even in this universe. Because so, as, as said, right, there's so many moving parts and they connect to these little I think, tiny things. Yeah, uh, and in I a feel like at this point planet, you could just use you know, a helicopter and it would be much more useful. You do wonder about something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I guess the thing that I was thinking is like, on a sand planet in particular, it's like, is there any concern about sand getting into there and messing with those parts? Mm -hmm. Well, that does happen, uh, especially. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, that that was why I was thinking yeah. about it. But but also, like, you know, when that thing touches down, it's going to be shooting sand all over the place. It's like, I guess there's no avoiding that, but maybe if you have, like, thrusters, it's just not, um... It's not going to be as much of a concern. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, there's them. Uh, I, it's obviously what it's evoking, and it's just, it looks kind of neat to me, but uh, I don't have much yeah. thoughts beyond that. I, I know some people would want to take it further and be like, no, that technology's retarded. And it's like, uh, maybe, I'd have to be convinced. I'm not, I'm not, Yeah, I, I don't know enough about how, like, helicopters and stuff and things like that work to give an argument yeah. for whether it yeah. would work. I said helicopters would be more reliable <laughs> bullshit as well. Like it's probably shit too. Maybe even worse. I don't fucking know. I need to I would need to Maybe. look up so many mechanical uh, yeah. things I don't know shit about. Uh, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have know. no idea. He's also that would be actual nitpicking. It's like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about it to say. I just know that um you can get you can get different criticisms like that can definitely exist about like mechanical elements to technology. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're trying to settle in, good old, uh, 
I was about to say Jason Isaacs. Isaac, Oscar Isaac is uh, talking with good old Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. The Moon Knight and Thanos are talking about the place and how it's doing. <laughs> uh, it's doing great, I guess. Not really. He basically says like they need to secure particular areas to have any chance of uh, sustaining this place because the mm -hmm. the job is set now. We're in crunch time already in terms of getting this to work, and he wants to for yeah. the honor of his house, but also to to prove that this is something that he can. Um, achieve. It's like, alrighty. Um, and yeah, when you get to this point in the movie, I'd say it's like, I guess that is the movie then. We're going to be trying, uh, we're going to be watching House Atreides try to make use of uh, Dune. Yeah. But I'd, in a sense, I guess that's really, that's not quite what the story's going to be. Um, uh, no. So then we get scene of uh, a bunch of housemaids sort of auditioning and the mum being like, hey, you... Uh, everyone else leave. You, you're, uh, you're holding a weapon there, aren't you? And she's like, No. Maybe. That she's like, well, whatever you're hiding, it isn't gonna be enough. It's like, alright. <laughs> what if it's a gun? It's <laughs> 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 um, And, so, I don't really know how to summarize this scene better than saying, she pulls out the knife, it's a, called a Chris knife. It's made of, like, the tooth of sandworms. It's real sharp. And the lady starts going, um, yeah. and says like, "This is prophecy or whatever." She's getting all excited because this is this is apparently following a prophecy of some kind. It's like, "Okie dokie, okie dokie." You um, got it. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, then we see Paul is just chilling outside, and he sees uh, the the palm tree man giving water to them palm trees. So these palm trees, they can they take the water needed to like sustain five men every day or, so, or something like that. Um, and yeah. Paul is like, oh, so should we cut them down then, save the water? And then he's like, no, 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 they're sacred. It's like, all right. Okay. I think that's all we get, and then they get burned later. And that's all we get with those. I don't yeah, know until maybe it's the second honest. movie. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, I was very confused by the scene. Even my second watch, where I was like, why, why do we, why are we talking about the trees? I, I, I don't get it. I mean, so this is this just, thing. Uh, info about the place. That's that's all I got. Like, I don't ironically remember enjoying the scene, but then on like future walkthroughs, I was just like, I'm not sure what this was for exactly. Um, other than a stab, like making it look like Paul takes an interest in the average goings on of the world. You've got Maybe. they treat palm trees very, or these at least these ones very sacredly. It's like it, it it's not like a problem. I just wonder that um, we're on a tight time budget with something like Dune, and you're going to want to take every advantage of it. Meanwhile, if this were a season, like a 10-episode season, I, I don't know that I would find any problem with this at all in terms of um, making use of your time. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. World building, I guess. I mean, to some degree, you can draw something yeah. out of it. He mentions that the, um, the Fremen are there, and they're uh, very used to the point of the sun, to the point they don't even care about heat stroke or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, then we get what I th would say is the first scene where things start to not line up for me. Um, so he's watching another fucking TV show about yeah. things he's going to need to know later and things we need to know. Sandworms are real big. You got to do a special little walkie dance to avoid them. And there's very little life uh, in Arrakis, but of what is there, it's cultivated kind of by the Fremen. Like, okay. Um, but yeah, it's like, you gotta find another way of giving us information, movie, because this is getting lame, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Then, 
A tiny droid burns a hole through his wall. That's a thick wall, by the way. And I was like, what the fuck? What is going on here? And um, it's looking around, and he, like, realizes his shield is on the table. It's not with him. So he's getting stressed. And, like, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, shit, is he, like... Are we? Is he close? Is is this life in danger? I was like, oh, okay. But I don't. I didn't really understand what was happening here. Mm -hmm. The thing drives right up to his eye, but doesn't stab him, because I think we're supposed to assume by him standing in the paused part of the TV show thing, it's confusing the droid on what exactly it's looking at. Yeah. And then yeah. the housekeeper walks in, and it distracts the droid to the point where it goes to stab her straight away, but he grabs it before it can and saves her. Um. He destroys it. Like, he does, he grabs it, fragile, and it. Like... I have many questions. First of all, it has a controller, is what we discover. What is the view from the controller? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. Because if all it... we get is that, he, that that guy that is controlling it has been in there for six weeks. They fucking put him in the wall for six weeks. And somehow he controlled him through the water pipes or something? I don't have... I should have written down the dialogue because it was super weird. So, everybody's saying say it. it's based on movement and it's not piloted, but I don't know that there's anything in the film that tells us that. It looks very much like it's piloted from what the film shows. He's got, like, a little VR set. And if it doesn't need a pilot, why would, why would they put someone in the wall for six weeks? <laughs> I guess so that he can launch it? I, I don't know. If you look he at pissed his, and shit in that wall, by the way. I just wanted to bend. I'm guessing so, out. yeah. Um, can you see he's got a little, like, mask on and then he's wires? Yeah. It looks yeah. to me so like he's he controlling yeah. it, right? A lot of people saying that's not how it works, though. It's like, so this is going to be really awkward, chat. But if you're drawing that from the book, bye-bye. Don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the yeah, flushed down the toilet, the I'm afraid. Sorry if we can't <laughs> talk about that. Um, I feel like if this is the only content for Dune that exists at all, you'd all be saying, like, yeah, it looks like it's remote-controlled, I guess. I don't know why we would conclude anything else. Because um, I, I don't remember any dialogue saying that, too. So, I was like, how the fuck did it screw up so badly? Like, what was the view on the Hunter Killer that it could look around the room, but it couldn't see Paul properly? It's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And Paul's moving, by the way. Like, people are saying he it detects movement. Bit, yeah. it, it breaks through the wall, and, uh, <laughs> by the way, it's pretty hard to to see and hear, but he does, he does catch on. Luckily, the show wasn't too loud, but, yeah, he's standing still while he just watches it move across the room, and then he moves... Like, very overtly to get inside the TV show thing to get covered by the, the thing, which you'd have to agree, everybody, of all the frames to be paused on, that's a pretty fucking lucky one. Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be in a bit of trouble. But so all of that movement he that he does, works? that should have been more than enough for it to stab him. Maybe they know, they do seem to call it, they all call well, it Hunter Killer, so they must know killer, what yeah. this device he knows does. what it is, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, no, fair enough. But if you're going to argue but it's based right, solely no. on movement, he moves enough for it to see him. Um, yeah, I don't know why it would. I don't know why it would stop there. Like, if, if it has a unless it is target. a really sucky piece of technology that only like if you walk slowly enough, it won't notice. But that just seems like a crap thing to use. <laughs> like, I don't know. You could just crush it works. in your hand, anyways. It's probably not that. That's big true. Of a the fact that you, you can crush it, it in your hand. Yeah. yeah. Get a fly swatter and just, like, just fuck off. <laughs> like, I can't crush a USB in my hand or a flash drive. Right, not. 
flash drive. Like, I, I, unless I tried really hard, I guess, but I don't know. And that looks about the size of a flash drive. And this is science fiction world. Yeah, yeah. and and so that was just a very overt attempt to kill Paul by the Harkonnens. Um, yeah. And it just it makes you wonder, like, I don't know, there probably could have been better ways to have facilitated that, right? But I uh, maybe they thought that should have definitely worked, and to be fair, it probably should have. Um, probably. But we, we kind of lucked out there, and it didn't. Um, and yeah, and they say he's been in that wall for six weeks, and as Mel yeah. just said, it's like, he tapped into some kind of water pipe, so we can argue that at least he got the water to live from, maybe, but, but um... Yeah. Maybe shit. Was he just, was shitting, he just in shitting in there? It's like, oh, oof. Shit, piss, all the things. Maybe he just didn't poop very much. Or he pooped in a little box. Well, I, I guess, how much food did he have? Because you have water, cool, um, but like, humans can't survive yeah. longer than a yeah, month without food. Yeah, six weeks is a bit long without, without Maybe he had some real, like, I don't know, survival stuff in there. Chips in there? Yeah, maybe. Chips, it's like num num num, delicious chips. Regardless, just um, the wall and it's just a fucking water full of shit coming out. It's like, oh no. I guess I. Also, he did have a steel suit, so that would have helped. Oh, that, that would definitely yeah, help. Yeah, that could have helped. Does Not he have a steel suit? Is that what that is? I think he does, yeah. Because uh, I thought the Harkonnens didn't have still suits because they they established like they have to they have to go out to mine at night because they can't handle the. Um, I don't think that is one. I think the still suits look different. Okay. I was gonna say I remember okay. the still suits not looking like that, but I'm not sure. Right. A lot of people it's saying that is a still suit. That isn't. I'm not sure. It Wait, looks someone kind of said, different, at least from this angle. Someone said that's what the mask is. is that they stole a still suit. It's like that mask isn't on the still suits. Or at least that the other one ones. Uh, hard to know, hard to understand fully, but alright. Anyway, what I took from this as a surprise, I was like, oh my god, this is just overt evidence the Harkonnens tried to fucking assassinate one of the, like, main Atreides. Is this not going to cause major political issues? And they kind of just are yeah. like, well, that was annoying. Yeah, fine yeah, like, I was like, oh. Sanctions or something? They're in trouble, right? Yeah, it feels weird, but we're going to get more of that very soon. Uh, and this is yeah. part of my... I feel strange, uh, the world building, but um, I did like that uh, Big Chungus is like, uh, I should have, you know, been able to catch all this, you have my resignation. And then he's like, fuck your resignation, I want you to find these people, that he's like, oh, but but by order, that he's like, find the spies, you fucking moron. Just like, I, I just yeah, like the, yeah. the idea that he's like, you know, I'm sad that I didn't catch this, you know, it's my fault. He's just like, do things! Yeah. Yeah, he also makes it clear that they need his his abilities though, which I found nice. It's like that would be a waste of your abilities. It was like, yeah, yeah. but my honor. It's like I don't care about your honor. Um, <laughs> we have another Hawkins scene. I just love this little spider, goopy spider bro. It's just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, see. You guys. What is Probably this thing? And, it, and it's like its legs are like ends and hands. It's like nice and just yeah. <laughs> I remember I um I got it was either a YouTube recommendation or an article that was like creepy spider thing explained. Scooter <laughs> like, yeah. oh. bro, I'm assuming this thing. If you've read all the books, you'll have a better idea. I don't know. I just yeah, that, it was that, I feel like th that that thing was like for people who know what's up. I was just like, that is a fucking disgusting feature. <laughs> Get it off my screen, please. Yeah, it looks like a dude in a suit, and he's just like, ew. Yeah. What's this fetish shit going on? 
Um, oh yeah, and that's the, someone just said it's not CGI. I, I don't actually know. I can't. I really? can't be sure. People, people in chat said nope, not in the books. I don't remember that from the book. This isn't in the book. What oh, the fuck is it then? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you freaks! Why did you put this in this movie? You weirdos. <laughs> um. So yeah, the uh, the Bene Gesserit leader is meeting with Baron Harkonnen, and it's like, hmm. And I think this conversation amounts to. Yes, we're going to destroy House Atreides, just don't kill Paul or Paul's mum. And then uh, Stellan Skarsgård's like, yeah, it's chill. Um, so, at this point but, of the movie, it's just like an overt, the Harkonnens are going to fucking wreck the Atreides. You're like, oh, okay. Because uh, it changed, I guess, my understanding of this movie. I thought that we were going to be dealing with spice mining and uh, trying to, like... Get the system running correctly, even with sabotage or limited equipment. But this, this is like, just like we're gonna just we're gonna fucking ransack them and destroy them. It's like, oh, damn. Okay. Um, also, wait, wait, do you have subtitles on on the on the playback? You don't, right? No, it's only subtitles for alternate languages slash muffled sounds. I think. Oh, okay. That, that actually already answers a question I had because I had subtitles on because I just have them on most of the times. Uh huh. And I was, I just found it weird that the muffled sounds were subtitled. It's like, that's weird. Don't you hear them? Don't you know what they say when you don't have subtitles? But now I saw on, on the playback that the subtitles were on there, but you didn't have any other. It's like, ah, oh, okay, so you were supposed to hear that. I was wondering why they subtitled the things you couldn't hear, but I guess there was some purpose then. Mm hmm. Um, then, uh, then Big Chungus uses his telekinesis to simply float up, and to be fair to Denis Villeneuve, he made that as cool as possible. Yeah. It's a yeah. fat guy <laughs> using his levitation, and yet he makes it seem so otherworldly and creepy and sort of imposing. Yeah. Um, good job, Mr. Visuals Man. You do, you do good stuff. Uh... Funny if it would be on stills in that shot. It's like, whoa, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 Hmm. Do do. Where are we? Yeah. So, uh, we just get a meeting of like all the leader people, and uh, he's like, they made loads of money while they were here. It's gonna take us ages to make that kind of money, and then they assess, I guess, their equipment. And it's just so, again, like, uh, Big Chungus is like, oh, the Harkonnens, with Harkonnens sabotage, it's going to take us ages to get up and running and stuff. And I was just sitting there like, what? Harkonnens sabotage? How is that okay? Like, yeah. I, I just I just don't get this transfer sort of thing. And then uh, Paul says, like, well, isn't this supposed to be an arbit uh, arbitrator, a judge of the change? And they're like, yes, Liet Kynes, who, by the way, is completely fucking useless as, a, as an arbitrator. But I... I, I think we are as close to this being overt as possible in this universe. Like, it seems like everyone knows the Emperor's fucking over the Atreides, but no one wants to say it. That's, like, the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it I a bit so. strange, because it's, like, it, it's treated as very official and honorable, but everybody knows it's this all bullshit. It's just like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, it feels like they should call up someone It's like, uh... Should they? Was this always broken? Because they broke all the things. Do you, do you want to have like a talk with them? Because like, they fucked everything up down here. Yeah, this isn't the kind of corruption I imagine in in political systems or takeovers or, or transitions of power. I this is so flagrant. Like, yeah, we're having trouble with this because they've destroyed our stuff. It's like destroyed. They shouldn't be allowed to do that, right? And it's like, yeah. probably not. 
we literally have a person that's supposed to correct stuff like that happening, but then um, that very person says, she keeps saying stuff like, you know, it's not my place to say, or I, I report what I'm told to, like, she's useless for them anyway. Absolutely, completely useless, yeah. Um, and so I wonder what the point of all of this is, in terms of, like, let's trick them into thinking we're going to give them Dune and then fuck them over. It's like, why not just kill them all then, if you're going to be doing all this anyway? It just... Yeah. I don't know, it, it, it's, it's like if I, I just wanted to shoot metal in the head, but first I make a huge deal about how all day we're going to go into like theme parks and the cinema and different Yay. areas, and the whole time I'm just staring at him reloading my pistol. And it's like, why did you, what's the point of all of that? <laughs> what are you doing? Where did what you get that gun from? <laughs> I'm not sure, maybe the second film will help me understand the utility of all of this, but it felt strange. Uh, just seeing how much everyone seems to be aware that the Harkonnens are fucking us over completely. Like, yeah. okay. Um. Um, man, it seems like this is a contentious point. Which one? Just that point about why, the, how, how are they allowed to get away with screwing them over like this? I'm assuming the counter is just going to be, yeah, it's a, it's a corrupt system. The emperor is fucking them over. I'm just like, okay, I don't know that the characters really react to the situation that way at all. They sort of treat it like it's kind of fine. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It seems weird. You seen any know. arguments for you? Um. Not really, no. <laughs> um, I, yeah, like I'm not. It's I, a I, test? I, is it a test? I thought it was just sabotage and then they get killed. Like that it would that they did it and the emperor knows and then he he blows them up. Mm -hmm. What is it? So was it? It's a test. So he's like, yes. It's like, what does that? What, what do you think that helps? Yes. Well, yeah, but from the perspective of uh, of uh, Oscar Isaac, like, why he wouldn't view it as a test, right? He's just viewing it as they're making it really difficult for us to do our job. The Emperor's trying to destroy and, House and Atreides. Again, Come on, catch up. We've okay, already gotten past that. Also, <laughs> so the immediate, the immediate thing that I'd be thinking about is like, well, if I'm another planet in this system, it's like, man, this is going to like make spice more expensive. I'm not happy with this. Yeah. Because well, like this severely hampers production of spice. That's going to have rock roll-on effects for the, the economy of this universe. So are the other planets that are under the Emperor, are they cool with this or... Like, when they find out, are they going to be cool with that? Or are they going to be really pissed off? And, and there's and mention so, of how the Emperor doesn't want to be seen as directly responsible. Literally everyone thinks this is the Emperor's doing. <laughs> so, he is going to be thought to be directly responsible. He's of course yeah. directly. He, he could have stopped all of this. He didn't. It's like, so this is what he wanted. Yeah. They have reserves. We have reserves of things, but when you hamper the supply, that still causes supply shocks and, and changes to the price. Well, that's part of the storyline. The Harkonnens crank the price of spice uh, once this is all done because they they have a shit ton yeah, but on reserves. Yeah, I reserve. guess that's what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. like, are people going to be cool with that? Like, no, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah, sure. It's a part of this movie that that's an intention, or, or at least something that's been taken advantage of by the Harkonnens. So. This is apparently your worst take. Okay, prove it. <laughs> you got the same problem as the people who had Last of Us 2 who were like, this is your worst day. It's like, you got you got a whole paragraph. Use it. Besides, they aren't cool with it, but they're a small game compared to... Compared to... Sorry, that's scroll away. 
Atreides and Harkonnens they're waiting to see how things develop are they I I don't know that's the I don't know I I don't really know much about the other uh, houses and planets and stuff uh it's a distraction Maybe the book does explain it better. I mean, it would, I'm certain the more, book will explain probably, this better because it's going to spend way more time. I, I, but uh, but we we don't have that here in the in the film, or at least it's not clear to me. Uh, I think people are saying that Atreides didn't know that the Emperor was involved, uh, but they're well aware that the Emperor gave them a hard task, and he's basically not helping them at all. Yeah, but I guess in conjunction with all of the sabotage and things, why would the Emperor make it so hard for them? Like, yeah, if you and, accept and, the assignment, and then the Emperor gives you this planet, and it's all shit, and he doesn't help you, and that's kind of the does point. that not raise any red flags? If the situation is, like, I'm the boss, and I go, hey, Metal, I want you to leave the playground, Fringy's gonna go in there, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you, and then Fringy goes in there, and Metal's just spraying you with water constantly. And you're like, Mola, what, <laughs> what the fuck? And I just go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been <laughs> my head, no, that's really funny. <laughs> and... And and then I go, it's okay, Fringy, I've sent an arbitrator. And then that arbitrator goes, what's up? And you go, yeah, Mel's spraying me with water. And then that arbitrator goes, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not, as he's still spraying. Like, you're just like, so, yeah, you just you just kill him, be there. That's cool. But, you know, the idea, I guess this is better than just literally saying, I hate you, I'm going to kill you. But at that point, the Emperor doesn't have to do that even. He's the, the Harkonnens just go in and kill them. Why not just do that to begin with? Yeah. Atreides thinks the Emperor wants them to fail. They do not know that the Emperor wants them dead. What does it mean to fail, though? And the Emperor's not going to do anything off? about them being invaded and crushed by the Harkonnens. So how do you conclude anything else? Yeah, I, I, I think something that... Uh, did you did you say that you think that they should have just killed them on their home planet, or did you say well, that? Or um, I suppose you could argue you, you could do anything you want, really, if you get them. Well, sorry, well, sorry. The logic would be that it's better to get them on Dune than it, it is to get them on their home planet. Well, sure, but you don't need to do this to do that. You can just invite them to Dune. Right. Br hey, what? Like, hey, guys, come chill out. We're gonna have a fun. And it's time. the emperor, right? The Atreides will do whatever the emperor says. If the emperor says we're having this oh, big meeting right, yeah, here, come, right. and then they just kill them all. Why not? Why? Why interrupt all of the Harkonnen production to do a thing that doesn't mean anything at all in actuality? Because you're just gonna betray them anyway. I don't know. It seems like a lot of to and fro and to just erase Atreides when you can just do that yourself anyway. In fact, if you wipe out the leadership, which you could do much easier, you can probably take the resources of Caladan, right? Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so apparently this is what we're not getting. They want the Atreides to look like they don't know what they're doing, causing shortages, so that when the Harkonnens move back in, everybody is on their side. So how does- Is that going to work? When well, they... So here's a question. Do, do the Atreides have no means of disseminating this information across the galaxy? Well, yeah, so first of all, it's, yeah, their POV is going to get out there, I assume, in some way, shape, or form. But secondly, if we found to. out... Wait, what, what, like, so the Atreides are fucking up the spice flow by being shitty people in terms of shitty spice miners. You're like, oh, okay. So, um, that sucks. W what's up with them right now? It's like, well, they all got wiped out. The Harkonnens fucking killed them all. It's like, Yeah, it's like, oh. wait, what? Also, the Harkonnens go ahead and destroy almost a whole fucking base. And destroy a whole like, bunch of Oh, sorry. Like Chat's probably yeah. assuming that we agree with the film, that uh, that took place secretly. Do you remember that they said that? That was all apparently... No, there's no, no fucking way that was a secret. No, it didn't. No. <laughs> it's like, I refuse to believe it's a secret.
So apparently it's a point in the book that they don't have any means of disseminating that information, but the mm. movie doesn't address it. But I, I, I don't know. I, I That seems implausible to me, considering how many people there are here. Yeah, and how many... there's got to be ships going in and out of world, you know? There's got to be... Like, there will be ships that move around and then information gets out there of, like, man, they've really... Well, remember, the, um, we're told the Fremen have ways of getting off-world. So... Mm-hmm. All the Fremen pretty much know about this event, thanks to all, like, and plenty of people escaped. There's no way this information stays on, uh, Dune alone. The movie does address the lack of communication, I does it? What is it like, and is even, there a line about knocking out satellites or something? But, yeah, well, but then, I, I wasn't even talking about that, I was just talking about, like, somebody on the planet, like, goes out and leaves to go someplace else to do something. Yeah. yeah d during the fight, they jam their communications, but before and after, they could do whatever but, they and want. And also, they I mean, ultimately, lived. it's going to get out there that they're dead, because yeah. of course it will. Yeah, and like, and who we killed gonna them? We're going to ask questions like, what happened to Atreides, like, who were super popular? Who like, we, we like those people. Why they're all gone? Like, what happened? Nothing. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, so I don't know. I'll this, be right back. I think I'll need a second Dune movie to be sure about this, but it doesn't sound very sure. smart uh, on on the part of the Emperor to me. There's a lot of ways this can fall right the fuck apart, and um, a lot of the characters seem to be vaguely aware of how much they've been screwed over, but they're not really behaving as such. The closest we get. So when I went to the film to see Dune, there was not like a thing that went on screen that said, hey, you need to read the book before you watch this movie, alright? Also, fuck that. I shouldn't up. have to read the book to understand the movie. An adaptation. Yeah. That's how it works. Um, please don't pull this card. They pulled it over and over again for the Star Wars movies. Uh, they were like, you should read the novelization to get the extra details. We've been over this stuff, chat. We hate it. It's a very bad argument. Um... And, like, this is the main sort of things that... Because, like, there's, a, there's one moment where Oscar Isaac is like, um, like, you've seen it, we're in a shambles. And then she's just like, it's just one faulty bit of equipment. And I remember being like, that's bullshit. This, we, we, we have not only, like, significantly less equipment, but lots of it is fucking busted. Is there no appeals process? And basically she's just like, no. And I don't know, at that I, point... I can't believe that. I can't believe yeah, that like, I would have. I there's no method of appealing. I think at that point you need to have a meeting where you're like, they're probably trying to kill us. Uh, we might need to get the fuck out of here. They they can blame anybody. No, how? So somebody came to blow them up and then leave? They'll be there. When they go to Arrakis, it'll be the people who blew them up. Unless they just did that for shits and giggles and then left. That would be even more suspicious if there was nobody left. Like, if they blew them up and then the people who did it left and it was just empty. There's plenty of ways the information gets out. Yeah, that, that, I, I, don't see how you, I don't see how you can cover up something this huge. Um, nobody goes to that planet, so that's not true. Dude, it's a <laughs> It's like the, it's like most the most valuable the planet they from. have. It's the most important planet that, yeah. Well, it wouldn't even matter if... We, we, we The film has covered that, so we're fine on that one. If people come and go to this planet, it's established. Um, but we can kick on. 
All right. The movie's not standalone. Yeah, but I can't watch Dune 2 yet, so... <laughs> and if you mean the books, then that's not an argument again. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm willing to give breathing room until the second movie, because we haven't even met the Emperor, cool. so maybe when we do, we'll get a lot more context, but um, until that time, these plans seem pretty wonky. Um, and like I said, my mm. bigger issue is just that the characters don't seem to react to the situation they're in very much. Uh, to the point where uh, Leto is like pretty, pretty much talking as though he's dead. If you remember one of the last conversations he has with his wife, he's like, if anything happens to me, you know, make sure you take care of Paul. And it's like, as though he knows he's soon to die. Mm-hmm. Which really bugs me, because I'm like, why is- why aren't we- why aren't we doing a lot to fucking prepare? Something that I keep seeing is people saying that you can't travel through space without the guild, um, and the guild are in on it. Okay. I- I- yeah, I'm not- I'm not sure- is- is the point that, like, that they're not- Man, if I'm to believe that they they are not allowed to leave this planet or like move off world or do anything, and they're aware of that, they should be like entirely ready to be attacked. If that if that's the case, holy crap! I'd be super nervous if I got told that I couldn't like leave the planet that's, because the guild is not going to let me leave. Yeah, that's kind of the point we we've been trying to make is that the characters yeah. aren't really reacting to the situation, the reality of the situation. If you told me all of our equipment's fucked. We're, we've had Harkonnen sabotage to the point where one of them tried to fucking assassinate the son of the Duke. We can't get out of here. And um, yeah. and the Emperor doesn't seem to give a shit that all of this is happening. I'd be like, we're in serious trouble, guys. They are ready to be attacked. Man, if that's what ready to be attacked looks like, what we saw in the film, God. Like, it feels like they could have worked a lot harder to protect themselves. This is more to talk about that as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where are we? I think, yeah, they have a meeting with, uh, Stilgar, which is an attempt from, um, Oscar Isaac's character to try and bridge the, the gap between the Fremen and, and the, I guess, the, the, the stewards of the planet, in which mm -hmm. the, the, it's them now. And he's like, name what you want and I'll do what I can to get it to you. And I think he's just like, take what you wanted and then leave. And he's like, I can't leave. And he's like, alright, well. And then he says, um, you know, as long as he's in power, the Fremen won't be attacked. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's an enjoyable scene. The, uh, Javier Bardem has a lot of presence. It's just a good actor to have in your movie, I guess. Um, and he comes across as very, like, like he ignores a lot of customs. And yeah, so he just, just comes across. Right there, his... or just moves along. Yeah, like he's yeah, he's living his own life. Fuck off. Um, and yeah, he um he spits at them, and 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 they're like, "What the fuck?" But that's a very nice thing to do on Dune because everyone's he's very dry. His yeah, moisture. Lick it. <coughs> Wait, lick it. <laughs> I was gonna say you guys didn't disagree. So. Um. And then uh, you just have a little scene where um, Aquaman is like, I got some tools from the Fremen, hung out with them, they were impressive, had a lot of respect for them, they're, they're pretty neat. Mm -hmm. um, then we kick into, well, we, first we get a full explanation of the still suits, which are one of them incredible, they're almost like lightsabers in terms of just, you wear this suit, you lose a thimble of water per day. 
And you, you're like fully hydrated and it recycles and it keeps you uh, safe in the desert. It's just like, fuck, these things yeah. are fantabulous. God damn, they're cool suits. Well, and they said yeah, the Fremen invented them, and I was like, okay, correct me, I guess I don't understand the Fremen very well. What kind of technology do they have? Because what we see in this I movie, they no seem idea. pretty low-tech. Yeah, but they also say they have, like, millions of Fremen out there. With, like, well, so I was going to say, uh, if we... Sta not stations, cities, so what do you... So they call them sieges, yeah. And sieges, I'm assuming, yeah. I'm, I'm very curious about the sieges being, like... How they look. Well, yeah, yeah I, I'd be curious what kind of stuff we're dealing with, and maybe the, what we see of the Fremen is actually very limited. Um, because what, what, what they almost wear, like, kind of, kind of remind me of, like, Mad Max gear, almost. Like, looks kind of makeshift, but still useful. But then they made this, and they have, like, so many of these sieges. I was actually kind of disappointed we didn't see any of them properly uh, in the movie. Because I... That's I, part I, two. As you said, I I don't know what what they do, and apparently the Harkin also thought there's only like fifty thousand of them. It's like okay, you were so long here, and you were here so long, and only thought there was fifty fifty thousand of them, but apparently there's like millions. It's like ah oh, okay. Yeah, um, and I can believe that they've got really good shit underground, and they show yeah. that they're kind of meh on on above ground. So we'll have to see what Dune Two has to offer for that one. Um. Yeah, and so we, we get our stronger scene of um, is like simultaneously trying to explain to us how spice mining works, but then also give us a give us some drama. So you got um, we're out, we're just we're just having a look see at, at, at spice mining with our main characters, mm -hmm. and uh, the big old spice miner thing, and then they're like, eventually sandworms will come. And he says that um, we can't use shields out here because sandworms go fucking nuts and start trying to kill everything if you have shields on, which I thought was an interesting thing. Yeah, well, it immediately was like, why? But I don't know. <laughs> and um, I'm guessing the way it works in Dune is there's, sand there's like worm territory and non-worm territory because the whole city is covered in shields, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like, this, but that's just far away enough from where any worms would roam that you're okay. Um, and I was curious if personal shields are big enough to make them do that. Like, if you just put your personal shield on, do they start going nuts? Because it seems that way with how nobody uses personal shields out in the desert, I think. Yes, the vibrations of the shield are enough to set them off, I guess. Uh-huh. But, but they, they make it sound like they go even more crazy, like they go into a frenzy when yeah. you put the shields on in there. So I'm, I'm guessing we will see that at some point in one of the other movies. But I don't, I don't know why, I don't know if the vibrations are like so crazy from these because, I mean, I don't know how the shields work technically because they just cover your whole body, so maybe just go like boom, 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 like in a really high frequency, mm -hmm. and that goes into the floor, and then the worms like, oh shit, the vibrations. Blah, 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 blah. That's um, just something I came up in my mind because I, I, I don't think they say it other than they go crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's, I'm sure that's it. Um, anyway, a worm's on the way. Oh no. And so they call in a carry-all. Now I guess I'll summarize the whole thing first, and then we can go through it. So the carry-all comes, mm -hmm. uh, one of the four anchors does not work, which means the carry-all cannot take the drill out, but they still want to rescue the people, and so our team land, they pick up the people, and just in the last moment they get out of there and save everybody, and we go back home. Uh... Very, very dramatic scene, you see. Now, I enjoyed this just fine when I first watched it. How about you guys? 
you mean this whole scene? Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. I had some questions about their Sorry. weird protocols, but I like how they yeah. portray uh, Leto, Alito, in, in this. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, fuck, fuck your protocols. I want everyone to be safe right now. You just fuck the spice. Like, I want you guys out, which yeah. was uh, a line that even the, the arbitrator was, like, impressed by, I think. Yeah, yeah. I liked it as character development, but I, I had more questions about the world building at this point again. Um, my thing was like, man, you're letting Paul go out there? Like, potentially get eaten if he's, like, not... Like, if if it was, like, the, the logistics of how we're all getting these people out of here, it, it seemed unclear to me in the moment. And also, like, incredibly risky. Uh, like, in terms of putting putting Paul in, like, significant danger. But I guess it's cool that uh, that Oscar Isaac's wanting to save his people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he, I, mean, I think the, he said I mean, he just wanted Paul to guide people into the ship. I don't know that he assumed Paul would go that far out. Paul would go run yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they they say they basically need seven per ship, um, but they can only hold six. And then a little bit later, he says if we remove the shield generators, then we'll have enough weight to be able to take them. It's just like, all right, mm -hmm. it's fine with me. Um. Now the anchor system again. This is this is fine, but like you can engage three if you don't engage the fourth one. There's no hope, and I just wonder. It's like you probably build that with the if one anchor fails, you can still lift it, right? That'd probably be a good contingency. Yeah. But okay. But then they say like, are there any other carryalls in the area? And it's like, nope. And I was like, damn, no, no other carryalls. When you'd think a backup carryall would be the number one thing you'd need to have for these operations, because you do not want to lose something as important and huge as the big spice mining facility. Uh, couldn't couldn't you say that's that has been sabotaged up by by the Harkin as well? Maybe. Um, so the stuff like that makes me think that like, how could the arbitrator have any argument? You know, where she's like, yeah. it's chill. It's like, how could you say that if 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 we've been sabotaged to the point where we can't even have the backup carryalls, which is a, a, a apparently a normal thing. Yeah, so if we, if we assume that, it's fucked in the other way as well, so... <laughs> um, but okay. Uh, so then we get into more like, why can't carryalls carry people? Yeah. <laughs> it seems to me... That leave. If those anchors fail, then it should land, open up a door, get all of the workers into it, and then leave. Well, yeah, because otherwise it fails and you're just dead. Like, the idea that carriers can only carry those big ships, like, okay. What what I think, now that I, I, I go through it in my head again, because they say, oh, we can't just leave, we have a full load of spice in here, like, we can't just leave this here. Like, one, you can't leave apparently so why would you stay on board you just get eaten by the worm why don't you just run away at least sure like, uh two yeah just fuck the protocols just fucking go away why don't well, you I guess pick it's them funny, up like, as you said already we, it's like yeah we I'm, can't leave the spice it's like there's you can't move can't it do I, don't, I don't know you can't, you <laughs> i'm can't i'm, I'm it, willing so. to say that they had a, a stupid thought for a moment like they're so into yeah, their sure. work and the need for the house to be successful that for a yeah. moment they were like we can't leave the spice it's like dude you're gonna die um yeah but then what, what a stupid rule to be laid upon by the harkins like oh yeah if you <laughs> if you can't get this out of there the worm cubs just get eaten 
Maybe that's what the Hawkins is actually said because they're so like yeah, evil, yeah. like cartoonishly evil. They're just like if you can't get the spice out of, they just fucking die. Don't need your manpower anymore. <laughs> okay. Um. And yeah, so like I figured that the carriers should not only just be able to do this on their own, but I was thinking, you know, you could lift like six people up with the dragonfly thing to drop down onto the carriole with the roof mm -hmm. of it and then go and pick up the rest sure yeah um and you'd be fine because the carriole can stay still and you just need to you don't need to fly away with that just stay in the air stay still and they'll come back and get you later just to be absolutely safe so i was um i, I was sort of just like the second watch through, I was like, drama's not really working for me anymore because I see a lot of solutions here um, that seem a little bit obvious, and I wonder why the technology even works the way that it does. And then I was thinking, so the carryall is this ship that seems expressly built with anchors that attach to these drills to get them out of there if ever thingies come and get them. Mm -hmm. So we, we presume then that you got let's let's pretend there's x amount of drills and then much less carryalls uh -huh. why not build the carryalls into the drills mm-hmm because the carryalls yeah. can carry themselves and the drills so why not just have them as a part of the drills on there all the time yeah and then just fly away every time you're done yeah i figured yeah. you could just fly away <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a very good question. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, so yeah, I really like a lot of this film, like, just to watch it. But there's just some stuff I started thinking about. I was like, hmm. And by the way, everything we've highlighted so far, I don't know that it, it hurts the film that much. Uh, everything that I've... But, 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 like, we've not really gotten to my main criticisms yet. Um, these are all much smaller. So, um, then we get a really, another awkward, uh, well, was there anything else you guys want to talk about in that scene? Uh, I don't think so, no. Nah. I didn't think the CGI on the wind looked too good here. Really? I thought it looked alright. I'll try and I show didn't mind it. it. I mean, I didn't look at it too closely, because it's mostly under the sand anyways. Hang on, I'll grab it. Oh, um, I'm not sure if I can. My eyes can decide if I think it's not great CGI or just it. It looks a certain way that's confusing me and making me think it looks bad. Um, the worm when it comes out near the end of the film, I thought looked fantastic. Yes. But this shot here, I'll, I'll just grab it up. Um, I'm not sure what's what, I, what I'm thinking. Have you guys got the stream up so you can see it as well? Yeah, I see it. I have the stream up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. I don't know. It didn't look very convincing to me, um, but like, it's not really a big problem or anything. I thought it looked fine. Yeah, I don't mind it. I I don't. I mean, I saw it today. I I, I didn't find it very distracting. I'd be curious what it looks like in four K. Yeah, this shot as well. Um, I wish I could give you more. Like the the surrounding rim and the edge, they look a little. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like. Muddy. <laughs> Graphically muddy. Uh... I know, it might be just maybe because of the sand effects and everything. Like, I, I, like, I legit don't think it looks bad. I think it looks I thought right. it looked fine. Like, it, when I watched it, I didn't... There was no feeling of like, oh, that looks weird. I, I, I think, just think it looks fine. 
It didn't. It didn't ruin any like the level of epicness for it. I just. I wondered. That's all. If if nobody else is seeing it, I'll just. I'll just be like, all right, fair enough. Because I haven't really got much else I can say about it. Because I'm not exactly CGI man. Hmm. Um. Yeah, they recovered from that, and he's like, this isn't fair. And then I think she basically says something like, it's not my place to be able to say I'll really do anything. That's my orders, bye-bye. It's like, thanks, you were really useful. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. saw it with your own eyes. Isn't that weird? It's like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> I feel like this is the latest point where the alarm should go off. Like, Fuck okay, yes. I think someone's being fucked here. <laughs> um... It's getting more blatant than this. Alright, so this scene I thought was a bit awkward. We, we're over to the Harkonnens, and I guess they're teaming up with the Sardukans? 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 I can't quite remember. Which are an elite fighting force from the Emperor. Like, alrighty. So this I'm scene... talk about the upside-down people that deleted the water. What is, what is there to say about that? <laughs> the upside-down people uh, getting I just something happened about... to them. This made me think about Rick and Morty with their M Morty shield. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, oh, oh. I just pointed out there is some throat singing. It's like, yeah, I'm just like, hmm. Um, so yeah, this this scene you get the point of this scene very quickly. Uh, we don't know what the Saduka are at all as an audience, but of course, all of these characters do. So, yeah. He's like, why does the Baron need us? The Harkonnen outnumber Atreides. And you're like, oh yeah, because this lines up with earlier when they said that they'll be getting like three battalions of Sarduka or whatever from the Emperor to help annihilate Atreides. Okay. But the Sarduka leads us like, Baron doesn't fucking need us. Why, why is this happening? And then, um, Polka Dot Man is like, well, the, the Atreides are pretty good. They've got, um, the Josh Brolin and... Duncan. Duncan, Idaho, yeah. Um, and in response to that, he's like, we are the Saduka. We fucking, the Emperor's Blades, we kill everything that stands in our way. And he's like, yeah, just, yeah, no. he says, just so. <laughs> Three battalions. And I think his response is like the, um, okay, you know, the Emperor wants it as the Emperor commands. And I was like, the fuck was that conversation for? Like, him being like, why do we gotta do this? And he's like, well, because they're strong. And he's like, we're stronger than anybody. Okay. Good, then it should be a walk in the park for you. And then Shut he says, up. yeah, as the Emperor <laughs> commands. You know what I mean? It's just like, so why did you even... What was what was any of that? Why did you say any of that? This is one of those weird expositions for the audience. Yeah, to me, it felt like an excuse to have him announce who the Sadaka are and why we should be afraid of them. Which, I feel like there's better ways of doing this. And that's, I, I guess, like, just... Dune has a couple of issues with getting its exposition across. Um, yeah, and then we get the scene where uh, where uh, Mr. Mr. Oscar Isaac's character seems to be resigned to the fact that he's probably going to die, which made me sad. I was like, why aren't you doing more things? Do stuff. Run. Won't die. I like you. Yeah, um, just preparing fully defenses, getting weird out, finding ways to, I don't know, complain more and, and tell people about this horrible situation. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he says, uh, will the Bene Gesserit protect Paul if anything should happen to him? And, um... I can't remember what she says. I think she's just like, don't be saying these things. Don't you worry about it. It's gonna be fine. 
Um, which leads us into the beginning of oh boy, where we start having what I think are major issues. So everyone's going to sleepy buys. Gonna have a nice night. It's pretty chill. Then the doctor uh, shoots three guards with his uh, little paralyzing dart thing. Oh, actually I actually have something before that already. <laughs> oh, if you want to, go ahead. Uh, so he goes around and gives all our characters pills, and I don't know why. And everyone's just like, oh yeah, pills, I'll take those to sleep. Maybe. Like, huh? Space jet lag? Were, were, they to, um, were they to knock them out? Because they wake up on the ship, don't they? Uh, yeah, I guess, but they all just accept the pills, even though oh, he's they a all doctor, said, I guess. oh, you're fine, you're fine. I don't, I don't, I don't, because it's funny you brought that up, because I remember seeing it, but I don't remember knowing anything about it, because I was like, I don't know. I mean, if, some, if someone would just give either. me pills, and it's like, why do you give me well, pills, he's... doctor? I don't want them. I mean, if your doctor and told you it's he's, important, he's doctor, sorry. Like, I can believe well, they, you... they think he's given them good pills or whatever. Okay, I just found it weird, like, even if my super duper doctor would just say, just put them on my table and just leave. It's like... Well, if he okay. said, I don't know, for the stress, it'll help you sleep better, I can believe they take him. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, then there's the, the three guards get shot with the dart things. So, yeah, that that is like, okay. Um, if you're security guards, you might want to have your shields on at all times. But okay. Well, I, I, unless mm -hmm. there's any reason that we have to assume that they can't have them on all the time, but I don't know if there's any indication that that's, that they need to. No, they 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 can they can have it on here. Yeah, as far problems. as I know, you can have it on I, like at all times. This whole thing that, is shielded from worms anyway, so there's no no worries about the worms or anything. Regardless, he knocks those three out, walks through the door, and shuts down all of the Atreides communication, oh, security, and power. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. That's not that seems absolutely insane that he would have any kind of access that could allow that to happen. Well, the system should be more compartmentalized. There shouldn't be, like, one place where you can take everything down. Yeah. And it shouldn't be able to be done without and it shouldn't be huge approval. It, it, yeah. You should probably have to have Leto's approval. There should be double-check, a triple-check, a quadruple-check system. You push the off button. <laughs> it's like, yeah... <laughs> Don't know about that. Um, because this Just reminds me of Captain Phasma lowering the shields on the Starkiller base. Like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be possible. Um, and red alert should be happening of some kind, right? Like, if you've done all of yeah. this. But I suppose the argument would just be, well, no, they've knocked out everything. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Now, I don't <laughs> want to... I don't want that not stressed because that makes the rest of the film happen, and it's huge. Yeah, it's 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 like consequently, this is incredibly important. The doctor just knocks everything off. It's like, blah, okay. And then, uh, by the way, because I didn't know Dune's story, so watching Oscar Isaac wake up and try and figure this out, I was like, please don't die, please don't die, please don't die. Don't just get <laughs> yeah. shot or something, please. And then he literally just gets and shot. He turns, <laughs> he turns on it. Well, he turns on his shield. Which, yeah, I, I was like, like okay, little... good, good, good. Yeah, smart, and then he, smart But man. then we see that there's a little, like, fly dart that can move slowly through the shield and yeah. paralyze him. Should we have and a conversation so about the shields like, now? Holy, yeah, yes. Holy yes. shit. Because that dart alone <laughs> destroys the use of the shield Dude, so just hard. Dude, 
make, make guns that shoot those darts. Like, yeah. <laughs> just make because... guns that shoot darts that slow down and penetrate the shield. Yeah. Well, so that's, that's the hot take, Chad. I don't know if you're ready for this, but I'm not impressed by Dune's combat shields when my argument would be... I think I even said this on a real BBC. Like, all you need to do is invent a gun that goes slow before it hits them, right? And if you want to tell me... Yeah. That tech doesn't exist. I'd be like, okay, fine, as long as you're consistent on that. But it does exist. Um, it does exist. Yeah. We see it. And we see it later in the film, too, with Duncan. Yeah. To the, so. to the point where if you have, let's say, um, a tri-shot gun, it just fires three of those darts at once in different locations, the person's fucked. So, yeah. people keep saying they did, but there is a battle scene later in the film where they all run at each other with swords. There's a so lot of scenes where they all run yeah. at each they other with swords. They don't use it as a wide scale- this should be wide scale weaponry. People shouldn't be using swords, they should be using guns that penetrate the shields. Yeah. Or alternatively, explosives. Because uh, I would presume that the shield is not going to save you from an explosion. Like, yeah. if it blows you away, you're going to have the internal damage from the shockwave and everything. Also, we have, I would presume that's We the have case. to counter this one. Someone just said, the way it works is if, like, a laser was to hit the shield, it'll call a nuclear it cause a nuclear explosion. That cannot what? be true. What? That can't be true in this... Wait, 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 wait. wait. So, you've got to be very clear about this, because book fans are about to get very angry, okay? That can't yeah, be fine. true in this movie, because they try to laser things in this movie that have shields. You can't tell me that they're aware that that will cause a nuclear explosion and they still do it. There's no way. And and if it does, dude, you're just going to develop tactics about blowing one person up with a nuclear explosion. Well, like, if ever you're going to lose a battle, just shoot yourself with a laser gun and cause a nuke and kill everybody. That was yeah. actually going to be the, the next argument I was going to bring up. So why not make a small craft that literally has yep. a shield that sets a laser on itself when it reaches the destination? Yeah. Yeah. So it's when you have it's, exactly, it's it's hyperspace ramming equivalent. Yeah, like, you cannot. Exactly. I can do this incredibly <laughs> crazy thing. We cannot allow that argument. It destroys everything. So we're just gonna keep that yeah. out. You, if it's in the book, yeah. go nuts. Uh, but that ain't in the movie, and I'm not having it in the movie because it fucks everything up. But it, yeah, um, I think the shields are completely ruined as soon as they establish Chemical weapons. Uh, well, yeah, we sh we're shown those are effective too. Yeah, so we should be using chemical weapons, like, wide-scale, um, instead of using swords. The thing that Star Wars gets away with is because of the Force that Jedi can use lightsabers. I think lightsabers wouldn't really be that popular. They would be because they're cool, but if you didn't have the Force, it's like lightsaber versus your average blaster. It's like, you have to be pretty fucking good at deflecting in order for this to work out. Um, and remember we saw the guy in Mandalorian with the shotgun, and we were like, Yay, that's what you're supposed to do to beat lightsabers, because that's like, makes it easy. Um, the soldiers all wear armor, slow projectiles are useless, but didn't Duncan? He almost got killed by Dart later in the film. Plenty of them don't uh, wear armor, and, and Duncan kills plenty of them that wear armor. And, oh, wait, so you're saying the armor can deflect the, the little darts, but they can't do anything against blades? Then put little explosives on the darts. Well, why not make, yeah, why not make armor that little... defends you against blades, too? It's a sci-fi world, yeah, it's in the future, right? Because they, they do have their swords, but they still get killed with... They have they have their uh, armor pieces, but the swords can still kill them. And, so yeah, um, just make like a little dart that slows down, and once it touches you, it explodes. And I was so going to say, yeah, it, that's exactly what I was going to say. You don't have to have it so that it simply darts them. You can make it do anything. As long as it gets through the shield first, which is the important part, and then if it explodes, like Freeny just said, you're fucked. Yeah. What I, I think the point is, you have the... 
we because we see in the film like when all of the soldiers go outside all of the ships are getting blown up yeah and my immediate thought is dude blow up the people on the ground unless they're meant to assume <laughs> yeah. well, the shields are so good I mean, do you remember that that's gonna save you one of the things they throw at one of their turret slash ships is a literal like nuke that slows down to get through shields first that's yeah, right and when i saw that i was like oh jeez, what like what we can make just, technology in the form of darts and explosives that can travel so that they can get through shields first, like... And then blow up. Oh, no. Yeah. Darts easily deflected unless shot in the back. What if you get shot by, like, It's not easily deflected. Once. Duncan takes a few seconds to get Duncan, rid of it. it's really hard. Yeah. yeah. It also, seems like Duncan, it's actually quite difficult. I remember Duncan gets shot a couple of times. For some reason, the other ones just deflect. And I don't but know, this one guys, doesn't. just think about it for like just, five seconds, okay? I shoot metal in his head, his shoulder, and his foot. While he's trying to deal with all three of those, I can just shoot him in the back. Or keep shooting him. As long as I have ten, he he's not making it. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, ultimately, it's like, and instead of, because, because, the, what, I think, what we're meant to assume about the way that this works is, because of the shields, they have to fight in, like, big battles with swords. Yeah. And clashes. But like, goddamn! If I if I can find a way to avoid that in this world, I'm gonna try very hard to avoid that. And to avoid that, I'm gonna make my darts that explode. I'm gonna have just explosives raining down on these people to blow them up. Or I'm gonna find like poison gas that I'm gonna use on a wide scale. Yeah. I want to avoid as best as possible having my dudes charge at each other and fight with swords. I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. If there are ways for me to get through these shields, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Like, mm -hmm. it it just doesn't make sense. Um, I, I the cool factor is through the roof, and I really do get it. Definitely and I, cool factor. And when yeah. it was like, first introduced, I was like, "That's cool," and I do think that works. I'm pretty sure. But then, um, the more I was thinking about it, like I said, as long as they don't show me a a, a gun form that can do the whole thing that's happening there, mm -hmm. but then they literally do, and I was like, "Nee." Yeah, this is what happens when Duncan shot with them. See? Takes a little bit of time there, and that guy, for some reason, I think yeah. that guy is shown trying to shoot him again and misses or something. But it's just like, wow, Duncan it was just, lucky that guy didn't do boom, 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 boom. You know? It just flop off. I think it gets shot twice more, and for some reason, they just fly away. The I'm, shield I'm protects sure the Baron from poison gas. I thought the reason why the shield works this way that it can go slow <laughs> is so that you can breathe. Well, it I definitely doesn't protect you from poison gas, and it doesn't. The Baron almost dies. He's he nearly dies. Yeah. Like you can it's argue on... it protects you more than not, but it still doesn't protect like. The idea being, Fringy's totally right here, okay? So if, if I release gas, I'm going to use metal again in my experiment. Metal's going, <laughs> wah, 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 with his knife coming at me. If I release gas on him, even if he has a shield, he's going, and <laughs> backing up, which is all yeah, I yeah. need. That's all I need, exactly. I like you, I like that you did that right after someone chat wrote, why is metal always a hypothetical target? It's like, I'm going to use metal again. <laughs> <laughs> Using the German. Uh, so yeah, if, I... I I just, the shields, combat, and then by extension, kind of warfare. I feel like there's a lot of things happening now that are kind of, mm, about this yeah. world. And, and why is it that the shield operates? Because if the reason why the shield works this way is so that you can breathe, you should just make it so that everybody has like a little tube that goes out of the shield that they can breathe in. Yeah, or like I think that's worth tank. being able to block everything. Because yeah. if, if, yeah, exactly. If what? your option is to be able to block everything, just find a workaround for them to breathe. Give them we should probably... tanks, maybe make a. A little hole in the shield somewhere that's really hard to access and is not known. Like maybe it's random. The hole randomly moves around so that nobody knows where it is. So yeah, you can breathe. 
I was just going to say, um, to clarify, because we've been told that according to the books, this isn't really in the film, the reason the shields work this way is to allow oxygen through to let you breathe. And it's like, there are other ways you can do that. Yeah. That but don't you compromise your shield. Make a shot rather than, hey, you can move your sword slow and then kill people with it. It's like, man, no. No. Yeah, I'm, well, so if you're offered me, it's like, you have to have an oxygen tank that refills once per day or something versus... You have to be vulnerable to knives, swords, and dart guns. I'd be like, fuck that, I'll take the first one. Mm -hmm. Apparently you wouldn't be able to move if it didn't work this way, but that doesn't make sense, because you're running pretty fast with those shields on. Oh yeah, I'd like How to hear the argument sense? for that. You can, you can move really fast while running with your shields. The shields don't prevent you from moving fast. So why would you not be able to move? Apparently yeah. you can adjust it on your shields, like you can adjust the velocity or something. Hmm. Uh, but also, I'd rather block all sound and not be vulnerable to getting stabbed. Yeah. Again, I just don't know why everyone doesn't have rifles that are equipped with all these options to knock down shields instead of what appears to be opting in for close combat, which, um... Chat, maybe you can help me out with this one? Let's look at this moment, I was talking to Fringy about it, I think, yesterday or so. Um, Josh Brolin is, like, leading a bunch of people, and he, for some reason there's two bad guys who turn up first. Um, and if you look here, boom, and dead. They're both dead. Didn't look like they had shields. It doesn't no, look they didn't like have. they have shields. I don't know why. That, I, I noticed that too today. I, I was confused by it. And then I'm just like, wh why? You know? <laughs> Again, am I to believe that if these ships blasted rockets as all of Josh Brolin's dudes running here, that that wouldn't do anything? They'd just be perfectly fine? Really? No way. There's no way. Just because you have the shield, it's not going to save you. I don't know why you. oxygen can get through, poison can get through, but fire can't. But fire can't. Does the fire move too quickly? Might have forgotten but to put the effect in. What it's really windy? Might be. What if you go to a planet where it's really windy? Does the air, like, not get through? Yeah, uh, hmm, um, and just seeing them all as, like, the army, the Atreides army, just not even, they don't even have their armor, I don't even know if they have their shields, they're just running out there to the Sadukar army, and I'm like, guys, what are you doing? And of course, Again, this, this tactics. Josh Brolin is probably going to turn up in Dune 2, but, like, I don't know that he should be, he should probably be dead. Well, he should be dead, <laughs> yeah, but we didn't see him die, so I think it's safe to assume that he's Maybe he gets alive. captured, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but Explosion yeah. Explosion shockwaves move faster than the wind. So, what is the cutoff then for how fast things need to move that they get blocked? If, like, moving the sword slowly through the shield, like, I don't. Does it change depending on whether it's a, like, a, a sword versus a dart versus, like, wind versus fire? They were ambushed in the middle of the night. Ha ha ha. I mean, still want to grab You can shield. grab a shield, bro. Yeah. <laughs> It's like legitimately like a little bracelet you put on your yeah. arm. And I imagine that's the kind of thing yeah. you keep on your fucking bedside table. Like, you probably not take it off. Especially if you're <laughs> especially like an if... army member and that's your whole thing. Yeah. That shield is as important as like a, a wristwatch, you know? You, you keep it with you all the time. I would. <laughs> like, yeah. Given how valuable it seems to be. 
Especially um, after I saw someone being bricked in a wall for six weeks. Like, there might be more. I'm going to keep my shield. Fuck that. All explain, Dude, uh, uh, did you just get here? All explained in the books. We haven't read the books. <laughs> and we don't need to read the books to watch the movie. There was nothing that We're indicated not. that. And there's no reason why that would be the standard. There's a difference between us highlighting, well, what's House Harumble Dumble doing? And it's like, well, they're not in the film. And you're like, yes, but they have to be explained, right? It's like, you can go look at law for that if you want to know what House Harumble Dumble are doing. We're talking specifically about things that, like, control the stakes of this story. Why aren't they in this film? That's, that's our There are better holes to die on than the shields. Dude, like, this is, like, the most uh, important part of the film, this battle. Like, everything that happens here with him getting killed with the, the thing that flies through the shield and paralyzes him. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is a like, pretty major how hill. How is not important? This is huge. Yeah, it's super important. Uh, and did, did we mention that the, the dart he gets shot at in the back moves with his shield? Because I'm pretty sure he turns around at some point and that thing just stays on his back. Yeah, there's an... I'm not sure how that attack works. And I was wondering, you know if he was to try and go, like, put his back against the wall and try and angle it and then rub it, do you think it would knock it? Or, would, like, I don't Maybe. know how that, I don't know what would happen. What if you would spin... Like, like, legit just spin around and deactivate your shield, try to make it fly in the other direction or something. Oh, and... You know what I mean? Someone's <laughs> like, highlighting is like, but we've referenced the books. Like, the only time I've referenced the book is just a source of ideas. It's like, for example... Stop arguing with the weakest arguments in chat. I want you, specifically you, to post the argument. I'll be looking for it. <laughs> Get wrecked. No, it gets <laughs> annoying when it's like, oh, you're reading the, the worst ones. It's like, dude, there's a lot of them coming through all at once, and some people just say you're wrong without putting in the argument itself. I just like the idea he that he's called shit. everyone else's argument shit, and they're all like, hey, what the fuck? Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I remember when I was talking about this, there were people talking in my chat about the shields quite a bit, and I didn't even pick up on it that much. I was just confused by the shields. So I can see that's like a big con contentious thingy to talk about. Um, someone said they can easily like frame the Fremen because of the, they're using knives. Like, from what I gather, the Sadukar use knives as well, just in general. Like everybody uses blades. Yeah, which is part of our issue. Um, so next up, the doctor explains he's going to replace his uh, Leto's back tooth with one that if he crushes, it'll uh, it'll do poison stuff. And I was just like, man, I'm, again, I'm willing to just sort of hand wave it because sci-fi, but like, imagine the pain of having like someone try to dig in a tooth into the back <laughs> of your mouth to make it stay there, ready to be bitten. Yeah, he did that very quickly as well because the the enemy soldiers were just around. I don't know corner. why they didn't just have it be that he's like, I'm putting this in your mouth, crunch it. At the best time, just hide it under your tongue or whatever. But he's like, no, I'm yeah. gonna replace a tooth. It's like, oh, <laughs> like, okay. that's gonna fucking hit. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> um, and yeah, the the doctor has done all this stuff. And by the way, I don't know about you two, but I was just like, fuck, I barely even knew who this character was. What's going on? It's just like he has my wife, and he's tearing her apart like a doll. And he said that we mm. can go free if I do all this. And I was like, oh, all right then. Yeah. You've got a lot of people are dead because of you. <laughs> there's there's yeah, a lot dick. to say about that. Um, very much subjective, but it's really unsatisfying to me. Um, all of this is happening because a character that I barely know has someone he loves captured and has therefore done all of this for the Baron Harkonnen. It's like, okay. Um, been nice to have known this character at all, or who that person was. 
or where she sits in terms of like I'm guessing her disappearance didn't matter to literally anybody except the doctor and so nobody noticed and that he didn't well, try we no that wasn't a thing that was like mentioned at any point yeah, earlier just... in the film right it's just, it just a thing that's, moment. yeah. Um, and I, I've heard from a couple of friends of mine that, his name's Dr. Yue, right? Um, mm -hmm. Apparently he has a much better role in, in the book that's further okay. explained. It's like, I, I'm not surprised at all because it, it, it almost feels like they, they forgot he existed in this film until he was... Because he checks on Paul's vitals twice in this movie before this, but, like, he's no more a character than a fucking droid at that point just doing a medical check. It's just like, okay. <laughs> like someone said, it's not about him. <laughs> yes, the movie's about Paul, I understand that. Uh, anyway, so that's all happening, and at least now we know why. And then uh, we find out that uh, our uh, Paul and his mum are on are being, being kidnapped by some spooky Harkonnens getting taken into the desert. And I think uh, from what we heard earlier from the Baron... The plan is to just drop them into the desert so that they can die there. Uh, so they didn't directly kill them, they just dropped them into the desert with no supplies, which is entirely different. I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know how that doesn't really violate the better Jesuits. You didn't post the best argument, my dude! Oh, you God. just ignored it and moved on! Alright, let's, uh, <laughs> let's just press onward. You're pissing for you off, chat. Do you want to do that? Do you? Anyway, uh, Duncan then kills a whole bunch of Harkonnens and jumps into a ship. Because they're all afraid of him. <laughs> this... Because he's, he's so good at sword fighting, though. I, I was like, okay. But this falls apart very quickly for two major reasons. First one is that for some reason it takes them ages to attack this ship when they're all very aware of it. And then that laser tries to get him. His shields protect him from like, I have some a rocket. Now. Go ahead. Now I'm thinking about it. So if you had, if you were in like the Firefly and that gets blown up, but you've got your shields on, what happens to you? Probably die. No, but explosions don't do anything to you. Would you just, so you'd, so, oh man, now- Oh wait, oh, wait, wait when you're in, wait, okay, so me, if I you're, think I if you're in if you're the in ship the... and it blo if you're in the ship, and the ship shields aren't on, but your personal shields are on, and then oh, it okay, gets okay, blown okay. up, what happens to you? Uh, I guess oh, you're fine, but I was about to ask what happens if you fall really fast and far, does the shield... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's, that's the immediate thing I'm thinking about, well, what happens when you fall? Like, does the shield save you? I don't know. Or do you die? What happens when you hit the ground? What happens to your body? Because mm -hmm. that, when we get an answer to that, that tells us a lot about how the shields work in terms of force. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure. Let's, let's see. Let's see. See what chat might say, yeah. Uh, this also, I just found the laser funny. It's like tearing up the entire place around him, it just can't hit him. I was just like, damn, bro. <laughs> if only that shield had fired, like, when this shit was happening, but I guess they had to... I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just i also amused by the idea Okay, so, it... a lot of the answers are that you would turn to mush. So that would just be my argument for the force of an explosion hitting you. So you should use explosions and explosives in your army. If that's yeah. how the shield, if that's how it works, if the force is absorbed by the shield, but like you and the body in it gets turned to mush, use explosions on people, and then you—that's how you fight. You don't fight with swords. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Duncan gets out. We're gonna come back to that real soon because 
Oh boy. Um, so the, the, the Baron is just prepping, and then we, we basically get, like, we go back and forth between the Baron and uh, our uh, Paul and his mum. And so I think we should probably just do them one at a time instead of going back and forth. So they've put um, a gag on the mum because they're aware of the Bene Gesserit voice thing, which is good because mm -hmm. I think they should be. That's an, she's an incredible weapon that she's, of course, going to take advantage of. They are unaware that Paul knows how to use it. And I was like, well, so doesn't uh, doesn't Queen Bitch know about this? The, the boss of the Bene Gesserit people, she knew that Paul had been trained in the way, so shouldn't they have a gag on him as well? I uh, guess, sorry, yeah. Again. Seems like they probably should. Well, might as well, right? What's the harm in it? I thought, because... Oh, yeah, because yeah, she, she knows that he's got access to power and, and all that stuff. She didn't tell them. It's like, yeah, but shouldn't she have? I don't know. Okay. It was a little bit strange. And then she establishes the mum that one of these Harkonnens is deaf. And I was like, wow, that'll be useful because he will be able to hear you using the voice on his fucking friend if you do it that way. So nice. I didn't even catch that. Well, because uh, otherwise they'd be screwed, right? They'd be fucked. Like <laughs> <laughs> if you're so, so just to clarify for anybody who's like, huh? So the mind trick thing, um Paul is struggling to get it right, but he gets he gets it out to let's let's call it um Harkonnen one, two, and three, three being the pilot, two being deaf boy, one being main guy. So she mm -hmm. he says to the main one, un uh, ungag my mother. And so he does, and then she says, Kill uh fucking Harkonnen two, which is the deaf one. And then he he just slices the throat of Harkonnen too and knocks him out of the ship. And that wouldn't have been able to happen that way if that guy wasn't deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have been screwed. Because he would have overheard it. But I still yeah. found that odd that the pilot doesn't hear any of this. I think we're just supposed to assume that it's this just too loud. But he's like right next to him. So I just I, it's logistically I was just struggling with this. Like what? And it's only once the guy falls out that the pilot is like, wait a minute, what's going on back there? And um, he puts his hand over uh, Paul's mum's mouth, and she manages to bite it. And I was like, man, she must have a strong bite to make it so that he has to remove his hand. But it's, it's fine. Um, though, like, Paul, th this part, you guys are going to have to get up your own copies of this if you really want to see it, because it was just bizarre to me. Um, Paul, like, puts his legs on Harkonnen 1, and makes him, like, trip mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. And then if you count from then until he's killed, he's just sort of on the floor for ages, just doing nothing. At least in movie time. Like, like uh, it, if you start thinking about all the things you could do if you were him. It's like, Paul, like, like, knocks him down, he's down, and then she stops Guy from stabbing him. He's just like, oh boy, I'm on the floor. I am on the floor right now. Oof. I need to get up eventually, but I am just on the floor. Oh man, that floor, I'm just right on it. And then she goes over <laughs> and kills him. And I was like, oh. All Paul did was make him so that he fell. And it's like he's been knocked out. Um, it's a very strange scene. And the thing is, when I first watched it, I really liked it. I thought the voice was really creepy. And I like the way that she mm. is so quick to just have them fucking kill themselves in front of her. Like, damn. Um, I like I said, this is, so was it, this is actually nitpicky. Just like... It is, this is just plot armor. This is how it works. We highlight it and everything. How is this? 
if if this hadn't played out this way, they'd be dead, and the story would you, be over. You've got to remember, nitpick is valid but small. When people's lives are saved, it cannot be considered small. Unless you think it's a nitpick that the, the knife disappeared in TLJ. If you think that's a nitpick, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, the flow of the scene for me was just, it was just a little bit off. It needs tweaking to get everything right, but I also just hate the fact that one of them was deaf. That was so, like, <laughs> just, okay. Um, so then they announced something. The Harkonnens were aware that they took this ship, and so they remotely turn it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I want, I I'm, I'm waiting for one of you to brainwave. Say it one more time. The Harkonnens are aware that that ship has just been taken by them too, and so they remotely turn it off. Yeah, instead of Man. Like, blowing it up or something. That's not what I was aiming for? I'm aiming for something so else? The, the okay. fact that you can remotely... Man, it might... So if you know where it is, you track it immediately. Someone in chat's together. got it. Oh, and then Duncan. Duncan's ship should have been turned off. Yeah. Why wasn't it turned off? Oh, man. Maybe that... Mm, I'm, just, I'm just shooting the Whoa. shit here. Maybe it's one of... There was one of their Thopters and not one of the Harkin ones. Maybe. I don't know that Maybe. we can really argue that. <laughs> I, uh, it seems That's like it, it looked like it was literally theirs. Like they arrived on it. Yeah. Okay. Man, and if they it, did that, that's also like think the of end the of damage. The movie. Yeah, that does to the storyline if Duncan's ship <laughs> was turned off. Or, man, yikes! Mm. Uh, well, someone said it's Duncan's ship. I mean, you Is can it? you can try to to make this make sense, but it seems to me that all of the thopters here belong to here. Like this, they, they are. In which case, then they should all be under the control of whoever is in control of the city. Which seems to be the Harkonnens. Um, and to be fair, even if, like, why can't they track them? If they're yeah. all on some kind of system? Correct me if I'm which... wrong. Did, didn't this Thopter, where the, the two were in, didn't they have, like, an extra device on top of the, of the other things? Of the electronics? Maybe they prepped this one especially for it? Specifically so that it could be turned off? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know what... Like, the... It's, it, it's, it's weird. That's just in my mind right now. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I have to pop up my copy, because I'm not sure. It seemed to me uh, that they're just both... Are they called Thopters? I like that name. Well, at least the, 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 they call the two-seater there, and later on, when they go into the storm, they call, they call the Thopter. Thopter. If they disable the ship, the tracker turns off too. Do they do they leverage the tracker on Duncan? Was that was that what they Wait, leveraged I'm, to find them out? I'm the sorry, desert? is that true? If you disable the ship, you can no longer track it because that is fucking retarded. Well, why? Yeah, why would that be the thing? You can turn it off, but now you don't know where it is. <laughs> why wouldn't it be you just disable controls, not you literally make it so it can't emit any signals? Omnithopter. Yeah. Here, I mean, uh, that thing on top there. Maybe that's especially for that? I, I don't know. Or is that just a, a microphone for... Well, so if you... Would, <laughs> I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know that that's going to help much, is it? Like, arguing this particular Thopter just had something on it that made it so you can disable it at a distance at will. So it's like, oh, okay. 
Well, you decided to why track it to go there and kill to them? get them. That's gonna be my next criticism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I'm just trying to make sense of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at both thopters. They look they look relatively the same. I don't know why we would assume that they have the power to turn off theirs but not turn off Duncan's. It's like that's fucking weird. Um, and they also don't even chase Duncan. Apparently, maybe he's just that good. Um, but then they also can't track him, and they also can't track, uh, they can turn them but off remotely, but they can't track him. Because people are saying that they did track him later in the film to find, uh, uh, when they were hiding out in that little desert place. Is, is that what they did? I, I don't know, well, I didn't think that's what they did. Because that just confirms that- I just thought that- I thought they just found them. I mean, because if they want to use that as a defense, that just makes this part much worse. Because that confirms that they had yeah, all that, uh, that tracking. They, they have the capacity the to track off. them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, it's uh, it is blurry on on Duncan's ship, but there's definitely something on his ship there on the on the left side as well, right above the lights. Yeah. To me, you know I think I mean? the the best you can do is try and rationalize it desperately to make this make some sense. They were very sense. busy fighting, but they weren't busy enough when Paul and his mom, they got them. They disabled them straight away. And that was around the same time that this was all happening. And Duncan Idaho is known as like the greatest fighter in the universe. Yeah, he's, he's a really important guy. Like to the point where they fear to get near him. It's like, come on, that's someone you want to stop. And yeah, um, I guess I was going to follow up, like I said, with the, once they land and it's disabled, they don't go that far to set up their tent. And it's like, man, if someone just came... They can't kill them directly. Yes, they can't kill them directly, but you don't want them just running them. around. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and yeah, it was that was the immediate thought I had as well. You didn't move that far away from the, the, the ship, so why isn't anybody coming to get you? Yeah, that felt awkward too, because um, I was just like... You guys need to run. They're gonna find you eventually, and it's like, no, it's fine. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the whole scene with uh, between the Baron and um, Leto, I, I I like. Uh, uh huh. I don't. I don't think I took any issue with it. You guys? No, I I like that scene. No. I love... made him come closer, which made sense. Yeah. So he can possibly get the biggest effect of the poison. Uh, and yeah. then, yeah, the shield protected it. That's the only thing that I'm a little bit iffy on, but, like, I really love uh, Stellan Skarsgård's performance. Yeah, he's great. Mm -hmm. uh, awesome. I really hope he... Cool he said character. he was 50-50 on returning to play the Baron again. Oh, it's like, nah, fuck, please, on, please, please, please come back. <laughs> no, it was good come as on back. I also like that he put on his shield before it went in, just in case he, he's, like, playing well, yeah, awesome. That... I think in a stab him or something. In a sense, you could argue that uh, Lita was trying to get him to get close to make sure he nailed it, and then by doing that, he's made it so that he probably couldn't can't kill him when he could have. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's there's an that interesting, interesting to think of. Yeah. yeah, I think that works relatively well. I I thought it was funny when he was like, you know, you promised you'd get me my wife back, and he's like, I promised I would you you'd be with her that she would be set free, and I was like, oh yeah, dude, if he like, said yeah. that to you, you should have thought. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ask for clarifications, you know? What do you mean by set free? Do you mean physically? <laughs> in a certain sense, it's like, no, in the literal sense. <laughs> like, it's not what's happening. Uh, Alright. So he kills the doctor, and he's, he's like, haha, we win. Other people. 
And then uh, Leto says, I think his last line is, here I am, here I remain, I think is what he says. Yes. Which seems like a parallel to what happens at the end of the movie. Yeah, um, and it just, it's just, it's it, like, yeah, I'm, I'm here now, you know. And it's just a strong line for him to deliver to the person that probably facilitated the, his family, because he tells him that his son and his uh, wife, are, well, not wife, he says, uh, your concubine or something like that. Mm -hmm. They didn't get married, but, um, yeah. So then, um, yeah, uh, Oscar Isaacs dies, but he crushes oh. the tooth and poisons oh. everyone in the room. And you're like, yay, at least he did that. you got him. No, oh, boo, I didn't want him to die. Boo. I didn't want him to die either. I didn't want him to die either, yeah. And they are cousins, yeah, apparently. Because uh, he calls him cousin. Uh... Phil is a little awkward, like, Doug at Idaho lads next to, uh, the ambassador lady, and he's like, mm -hmm. this fucking, all this is bullshit, and she's like, uh-huh, whatever, then he's like, the emperor pretty much wanted us to die, and she's like, uh, uh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, hmm. But then, uh, she actually goes into, like, full help mode for this team. I don't know if it's, like, a little bit out of guilt, or because she believes in the prophecy, but, um... She seems to be giving more of a shit now, which is neat. About our good guys. Because mm -hmm. Harkonnen's a bad guy, okay? Pretty obvious. Um, see, I was gonna ask, because I guess I... I might have missed this detail. I meant to look over the scene, because I didn't get it. How did Duncan find them? I don't uh, Find who? Duncan found Paul. our team, Paul and, and Mum. Yeah, he found them. I think Dr. Yui put a tracker inside the uh, the Frem kid. I think they say oh, that. Right. It's like, oh, I have a tracker. And right before they leave the tent, it starts beeping. So they knew someone was near. Okay. Um, did, did, was Duncan aware of that? Or, uh... I, I guess it sent, like, sent who out told like him? A, emergency thing maybe i don't i don't know how it works that's all they say it's like a tracker and they say oh someone is near let's get out because my immediate thought was like what it's what if it's a bad guy because if there's a tracker that can make it so that people can find them what stops the harkonnens from finding them yeah that's what i was trying to say yeah 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 because i was unclear on that um someone said it's in a treaty speaking that could be i'm i'm not i don't have the the exact dialogue in my mind. Uh, it could be a specific beacon for treatise people. Like there could be. I can see that being a thing. So did Doctor Yue? Did he tell Duncan about this? Uh, no, I don't think that. I think so they just Duncan would think, have had to have figured it out on his own then. Yeah, I, <laughs> that would be very bad if you okay, would have told him, I'm about to fuck this whole planet up. Also, here's a beacon. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? First of all, you don't have to use caps lock, right? You're going to be fine. But secondly, only Atreides can tune into that signal. What are you talking about? What does about? that mean? Only they can tune That doesn't make it. any sense at all. know what the frequency is, or that... What does that mean? Let's see. Specific, let's see what the answer will be. Uh... I'm just looking at this scene with subtitles. When he, so apparently, Dr. Yui left book, the thing and uh, Yui sent something to them, but the movie doesn't. But no. uh, yeah, okay. Here, I have the dialogue. If anyone, so Dr. Yui put a put a little letter inside of the 
the kid and it says mm -hmm. if anyone makes it out of Arakina alive, there's an Atreides speaking in the Frem kid. But I, I, that's just the same thing that we. So th there is a beacon that is an Atreides beacon, so only they can find it. Yeah, I guess that's what the, we're trying to say. It's All like a right, then. That only Atreides uses. That's that's what okay. I think they they meant with that. That's one of those. It would be really bad if when they siege that city that there was any information that could help them figure out like yeah. level sub communication with the Atreides beacons or yeah. anything. It's the lucky Doctor Yue didn't tell him anything about that or anybody else under threat of his wife being killed and stuff. I don't know. Fine, that just it's not very impressive. Okay. To me, it's, a, it's a bit. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, I. I don't know. It's it's something. It's not great, but it's better than nothing. I'll give you that. They say it's an Atreides beacon, so I yeah, can... I know that radios have various frequencies, but like if people can figure that stuff out, that's a concern always, right? Like, the people could figure out what the frequency is and then find out what you're communicating. For sure, yeah. Um, Unless that's not possible. <laughs> so then you realize we're at an hour and 42 minutes. So you're like, oh boy, we've got not a huge amount of film left. Uh, also, maybe we should mention in between Rex lost power and we don't know when he's yeah. getting oh, it back. Oh, by the way, now, help me out. So UA knew he would be betrayed. He was trying to double-cross the Harkonnen. Man, if if he knew he was being what? betrayed, why the hell did he help? Why? I don't why think did that's he true. Betray them then, but if he knew I, if he knew I, that he was being betrayed, why did he then betray the uh his house? My impression is that he thought her Harkonnens would come through on the deal, and that he could also kill them. I don't. I didn't get the impression right. that he thought I'm gonna yeah. get screwed over and killed. Hopefully, I can kill them. Because then, why would he go through with the, what Frank just yeah, said? Yeah, I. I I had always presumed that it was like a contingency to try and save as much of the the the, the house as he could, or at mm -hmm. least like what what little he could by saving Paul. Then uh then that would that would get them out. Everyone's saying he knew. Then why did he do what he did? Why did he betray them then? Because like if so to clarify, chat if I know that Baron Harkonnen is going to kill my wife and me, then I'm not going to betray the house. What would be the point? Yeah. No choice? Because he had a sliver of hope, and he'll leverage that sliver of hope to destroy Against the entire house, Atreides? Damn, yeah. what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's kind of a piece of shit anyway, to be fair. Well, he... in any case, yeah, leveraging one life for, like, that many? God damn. Not to say that someone wouldn't do it, it's just that I, it would have been nice oh, to have just... fucking heard him think yeah. about it. Talk to mm -hmm. someone about mm -hmm. it. like it... He doesn't care about a trade, it's clearly he does, because he <laughs> went to a lot of effort to try and save Paul and his mum. Yeah, he definitely cares about him. Um, this is the problem, like, uh, with him having so little flesh, he's just a plot device. He's just a creature that exists to be able to make something happen, and that's it. Um, yeah. And I know people are going to be mad, like, the book, and it's like, yeah, I know, but they didn't do that in the film. And I've heard people who like the book complain about UA in the film, so that all lines up as far as I can tell. Okay. <clears throat> I'm in the weeds here, what are you even talking about? If you want to rewind, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that topic is, uh, we're good. Move on to the next one, uh, which you is... Repeat all of the things you just said. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, was, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to help you out. Uh, but we'll move on to the next topic. Here we go. So, uh, Duncan 
ambassador Paul and Mum all go to a bit of a sanctuary. I think she says it was a building that was meant to like help, uh, maybe make water or oxygen or something like that on on this planet. I don't quite remember. Either way, as they're talking, uh, the Harkonnens attack, and um. I don't know, I, I I was already just like surprised when they come down, the um our good guys have hidden under the sand and then like ambush them. Uh but they still all lose. They still all die, yeah. And I was <laughs> I like, oh. Because honestly the way they film it, it makes you think like, oh, they're gonna dominate, and it's like, no, they lost. Yeah, like, I oh. thought so too. Um but then they all came after Duncan. And it's like, oh I guess they're all dead. Okay. And Duncan kills like fucking fifteen of them. <laughs> Something yeah, like that's a lot of them. Uh, he gets a lot of he them. Goes on the rampage, that, and that dark caused him a little bit of difficulty. Um but then he blocks it. But if there were a couple more he probably would have been dead. Yeah. But, um, um he, he he keeps the fighting, you know. One thing I thought again though was just like, man, explosives. Like the way that you see these lads come down, there's like twenty of them in just one small amount of space, like, oh a grenade be wonderful here or get yeah. poison grenade no, or no but dude people still insist that explosives aren't going to work okay but we know gas works we can do that yeah like by the way i don't believe explosions sure. don't work but if you're not going to give that up then fine we'll use gas yeah we still have um, we, 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 we have dots. a lot of options to get through yeah. those shields already uh, but yeah, um, I guess there's very limited supplies here, because, like, they don't really make much of a defense other than that ambush attack, and then they all get killed. And so, Duncan then re I, I think we'll summarize the scene first, and then we'll go back through it with pieces. Um, Gas isn't gonna work on steeled suits. How do they breathe? Or do they have a filter in there, in there to protect them from gas, specifically? Wait, gas won't is, work is on those gas, suits? Is gas an actual concern in this world? Because we never see gas used. Do they make the suits specifically to filter out, like, poisonous gas because that isn't a real concern in this universe? Because if it is, then you should have been using gases on, uh, on them when you attacked. Yeah, instead of I, sending your guys on the ground to fight with swords. I thought these suits were just, uh, just a variation of the still suits to help them survive in the land of Dune, not that it defended them so from too, poison yeah. gas. We never There's see a gas that... Filter. Is that... Is, is, a is there a Space Geneva Convention in this universe? <laughs> <laughs> is there? <laughs> um, so anyway, like, like I was expecting more defenses and stuff in this place, but they apparently were very limited. This was very quick, so it's just like, okay. Uh, anyway, Duncan decides he's going to lock the door behind him uh, and defend while they escape, giving them time. Now, I like a sacrificial moment much as everyone. They're awesome. Especially if they're, like, very much in character. But it was a little bit awkward, though, that him doing it without, like, going over it with them first means that all the time he buys for them is basically spent by them trying to get to him. Um, it's just like, that's a little bit awkward, but it's still okay, because he still managed to nail it. But then there's this weird part with, um, a laser that comes through, and, like, yeah, god so damn, this, that laser's cut through. Like, this laser, <laughs> they're all terrified of it, and I was like, do they not have shields at this point, and do the shields not defend a laser? Or do the shields not protect you against that laser? Because if so, man... Maybe make a rifle out of that? 
Let's make him. Again, yeah. I, I don't want someone in chat telling me that, that lasers plus shield equals nuclear explosion, okay? That's not. We're not having that. That doesn't make any fucking and sense at all. And if that's the case, are these guys not at all concerned about that? I mean, I, I don't they're know. They're firing the laser. They, are they not worried that somebody in there might be like, ah, you don't know screw it, and then turns on his thing? And just People are saying shield plus laser equals nuke. We can't have that rule. It destroys the entire world. We can't have shield plus laser equals nuke. Or maybe the rule is laser plus nuke equals shield. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said a chat. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, that's. That's happening, and there's this just this this part where like, the, so to open this the safe door, the safe room exit, you have to do it like on the right side of the room, but the door is on the left side, or something, because they all move to the right side of the room, and then the laser comes in, and so it locks them on the right side of the room. And I was like, what the fuck were you doing over there anyway? And none of them think to jump over the but laser or to duck under it. Crawl? Yeah. Exactly. Like this is every second you waste guarantees your death. They are so lucky that Duncan wasn't executed and just punched. He's Duncan Idaho, and they decided we will punch him and hope he stays down. So fucking lucky. Because if they had stabbed him in the face, then they wouldn't have moved because of the laser, then they would have died. Like, it's really odd, this scene, uh, to me. It, mm -hmm. it blows my mind you can't just jump over the fucking laser. You can even see the shape that they had. It seems doing. like it was just Duncan's last stand, right? Well, it, it, an opportunity to save him. It seems to me it was a cool scene where we get to see Jason Momoa fight a whole bunch of people in a row yeah, to save. Having a sword in him. And it's just like, oh, we needed to tweak a bunch of this, though, just to make it yeah. better. Like I said, a lot of time is spent just banging on the door being like, Duncan, no! And it's just like, oh, you wasted all the time he's buying you guys. Duncan, but I know that you'd be like, well, no. it's in character, right? And it's like, well, yeah, but I just think the laser stuff is silly. Um, yeah, uh, you know, other than that, I, I liked watching that fight. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, I think if you were to go hyper, like, throne room level inspection on this, I think the swords are moving too fast at certain points to be able to kill people. Um, yeah, that's, that's something I notice in general when there's, like, a a fight with lots of people. I think it's just for just for the actors and the in, in the scenes, just hard to traverse that they actually slow down. Like all we have is the indi the indicator that it turns blue or red. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what that really looks like in this world. You know, with the fighting, yeah. in terms of like slowing down with the swords. I, I think mean, it I worked really well when Duncan was fighting alone in the base. Mm -hmm. Probably really hard to choreograph. Yeah, I think you because like, I think you, you you could tell pretty well there, but here in this scene especially, like he moves really quickly. I don't see him uh, slowing down sometimes. Yeah, I'm trying to show too, too fast chat as well, but we got copyright mm -hmm. being a big bitch here. But yeah. if you if you watch the first strike in particular, it seems like surely that's too fast to be able to kill him, but it shows red on the shield. So I. Man, I'm still thinking about that Space Geneva Convention thing. So, like, Wait, what? in terms of... Well, so, because people keep talking about the Space Geneva Convention in terms <laughs> of, like, basically that it, it, it prohibits, like, the use of chemical weapons in this world and then also stuff to do with nukes, like, nukes are banned too. Now, none of this is in the film, but I guess, yeah. like, running with that concept, part of the... 
So, like, the problem is that when you present people with the only alternative is you need to fight with swords, I question how willingly people would accept these conditions. Um, mm -hmm. Like, if you're told, okay, so this shield technology means that your only options to reasonably fight them are all things that, you know, are, like, really bad or dangerous, like nukes, chemical weapons, and things like that. So your only other option is to fight with swords. I don't know how willingly in this world <clears throat> they would accept those rules. Yeah. You'd be like, man, either we need to find a workaround with guns, like again, the little things where you're shooting and oh, it slows down, and then explosion, or you would you would probably like either change those rules or defy those rules. It doesn't even need to. to me. It doesn't even need to dart them or explode. The fact that you fire that and it makes the shield for a moment breach, you can then stab them in where it's breaching, right? You could you could also do that, yeah. Like it, to me, it just um, seems like an invaluable element of technology. You would want the little dart thing. Mm-hmm. But only because um, the Sarduka people seem to have them. They're attached to their wrists or something. It's like, but none of them really use it. And uh, I, I see also because the point that gets brought up is what would be expensive to make stuff like that. Is it not expensive to make the shields too? Are the shields really cheap? Well, and the armor, they're still suits, right? They got to be expensive. The still suits, the 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 ships, and all of those, like that equipment. And if, if you're like, and and also, there's a question of like, maybe it'd be worthwhile to front that cost rather than to have more people with swords. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. you don't need to have all of these soldiers because I mean, you look at wars now. We usually have like less soldiers on the battlefield than we did before. Because, like, it's more smaller scale, like, skirmishes and stuff like that, and the equipment as well. Um, you would maybe make the trade of, like, you know what, less guys with swords, more guys with dart guns that explode. Um, oh, and apparently, what, no computers? What? Are there no computers in this world? Ow. Uh, Wait, how what, do what? they... What, what is it... What do, you, what do you mean, no computers? They have, like... All the tech they have, there's, but there's no computers? The... Computers are banned. Uh, okay. What? That's weird. No, no AI or computers. What? So everything is analog. But there's AI in all of their ships, right? There's gotta be. Or is there not? Is it, like, is autopilot banned? That's basic Dune lore. I don't remember seeing that like in this Basic film. Dune lore's not in the film. I don't know fuck all about Dune. Stop it. <laughs> I do I watch the, the movie. Get penalized because we watched the movie and that was our first exposure to Dune. Yeah. No AI. Man, imagine penalizing all these people for not having read Hill House, huh? Their space travel is based on the people who can see the future. What does that mean? Well, that I, I know, know about is to do with like, I think they're called I, the I Travelers or something. That's going to be in the second movie. Okay. But that doesn't that's okay. that doesn't address all of the. So what about all the non hyperdrive type traveling? Is the hologram thing that you use to learn about stuff? Does that not constitute a computer? Because like a calculator could be considered a computer. Honestly, for you, this sounds like something they were told and just accepted. <laughs> it's like, did you not think a lot of this through? Like computers are bad. Learn. That doesn't make any sense at all. Chat is moving way too fast. I have a hard time. And why? Why things. are they banned? <laughs> uh -huh. It's not a thinking machine. So 
there are computers but no AI. So like, if I brought my desktop into the Dune universe, would that be allowed? Because this is a computer. Now there's like they're saying no AI. It's like guys, AI is quite so, a broad spectrum. Bro yeah. So mm. so, okay. So there's no AI, but does that mean that there'd be no like just regular computers? Calculator level is so no computer. Man, no computer. <laughs> Apparently, the laptop would be forbidden too. Like you wouldn't be allowed to use that. I like you got yes, yep, no, no. Yeah, I keep seeing. <laughs> I'm trying to look things. for something here. <laughs> so if I brought my laptop, just like a normal Windows 10 laptop, into the Dune world, would that be destroyed? Because that's not allowed. Stop yelling at me to read the book. I watched the film. I'll read <laughs> Stop the book yelling at me. <laughs> Uh, it's all in capitals, alright? <laughs> so apparently, yes. Like, if I brought my laptop, that would be destroyed. Uh, but some people are saying possibly. <laughs> Windows 95 is okay, but nothing else. I think that's Windows a joke. 95. <laughs> uh, there was like a matrix for humanity was machines thousands of years ago. That's where computers are banned. Uh, okay. Well, I, I, so I, I get that as a, as a, as an idea, right? You might be concerned about AI, but wouldn't you just ban AI, like, rather than computers? Unless you were so scared that somebody would make another AI that you want to get rid of computers. But I mm -hmm. guess now my question would be, a lot of the ways that things in this world operate. Yeah. Um, do I know anything about the books? No. No, I haven't read the book. This was, like, my first exposure to Dune. Yeah, same. And to be fair, I do we've, like not being penalized for that. We've also not read the novelizations for TFA, TLJ, or Tross. I can't um, even read. But that didn't I mean, come what? up that much when we were reviewing those things. But also, that doesn't come up for a lot of things. Like, if we talk about certain films that were based on books, there's, like, less of that as a point. Well, if you look at the comment section for our Hill House coverage, all the top comments were outraged that we didn't read the books. Well, fuck them. I don't care. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do we, I guess I guess my question is like, do we need to have the conversation again that this is an adaptation? I guess it's meant to stand on its own. I guess we do. I, I did mention it at no. the beginning, <laughs> but I think we need to because it keeps coming up. Like yeah. every like ten fifteen minutes, another point of like, did you read the books? It's in the book. Oh well, the, come on, it's explained in the books. To establish the world and the stakes for us to understand what these people are doing and why, we need that information in the film. It can't be something we have to read a pamphlet for and then we can read this. Or consume this. Or like the wiki or the book or, yeah. Yeah, like, um, these are separate pieces of media. They don't, um, you don't want us to rely on, because there's, there's so many reasons why this can fall apart, but let's just go with, like, the MCU, for example. If you read the comics the MCU is adapting, it'll be incongruent with the MCU. Um, and, like, if you accept them as, as explanations or something. Uh, the, the adaptation does not share continuity, and nor no. should it be relied upon structurally to understand the story. This, if this, because at that point, don't make the film. Like, just always have it be the book. Yeah, if we were I watching Dune two, and our questions were answered in Dune one, then I would agree with you guys. Then that but would, yeah. The difference between the that, same continuity okay. and a different continuity. And I guess to be clear, because I would imagine that some people are getting pissed off because they probably think it's a criticism of the book. This is the criticism of the film. It may well be that there's information in the books that clarifies a lot of the points, or mm -hmm. alternatively, it's different in the book, and then that that has different context. Or like the there, horror. There needs to be a maybe the, the book has flaws too. Right, um, but I get. I guess to make the point clear, it's not criticism of the book. I need to read the book to criticize the book. 
Yeah. And, 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 you know, ultimately like someone in chat might be, it's in the book and then it might be like, oh, that's really bad. But it's like, well, there may be context that is left out in the comment in chat that is in the book. And alternatively, there might not be the context, but like, you know, you got to read the books to critique the books, but we're, we're talking about the film. And this is all based on the information that's presented in the film. And there's a lot of stuff that we just don't know because it wasn't mentioned in the film. It's really fucking annoying. We just keep seeing things like, oh, it's wrong. It's in the book. Or like, God damn, like you just, just nitpicks. This is all just information that's based on what we saw in the film. Well, yeah, and that's what we're looking for in chat is arguments that uh, can be yeah, inferred from the movie. From but when someone says, the like, they don't yeah. use laser rifles because they're banned and they cause nuclear explosions. I'd be like, you sound as alien to me as anyone going blah, 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 blah. Don't only read a part of an unfinished story. Well, there was a part, there was a, there was a world in which this movie came out and there is no Dune 2. And this is the full story that we get. Um, and I mean, you know, it, it may well be that when the film comes out, the second film comes out, there will be explanation for things that we've talked about. And then, and then, yeah, at that point, it's like, okay, that retroactively like justifies the decisions that were made. That doesn't exist yep. yet. And if that means that we can't talk about the film until the second film comes out, then we got to apply this to the MCU because there may well be an explanation for everything that happened in Loki that will come out like 10, 15 years that will explain everything away. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's, oh my not, God. it's not a point. It's always a, uh, EFAP demands info dumps. I didn't need that. If they don't use it in the film, then there's good reason that they don't. Like, you should just infer that. Okay, so then we'll just infer that for every movie ever. No, no, I got, a, got the prime example. Why didn't okay, they use the hyperspace please. kamikaze throw all of Star Wars? There was good reason that they didn't. There was good reason that they didn't. They didn't, so there's a reason why they didn't. Yeah, there's just dude, good that's reason. that's not you could apply for every floor in the film. Anytime a character makes a well, decision no, so that doesn't make sense, there was just, a reason for it. The fucking charitability is off the charts when you say, wow, EFAB wants an info dump, while well, I will infer everything to just make sense no matter what. It's like, Despite good for you. you complained about the info dumps earlier in the film and that there were better and more elegant ways that they could have conveyed that yeah. information. Do you why? just forget what we said before? <laughs> like, to make some weird argument that we didn't even make? We don't like info dumps. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, there are always elegant ways to exposit. Absolutely. Oftentimes. I saw, I saw earlier in chat that people were saying there was no better way to do it. It's like, man, there, there are, are better oh, ways man, to do yeah. it. I'm sorry. You've got Honestly, a lot of the... options when it comes to storytelling. A lot. You've got, man, I'm having deja vu. I specifically <laughs> remember saying this while watching uh, these dudes getting eaten by the sandworm. You have a lot of options when it comes to exposition and conveying it. Like storytelling. You got a lot of tools at your disposal, a lot of ways that you can go about it. <sighs> EFAP demands movies be perfect, literally perfect. It's like, yeah, it's, it, you see, it's fine. It's fine. I guess it's awkward as well, because I think a lot of it, because I am going to infer here, it seems like some of you guys are really upset about the critiques <laughs> of the film. Um, and I guess Do it's worthwhile to clarify that I thought the movie was cool when I watched it. Uh, I said to Rags before we started the stream, this one and uh, the one that we've done already, the they're going to be one, controversial. Yeah. And he was like, why? And I was like, <laughs> like why do you think? Because like, we're going to say mean <laughs> things about people, things that people love. Yeah. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I will read the book at some stage, but we're talking about the movie. I, <laughs> I have no intention of reading the book. Come at me. Yeah. I, I, did, I, had, I had intentions of reading. I wanted, I was going to plan on reading the book before I watched the movie, but then that, uh, that that didn't happen, so. But I uh I, I got I got some copy up here. I'll read it. Listen, eventually. me and Metal aren't gonna read now out of spite. 
Like, we're not going <laughs> to read anything. <laughs> I bought it. It's in my drawer. I'm going to burn it now. <laughs> the, the mistake you made, the error of your ways, you now turn them against it. That was a and joke, by the way. Yourself. I feel like someone's going to actually like be like, wow. Wow. He's not even going to read the book because he's so mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't take criticism. Because when he does take, when he gets the criticism, he won't even read the book out of spite. What a monster. Metal has no choice, he can't read. Damn right. <laughs> oh, shocker, the gym really goes to burning the books, okay? Um, uh, uh, shut up. Moeller is against reading. True. Reading bad. I never read. Reading. Even though I just read that. That's, 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 ignoring that. Uh, reading. Unbridled rage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, where did we, we pretty much done with that scene, right? They escape. We're up to when they escape and then the lady gets caught by the other people, right? And then the Yes, that was pretty here. lame. Um, Framen lady who walks in both wills, has a lot of experience and is very aware of everything. She gets killed. She didn't <laughs> fucking look behind her once per minute. Yeah. Yeah. That was lame. And then the Sadhuka oh, who killed her, apparently are unaware of what sandworms <laughs> fucking are. Yeah. Yeah, the worms come and gobble them up. Also, explain to me why the worm prioritized the, the the fist bumps instead of the machine that's especially made for attracting worms. Was the machine close by? I, I mean, think it was, it was right close? pretty much next to her because she was about to ride the worm. Well, that's what I'm saying is maybe it was close by enough that the worm swallowed her and the machine. Uh, I think it, it may well have, yeah. Um, Though I but, guess I got a, I, I do have the con question. Maybe this, <clears throat> the worm is quite big. What I mean, else she, is she it takes quite a few steps, and it, does she does actually take front? a few steps. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it does seem like that machine should make more of a difference than any thump she makes with her fist from the floor. You know, because if, if she can just attract it with her own noises, then that fucking machine is irrelevant. <laughs> just fucking stop, stomp on the floor with your feet. It just it baffles me that they they are here to do this job and like nobody told them. By the way, there are enormous creatures in the sand that will fucking eat you. You might want to watch out. Well, yeah. they definitely know about that, right? It's like the most important fixture. Well, then why world. do they do this so stupidly, Frankie? Well, 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 I yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I. I just started to like her, so I was like, yeah, she put a lot of effort into helping them, she even sacrificed the transport, to, and she, and, and now she's summoning yeah. a sandworm to sort of sort the place out while she escapes, and she does the thing with the things to prepare to, I think, ride the sandworm, and she just gets stabbed in the back, I was like, oh, okay, guess, yeah. and all because she didn't look behind every once in a while, that's all she needed yeah. to do, someone who's so experienced, I was very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, it was lame. Um, and yeah, they all get swallowed by the, by the worm. Big gnomes. Man, that worm, it must have a really good metabolism, because it feels like there's not a lot of things to eat out here. Was like, yeah, with the, how big it is, it's like us being like super hungry, go, oh, a french fry. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, delicious. delicious. <laughs> Straight up from Mackey D. And then you cough up all of the technology, <laughs> like in the clothing. <laughs> uh, so they are chased into a storm. And they like, they're they're in danger of it all breaking. But he has a vision, and a character says something like "Go with the flow," and so he just powers yeah, off. Go. And like, I don't understand how that saves them. We're told that the sandstorm can basically tear through metal, and it starts doing that. 
Oh man. Until like on the glass too, until he turns off the machine. I'm like, why would that make it so um, that the sandstorm doesn't tear through your shit? So I I kinda like the idea of basically like non-resistance to nature ultimately being the correct course in the sense of like fear being the mind killer, so like slow it down, like don't don't uh don't resist like the force, just let it guide the carry you. But I guess the problem is when you say that the sand tears through the metal, wouldn't it just keep doing that? <laughs> like even I, if you're I not thought resist so. Unless well, maybe that's the observation, right? Because everybody is always resisting the uh, the sandstorm. That's actually what's happening. They're misunderstanding what's happening, maybe. Well, that's what people are saying, mm. is they're riding with the sand as opposed to against right, it when yeah. it's on. It's like, that's, okay, that's, that's my thought, yeah. I don't know enough my, about my, how sandstorms work to be able to question that. My, my issue I was more like with it. the fact that they were be spun around for I don't know how long. They should. I feel like they should be like unconscious as fuck. Well, oh yeah, you're right. They do. Well, like, they do just start spinning yeah. 360 yeah, for a like, while. Woo, woo. I had to th think about the the lady that got saved from a mountain. This is got spun. You remember that? Funny reference if you get it. Let me come to my favorite part of the movie. movie. It would be boring as fuck. Oh no, you must I be new like here. Like Welcome to EFAP, movie. where <laughs> saying something is boring and so we can't do that is not a good defense. Um, but yeah, we get a big bath of black goo. Love it. Yeah, he's sitting in there marinating in the black goo to, <laughs> yeah. to get better. Just having a little, I think he's farting it there too, because how could you not, right? Just to see what happens. Well, how could you not be farting occasionally? You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, it's just like... This scene, I was like, I guess it's medicinal, but it's just such a, like, it's just so gross. You can tell us, like, the whole thing about it. It's like, oh, yeah, poor Stellan Skarsgård, look at him. Even those yeah, servants, they have, like, ass. weird gloves on, they have, like, sausagey fingers. Yeah. It's like, fucking gross. I was like, ew. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he's, like, start selling spice at higher prices, I think, because now it's going to be more rare and stuff, and... I think this is the last we see of the Harkonnens for the film, and I look forward to seeing them again. I enjoy them. I want to see what they get up to. Um, metal obsessions with farts today. What do you mean today? Yeah. Farts are funny. <laughs> um. Once anyway. they're through the storm, they start back. They're they're up there, dragonfly, but all the wings break off, and then they crash, but not in such a way that hurts them. They are okay. Uh. I don't know what the safety precautions for that thing are that prevent you from taking any damage from crashing, but I guess it was enough that they could survive the length in which they fell. I don't know. Sure. And then we walk around for a bit. They get their suits on. Walk, walk, walk. And uh, they walk on some hard sand? Question mark? Drum sand. They drum call it sand. drum sand. And I immediately was like, what the fuck is drum sand? Uh, and yeah, so that activates a worm. They are very unlucky, and so they sprint just before it can catch them. And then we get a big old shot of him taking a little looky-loo. Um, I thought it was interesting because it looks like it literally looks like it's looking at him, and it's like you could yeah. probably still get him, right? Like just by anus. going, mm, yeah. you know, just 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 reaching over there, and yeah, but I don't know. But he, yeah, he's nah, mostly yeah, just chill. Interested. And then he gets pulled away by a little uh, little beacon. Oops. And uh, we meet up with Stilgar and his dudes. Um, and there's an aggressive lad here who's like, I fucking hate all of you, you weakling. Fuck it, well, it, this is a weird exchange that really threw me off where he's like, 
uh, I'm gonna, you know, fight me or whatever, and then he's like, you cannot challenge a, a Sayadeen or Say- Say- I don't know what the word he used was, but it's just about her being a special lady. Yeah. And his response to that is, well then, who will fight in her place? And I remember just being like, huh? If you can't challenge her, then fuck off. What do you mean, who will fight in her place? <laughs> yeah. How about nobody? Mm-hmm. I don't understand what- what was gonna happen if- if Paul didn't suggest himself? Like, what- what was gonna be the result of that? Probably That's nothing. Actually, yeah, what would have happened? Because I don't think just... anyone of his friendos is gonna go, okay, I'll fight for her. <laughs> I'll fight and die for her. It's <laughs> like, I challenge you, you can't do that. Well, okay, but who's gonna fight for her? Nobody. That it's doesn't like, oh, follow. Right, I this, the, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was strange, but uh, Paul suggests that he'll he'll do it. And they so would they... have been killed, but then what if they wanted to fight? I don't know. That, would like, they have oh, been killed? Stilgar we'll clearly wouldn't have let them be killed. No. And it, it, with what Stilgar they... says, it sounds like some cultural thing where you, it would be, it's what? not allowed for him to do that. So again, apparently he, it was a change from the book. In the book, he challenged Paul specifically. <clears throat> I mean, uh, yeah. Alright, I, I, you know. I just like that they but let That's not what happened with... in the film, so. <laughs> just I'm, I'm just trying film. to understand the stakes. When you say, I challenge A, you can't challenge A, well, who will fight for A? Like, that sentence doesn't follow. Yeah. Mm. Um, so he has visions of, like, losing, and I think that the, the couple of, like, you know, bits of advice from different people and stuff, they have their battle. For some reason, nobody told Paul the rules of this fight. Yeah, I was about to mention yeah. that. <laughs> um, Do you yield? No, you gotta kill him. It's like, man, that would be nice information to know. Yeah. <laughs> How didn't that come up? That seems this. to be the main thing about this fight. There we go, Stilgo says, oh, the boy doesn't know a rule. It's like, yeah, fuck, no shit. You know what he told no shit, him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he beats and kills him. And he's like, okay, you're one of us, no life for our lives. Like, hey, I didn't sign any contracts about that. I just want to leave. You guys need to They're read the anime, yeah. What? Read yes, the anime? What? Wait, what did you say, friend? Are these not... Someone in the chat said they're not visions. Uh, what do you call them? <laughs> yeah, that's my next question. A vi- a vision doesn't mean it has to come true. No, I, d- I didn't presume that it had to come true. I presumed yeah. that it was possibilities. I assume so. I, well, it could be a collection of yeah. all kinds of things. I'm happy to call them visions, though. They're just yeah. visuals. Vision. You, you saw something as a and, vision. Yeah. He had a vision of something. Um, so yeah, he keeps fighting him and uh, eventually kills him. And I mean, I'm not trying to rush us, but we are at three hours, so that's the film. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the end of the movie. Then Act 1 conclu- over. Now well, it begins Act 2. So and three, presumably. My genuine experience with this, and apparently a lot of people had this, was uh, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to the time code, so when it hit the credits, I was like, wait, what? Oh, fuck. That's it? Jesus, I didn't- oh, I felt that? Okay. Um, yeah. a lot of people, the initial reviews were like, that felt like the movie just cut off. Like, it just stopped. <laughs> um... Yeah. And I was thinking, like, I know that this is just a random thought, it's, it's not anything, there'd be so much for me to consider, especially with the source material, but... You know, like, I, I would have settled, probably, for the, um, the movie to be about trying to make the spice mining work, and, uh... Leto actually manages to sort of make it work or get close to it, yeah. and then the Harkonnens take steps to basically just like he, you know, he's actually making a difference. We have to just kill him, and so the the third act is all about that big fight, and like the aftermath is them escaping the big fight, and uh, you know, moving on to the next adventure or whatever. 
Um, mm -hmm. Instead of like, because we have that strange portion of the film that's um, in that plant or, or whatever building it is, and I, I wonder if we could shift things around to make it feel a little bit more flowy. But ultimately, the whole the act structure and how things work and stuff, I just don't. I don't want to be too obsessed with that, as opposed to just trying to iron out the issues I have with the script because uh, yeah, yeah, sure. It's a little bit more complicated to break down exactly why anything should be particular acts and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What else, what else do you guys want to talk about before we go to the video? Um, we didn't I mean, talk I, much I, about it. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. For it. Okay, um, then I'll go. You do. Yeah. You <laughs> oh, go. Wait, if I could just pause you one sec, someone said it's not about Leto. A lot of it is, actually, if you watch it. So, that's, you know, I'm glad we got that out of the way. A lot of it's about him and the choices he makes, and it's probably why he's my favorite character, even. Um... Interesting lad. Would have been neat to see him succeed at spice mining. And as, as I said, it may contradict source, whatever. That's so. There's plenty of reasons that you may want to avoid it, but that's that, that could have been an option. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I know. For for me, uh, like personally, it was a bit too slow in some parts. I think it's like as I said already, like a bunch of cool stuff in it. I like the the characters, and. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna looking forward to the to the next one. See what happens because that's when when I was like invested in the movie finally, and then it stopped. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> I'll definitely be watching the next one. Yeah, because um, we had all this I, all, all this setup now, and it's like, oh shit, yeah. What what we what we do now? Like this, like holy war and shit. Like what was happening? Like this sounds great. This sounds epic. And then we're, we're yeah. done. It's like a, like a really really long intro to to the to the whole series. I wonder how many parts they do. Probably like three or four, I would guess, right? I don't know. Um, I think there's so two for Dune, and then there's yeah, other books so they might adapt. No, okay. From what I understand, the first book has been split in two, and I've heard that um, that it would be entirely possible to do the second book as one movie on its own, and that that would be like a good rounded story. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess because uh, like we didn't talk much about the characters, I think that they're fine for the most part. I, I I'm not sure that I would say that they're like particularly exceptional here. Um. um when I first described this movie to somebody, I, I can't remember if it was Metal or someone else, but I said it was like a sandwich with two big pieces of bread and just one slice of ham in it. Yeah. It's like, I, think that's, I think that's a good way to describe it, yeah. Um, I know that's going to come across as pretty controversial to a lot of people, but like, I'm very much, I love me some characters. I like this movie, but when I was looking back, I was like, what do I love about Baron Harkonnen? It's like, mainly Stellan Skarsgård's performance. Him as a character, a it's like, is, he's ruthless. Yeah. I think that's the case, right? A lot of it is, I like the performers and the performances, but the characters mm -hmm. themselves are, are just, they're, they're okay. Um, they're uh, not, they're not Lito, like, crazy. Super. I feel I can make very genuine and more detailed uh, praise of Leto. I think he's the best character, and he's also my favorite, in terms of just the amount of detail layering and the story that this character's having to deal with. I feel there's a lot of arguments can be made about how meaningful it is. Paul, I almost feel I like I was starting to yet, maybe know? figure out Paul's journey when the film ended, like in terms and of. Then it ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it feels like the second movie will be where we actually really get the stuff for Paul. Like we were just getting set up here. Uh, his mum's like, uh, yeah, she's she's a very loyal Bene Gesserit, but also torn with being. Uh, Atreides, I guess. Uh, she mm -hmm. cares a lot about Paul. Hmm. 
uh, Duncan's yeah. like he's pretty cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah, also dead, unfortunately. No. <laughs> so uh, there's not a lot for me to grab with character in this, mm -hmm. uh, which is unfortunate because it's two and a half hour movie, uh, full on like sci-fi fantasy thing, and I just uh, I kind of wish there was more mm -hmm. to grip that goes like. Because I feel like this film, if it didn't have such charismatic and talented actors, it might be in trouble. Absolutely. I think, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I like how people are like, oh, sorry, spoilers, but just saying, like, who's going to be in the next movie. Why? Why? Why do that? <laughs> and that's the thing, I can't even, I don't even know the difference between what's a spoiler and what isn't, because I don't know if they're... Fucking of course, right or of not. course, adaptation, yeah. You that too, be, yeah. I, oh, and yeah, and also you could be lying to us. That's not true, that's a lie. <laughs> She's lying. <laughs> they lied to you. Uh, what's funny is if I was asked to give like a number, I'm sitting like, I, maybe six? I'm not actually sure. I'm somewhere in that realm, I think. Um, and that's specifically writing. In terms of production, it's fucking top notch. Really, oh, really, absolutely. really good. One of the best looking and sounding movies, just in general. Like, man, that's really impressive. And real good. Yeah, uh, and I guess the question is like, would you recommend it? It's like, probably. I feel I like... I would, I would, yeah. Especially in a cinema. Um, the This feels like a movie that doesn't come very often, and so, yeah, I would check it out. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll be happy if this, like, if Dune becomes a series that you know, is continues and we get to explore more of this world and and because I think the mm. world is really cool. I guess I just wish um for a movie that is two and a half hours long, there it does seem like there was a lot of information that was omitted that would have been valuable to know. Yeah, and I feel like um, we should have worked a little bit harder to make more scenes where we can get more character at the same time as getting information. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, but we'll see what the second movie is gonna do. Who knows? I like it. Uh, I think you guys do too, right? Or do you not? I thought it was a cool movie when I watched it. I think I mentioned it. Uh, like, yeah, my, my immediate thought when I left the theater was that was cool. Um, I think I think the cool factor is really strong. Uh, I guess it's just there are questions of like how how nuanced are the characters and you know plot stuff as well but but mm -hmm. it, I, I guess it's it's awkward because it's not it's not a complete story yet like a, a lot of whether or not i like this movie may well be affected significantly by what comes next but i mean dune 2 is already happening so at least there's no concern as to whether or not that story is going to be completed yeah mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. Maybe we'll give coverage to that at some point. Depends if Australia gets to see it at similar times or not. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm sure that it will line up a bit better <clears> next <throat> time. But I suppose that's that for talking about the Dune movie. Yep. Next up Whoa. is taking a little looky-see at uh, a video that, that says Dune has a fatal flaw. Fatal flaw. It's from our good friend, The Closer Look. We haven't we haven't watched one of his videos in forevers. Oh boy. Uh, and so the the thumbnail says Dune has a flaw, and then the title says Dune: Why loyal adaptations don't work. 
Oh no. Ooh. <laughs> hey chat, I feel like you'll be angrier than us. You guys, already. yeah, now, now you can be mad at them instead of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Join the room? Wait. Watch together changing up on me. Hopefully this is still working. Uh, the problem is I can't tell how negatively it was received because there's no dislikes anymore. Well, the last, <laughs> I, I think I saw like. it at 80%. That's why I was like, ooh. Ooh, that's that's not so good. Yeah. Well, the thing is he may have pissed people off that, in, that don't piss off. You know, like he may have said something that we agree with that pisses everyone else off. Who knows? Right. But maybe, maybe it's not. This is another instance of like your workings, all right. Just like in maths class, you know, the workings. It's got to line yes, up. Sir. Um, Rags has said that they are working on getting him, uh, back online. He could be back at any moment. He could also not be back. We're not one hundred percent sure yet. I wonder uh, what he thinks about the sword stuff and the shields. I don't know. He's gonna have to watch the EFAP episode, then write down notes to tell, yeah. like, to get on the next. I'm sorry about that. It sucks. So um, at 5.1k likes and 1,100 dislikes. Okay, right. So, so that's like just, that's about 80 yeah, percent, right? I just put on the that's about 80 percent that yeah. that add on people made. Where for is the Right, yeah. Uh, where, listen where up, the chat. There is an extension that can get you yeah, the please. likes and dislikes back. Yeah, please. So Firefox and, and Chrome, <laughs> you basically just look, just just search for dislike button add-on, and then you get both links on YouTube on the on the Google machine. Return YouTube dislike. I find yeah, that infinitely fucking. It looks exactly fucking... the same, by the way. Like it's the exact same. <laughs> Dude, infinitely hilarious. So funny that that's something that's happened. Let me, yeah. let me, all right, hold on. Oh, let me see, let me refresh. Oh, no, it's not there. Oh, yes, it is. Hello, yes. <laughs> it's been so, yes. Wow, it's exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are funny because they, 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 they just got rid of the visuals, like the, the, uh, the point of information where they got it is, is still the same. Like I think the, the the other YouTube thing that shows you the ratio, I forgot the name of it. Oh, um, um it works as well. VidIQ I think does that. VidIQ, yeah. That still that never stopped working properly. Like it's, it's still shows you everything. They might try and find a way around that, but for now, I think go. they'll figure it out eventually, but yeah, yeah the, we're safe. The interface the, that that's been used for that is the same. That's that's the word I was missing. Right. <clears throat> um all right, you guys ready? Yep. Uh, oh, hang on. Where's my? Oh, there, there we go. Uh, Here yeah, we yeah. go. This video is sponsored by Audible. Uh, Yay! I have <laughs> infinite respect. Why does he talk like this? <laughs> All right, we got to get that out of the way first. <laughs> I have infinite respect for Dune because it's written Ow. in a way that. Yeah, he he puts it on. He said that when we when we had him on, he he said that it he. Uh, as far as he's concerned, it's 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 a voice that works real well for the peeps. Um, I don't know what else to oh. say on top of that. Hey, oh, Rags. Look. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I made it back. Rags. I'm uh, pleasant. You missed Hi. the entire movie conversation. You missed the whole conversation. <laughs> I, I know. It's you know. It's it's fine. It's fine. Rags, it's all right. What do you think about the shields? Oh, no. What do I think about the shields? Oh, spotlight yeah. MGs. <laughs> um, definitely interesting. It's not. It's not unheard of. Like, in what way? Like, overall? I guess, do, do you think they make sense in their entirety? Or, like, do you have any thoughts about the way if, that they work? Well, you're a Halo fan. I am. Uh, lies. So, 
what? Lies. He might lie about what continent he's on, but he knows a thing or two about Halo. All right. So, yeah. so in Halo, I assume Fringy's already told you this before, but your your shield isn't always on per se. It's not actually always on, but whenever the sense it, it works this way in Mass Effect as well. Whenever the the sensors on your suit or your shield thingy, whenever they sense an incoming object of an appropriate speed, they will send out a propulsion to block it, right? That way you yeah. can still grab objects and manipulate the environment around you. Um, so it's certainly not unheard of. And I'm not sure if I'm not sure if Frank Herbert did it before Asimov did. I think in Foundation they have a similar shield concept. But okay. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if things like Halo and that, if they were kind of based off of this concept. Um, so with that being said, I think I'm, I think I'm okay with them. I don't think I have an issue with them. I haven't really thought about it too much. Uh, I, the, the premise of they stop fast moving objects, but slow ones, they, they don't, or if they see a fast moving object, they will recognize it for what it is as something that's trying to get you and they will propulse out a certain amount of force to try and keep it away from you but uh um, so what how do you think that would work against explosives so it depends so this depends on the nature of the explosion itself in terms of does it stop the force of an explosion wow. it would probably stop shrapnel i i'll I give would it the fact it would stop shrapnel yeah yes now whether or not it can project against a shock wave I don't mm -hmm. know. I think that yeah. would be difficult to to do. I, I guess it. all of this is contingent on what we see. If they show it working, I'll buy it. If they don't, and if they're inconsistent with it, then we have an issue. Um, and I, I guess that's the problem is we don't see that because they fight with swords. Yes, I guess they, so. because they know that shields are so effective at stopping bullets um, mm -hmm. that it's just a given that you are going to, it's just better to use swords in this aspect, but, but is it better I, to use swords than it is to use, for instance, the little, uh, the dart thing that they use on, um, on Oscar Isaac. I, <laughs> yeah. Oscar Isaac. Um, I don't know. Um, a lot of this is down to the logistics of the darts and how they can be used in a, in an army situation. Uh, is there any reason to think that they couldn't be mass produced? Um, it's, it's not necessarily mass producibility there. I don't know. That's the thing. I just don't know. This is right. kind of like, I, this might, we start, we might start getting into the territory of why, like kind of hyperspace and star Wars. Why don't they just use hyperspace to ram into other ships? It's never well, done. It's never. That was, that was a TLJ flaw though. Really? Wasn't well, it? Oh, yeah, well, that's, that. this is what I'm getting at. Right. If, the the fact that it just sort of seems to be the way the universe works, how much credit do we give to the concept of, well, clearly right. this can't be done or they would be doing it until, of course, TLJ breaks it. That's I, why, I guess that's that's, why, like, that's the question. I don't know. Though, that's the thing. If, if I just don't know. Dot, if we see that the dot is effective once, um, I guess it does leave the question of what if you had it so that you have a dot and then it slows down and then blows up once it gets through the shield? Yeah, I I just don't know. Uh, it seems like it seems like you'd have a lot of darts. You'd have a lot of dart throwers. A lot of yeah. I mean, is there any um, reason a a really heavy bullet couldn't just if if anything you force you to away. yeah 
Yeah, yeah we, I, we do I, see I, they I have know. that technology when attacking buildings and stuff, and then they have the dots, and so from what I can gather, they have the technology. Uh, they're not using it, though. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it doesn't. Hello. Yeah, hey. Hi. <laughs> we gotta watch. How's the power situation? Well, so it seems to be on, and I'm pleasantly surprised, um, because, so I, I, I don't know if you showed the picture, probably don't. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, like right next to our apartments, some um, a single car. There is no second car involved. The oh. single car just fucking flipped and totaled itself and went through a pole, through a very mundane straight stretch of road. So they took out a bus stop too, and apparently they're okay. Uh, some Damn, guy man. I was talking to out there said that he watched him crawl out of the car afterwards. So that's good. Wear your seat belts, kids. Yes, please. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. Please wear your seat belts because that <clears throat> car was that car was fucked up, but they were able to Mangled. just walk literally walk away from it. Yeah. Um, but so I expected my power to be at least out all today and probably into tomorrow. But I when I was driving back, because I was just hanging out at my folks' place, because power's out here. Um and I got a notification through the electric Facebook page. I don't have Facebook, but that's where they said they post their updates. And they said, yeah, we restored power to most of the area. So I went back to check and sure enough, we're good. So I'm pleasantly oh, surprised. The pole great. was still down on everything, but I guess so. Oh, I don't know. I, look, electricity is basically magic, right? So <laughs> I, I guess it just works how it does. So I won't complain, but who knows? Who Magnets, knows? man, how they work. I don't know. I don't oh. know. Someone, I just don't fucking know. It's, it's, it's crazy. That's one of the fucking oldest memes, it feels like. Yes, it yeah. Is. <laughs> That's the clown people, right? <laughs> yes. That's the well, clown okay, people. I, maybe. So here's the thing I need to specify nowadays who I mean when I refer <laughs> to the clown, clown people. people. <laughs> uh, the, the band. The uh, Insane Clown Posse, right? That's what they're called? Yeah, yeah. What a choice I just to, to make in your life. Uh, yeah. Insane. Mola Juggalo confirmed. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rags, you've joined us at the best time ever because we're between the two halves of the stream. Well, three. Oh, you of just the wrapped up the. the three. I, we're, I was we're, holding we're, out hope that maybe I would get back right in between your sort. So I wouldn't. Right yeah. in between the two sections. You it know? kind of works, uh, though there may be a. Because like, we've established a lot of things now so that they may yeah. pop up in this video and then we'll have to sort of hash them out with you if, in case you maybe agree or disagree, depending on whatever comes up. But uh, you got the link, yeah. So the, the video is called Dune Why Loyal Adaptations Don't Work. So that's a lie. That's a strange <laughs> thing to say. I, well, I'd that's the very... for today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie, EFAP over. Um, <laughs> I'm very interested to see what arguments are going to be coming up in this. This is our, this is our uh, I think we've covered him, was it once or twice before? Was her look? At least once. We've definitely covered him once, I just can't remember if it was more than that. It was it his was endgame the, video. It was the, yeah, it was the endgame video. Where he said um, the endgame would be better if it were more like two towers. It's like, okay. Hmm. That's an observation, I guess. <laughs> that's, that is, he It'd be got better if it made that. more sense, but yeah. I don't think that's what he was talking about. He was just... Because he was referencing Helm's Deep being awesome, and it should be, the fight should have been more like that. But uh, ooh, ooh. all fight should be like Helm's Deep, regardless of scale or context or characters. <laughs> Make it like Helm's Deep somehow. Just do it. But anyway, I'd be curious to see how he's gonna rationalize this one. I don't know what kind of argument too, we're gonna yeah. be seeing here. So, um, without a, anything else, is everyone ready? 
Yeah. yeah. We just, yeah, I guess we, I'm ready. We, we did go over his voice, but I assume I'll play it and Rags, you'll want to comment as well. <laughs> this video is sponsored by Audible. I have infinite respect for Denis Villeneuve and his recent epic Dune, but while I was watching it and enjoying it, something just fell off. Oh, I, I hate it. I hate this fucking fake-ass voice. It's so corporate and sterile at the same time. It's just, it's like the computer voice. Like like a like a computer recording in the in the in the future when you go to a hospital and the computer voice says like da 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 da, da. that's what it sounds like it sounds like a fake person voice like a robot a robot attempting to portray itself as human. human yeah I mean so, it's maybe this is a Turing test you know like, it's awkward because we know it was he came on he had a normal person voice and he was like yeah I use this voice because people like it it works better I don't know. And just, yeah, just like, I wish he wouldn't, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? And enjoying it, something just fell off, and I had mm. a hard time pinning it down. That was until the credits in my cinema rolled, and the woman behind me shouted, "Is that it?" That was when I finally realized the truth, that Doom, really? while being a great film, like... fails to realize its full potential because, bizarrely, it's too faithful to the now, source material. So, so I'm getting no. a little annoyed because huh? I keep hearing the breaths uh, in, uh, in the recording. Bizarrely! I don't know, I'm not sure why he didn't cut those out is all. Because that's work. Like, Sometimes just, you know, just, um, I can't wrap my head around this realization. Is that it? Oh, it's because it's too faithful. So, huh? Yeah. Well, to be fair, that's yeah. his proposition. The video will yeah, be no, proving no. it. Uh, so but, we'll but see what still. he says. But a uh, fun fact: when I did the Outlast videos, some people in chat <laughs> will remember this. I responded to a couple of YouTubers, Chase Face included, but uh, one of them was uh, that guy. Uh, what's his name? Noah Colwell Gervais, I think, is, is his name. Now, he doesn't cut out any of his breaths. Um, and he's literally like, you know, he'll be talking and he just, uh, just, just, you know, this pit and posture just goes, and you just, you just hear it fully. And you're like, you couldn't, you couldn't do, okay, that's fine. And, um, I don't, go ahead. I don't cut out mine, but I think that's because mine aren't particularly loud. I was going to say, back, I don't. We're talking very different levels of breathing because this one annoyed me so yeah, much yeah. that I made a compilation after responding to what I thought were very shitty points from him. I was just like, can you stop? And then I just played them all in a row and I was like, cut this shit out of your video. He didn't like <laughs> me for saying that, um, <laughs> naturally. And who, the thing is... Sorry, who's this again? This is a YouTuber. It doesn't really matter. We barely interacted okay, with him. Enough. But he was... he. he uh, someone sent me a screenshot. That, uh, was, this could have been like two years ago. I don't remember. But someone said like... Uh, compared him to me in his comment section. So, said something like, Oh, you know, I like your videos. You're, you do the long stuff a lot like... Uh, Muller, and he was like, Don't fucking compare me to that like worthless <laughs> YouTuber. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shit. Um... No. That's fine. I was moving on. That's how you really feel. Someone else linked me because they were like, "No fucking way." He had a video, it was like a Q and A, and uh, the first Q and A thing he has, someone says like, "What are you planning to do in future in terms of like upping your quality?" Um, he says, "You know, I'm looking to get maybe a better camera. I'd like to spend more time on my scripts, my audio. Um, what do you guys think about me cutting out like the breaths and the stuff?" Like, ah! a, a lot of people. And where did that bring you right back to me? Half the responses in the comments were like, "Yeah, that'd be great. You know, this is a great little addition. It'd be nice." Blah blah. blah. The other half were like, "No, it makes you feel more genuine." Uh oh. 
I was just like, I don't know. See, I, I so mean, being genuine, you could genuinely be doing something that's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hitler was being genuine. Yeah. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone criticizes Hitler because he wasn't genuine. <laughs> that makes everything so clear, you know. <laughs> I'm glad it does. Well, <laughs> I'm always happy to help. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was amusing, so I was like, oh, I was the dick for pointing that out, but now you're like, hmm, maybe I should change it, I don't know. If someone showed age. me a compilation like that, I'd be like, holy fuck, I never knew. It's I, funny because I, I never <laughs> knew. I remember when I made my John Wick video, I think the first thing Mala said to me was like, you need to cut out the, bre the breathing parts when after he records, like, yeah, that makes sense. It's probably annoying as shit. <laughs> I mean, nobody has to do anything. I just, I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. I, well, I just think it, it helps. It doesn't make yeah. sense to me when you point important. it out. It's like, yeah, if you listen to it, you just hear the breathing in the video. It's like, I, yeah, that's dumb. I don't like. That. Just like I, he breathes like me. I clapped. <laughs> <laughs> I can't understand because it was something I didn't do for a long time. But then once you notice it, like once you start noticing it all the time, it's like, ah, oh, it's not. Nah, it's gotta go. Like, you yeah, gotta, dude, um... you gotta get rid of it. There was, my transition for it was like I, I remember a point where I was like I just got to breathe lighter. That's the solution. Yeah, <laughs> you. Yeah, you and then I was like, wait, when you breathe or something. If I cut them out, and then I was like, yeah, but that takes ages. And I was like, yes, but the videos are forever. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Are you gonna like like Jackie Chan <laughs> said? Are you gonna go to every YouTuber, uh, every YouTube viewer, and tell them that you were really tired while you were you know cutting the audio, and you just decide to leave them? Put in it in the video. <laughs> I'm really tired. I'm not cutting the breaths. Fuck you. Oh, is that what yeah. Jackie Chan said? It, it that was the quote. It was along the lines of, "Yeah, if uh, if you leave your breaths in there, you know, you're not going to be able to go around and tell everybody that you were really tired. So you need to put in the effort." You to... should probably give him the. Uh... The original context. I think is Rags like, wait, he gave advice to YouTubers? Okay. I was I well here, let me let me get. I assume that what Jackie Chan was talking about was something related to filmmaking and yes. going the extra mile to make it good. And instead of YouTube viewers, he meant like audience members or moviegoers. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so what what he yeah, said was doggo. basically mm -hmm. when he was you know, when you're making like your film and you're doing your takes for uh for like the action scene, are you gonna go around to every theater and tell them, well, we it's, we you know we already spent the whole day working on this shot, we can't do it anymore. Like, are you gonna go around and tell them how hard you worked and everything? People only see what's on the screen, uh, and that and the movie is basically forever, so you should put in the effort to try and make it like really great. Yeah. It's a good quote. It is. That is a really good quote. That's that's a really that is a really good quote. I yeah. think way, about it. That's a great I, I think that's the way to think about it. Yeah. A great compact because some people are saying like, well, it is good to sound genuine though. It's like, yeah, so what happens when you cut breaths but don't sound genuine is the video we're watching right now. <laughs> what what if what if you sound genuine but like shit? Because well, most I, I, a lot I, I just, of people just well, sound terrible. A lot of people sound crap. Like that's what we've highlighted, right? It's like there's a spectrum yeah. for all of this. Just because you sound genuine doesn't mean you're sounding good. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, genuine doesn't, and also, you can think something's genuine, and it ain't, because they did a really good job of convincing of you acting. that it was. Of acting. Yeah, that's right, there is a degree of acting to, uh, to, to this, this craft. Basically, whenever you hear a laugh in a scripted video, you've been that duped! In <laughs> they yeah, weren't actually laughing. Someone in chat brings up, um... <clears throat> Uh, sorry, uh, da, da, da. you shouldn't eliminate all breaths and pauses, or it'll be as incomprehensible as a movie Bob video. Correct. Well, uh, uh, I wasn't talking I mean, about erasing pauses. 
Yeah, I, I you, you're still just, a pause yeah, in there. I know. It's just some, 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 something someone brought up, I think, is... Well, yeah, it's when you... Yeah. No, like, no gap between the uh, the lines, so it immediately... <laughs> yeah. There was, a, there was an element of that, like, you could... Because I, I sometimes do that, but uh, it's a balancing act, you know? Well, yeah, yeah um, I was about to say that's a mistake people make. It was like that was a style at one point, right? Like vloggers would do it, where they yeah. just cut everything right next to it. So yep. yeah, yeah, you'd see them that constantly with those cuts because their cameras would be on as well. It was um, jump cuts. That's right. Very... And they move positions. And it's like, oh, see, yeah. now I'm over here. It's like yep, I don't like I, it myself. Yep. I don't. I don't. I, I I don't mind getting a pause here and there. Some people just talk slower than others, and I think that sometimes mm -hmm. there's sometimes it's good. Sometimes maybe mm -hmm. if you're a slow talker. I don't know. I think there's an appeal to that sometimes, as long as you're not obnoxious uh, about it. But sometimes that's all right. I find that slowing down is is valuable uh, a lot of the time because I can go really fast. So a lot of the time I deliberately try to slow it down because it's better for enunciation and everything. Just sounds despite, better. Despite what certain uh, Azure hedgehogs might lead you to believe, you don't have to go fast. You don't have to go fast, no. <laughs> you don't have to go fast. Sometimes there was. It was. This is the long agenda you're hearing right here, guys. Just trying to find ways of making things longer. Yeah. Well, we. I was. I was going to bring up that one bizarre thing that Riley J. Dennis. That's the name you haven't heard in a while because no one's heard that fucking name in a while. Um, one of the bizarre things that she'd do is cut out like all of the space in between sentences. There would be more space in between words than there were sentences. And between every sentence, she'd cut out all of the space. And it huh. sounded bizarre and very strange. And no thought was allowed any any moment to rest or breathe or anything. It was very strange. Like I said, that's a vlog style. It was one of the, yeah. dare I say, earlier parts of YouTube. Not earliest, just... Uh, I remember loads of people doing it. And I remember, I think it was Eager Raptor. It could have been, but someone's parody video of that. With like, I remember like cartoons bouncing around the room because of all the takes, but then they were all shoved right next to each other to make a sentence, and it sounded funny. Oh, I I, I think it was Psychic Pebbles did a, a thing where it was like how to be a famous YouTuber, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then the guy was like, you know, hi guy, I had a funny day. I went to the. the <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> hey, look how funny that was. No. <laughs> So anyway, this video, uh, let's do it. Fails to realize its full potential because, bizarrely, it's too faithful to the source material. Dunk. <laughs> I can't not see it now. <laughs> yeah. Dunk. Good old Dunk. <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> so cutting straight to the heart of it, this film has a lot going for it. He's not going to cut straight to the heart of it. Why wasn't no. the visual of someone cutting somebody? Come on. Yeah. yeah. For it. Great cinematography, a wonderful score, acting, and world building that I loved so much, I promised to make a second video essay just gushing about that aspect of the film alone because I was so thoroughly I like how impressed all of this by... is you saving face, basically. Just like, don't get mad at me, please don't get mad don't at get me. Don't get mad, see, we like it. See, Revenge of the Sith, we like, I mean, see, we really like Dune. Dune's great. I think that it's <laughs> probably f fair to try and reassure people he's not just hating yeah, right yeah. you, you no, do I get know. people it's, who it's get weird but I, thing, yeah. maybe I, I wonder if it makes a difference at all i just it's like for me if you were in the school i'd be like it doesn't matter how much you like dune i just want to see how good your argument is against dune okay like i, I don't i you'll be fine I, I do have a question though um is one day potentially maybe years from now is that where i'm gonna poop that out
Um, nah, maybe I guess we're supposed to. All. Surely we, yeah, we have to believe. I guess it can draw nutrients out of, like, and consume that fully. I guess. Maybe. It's a big yeah. whim. Or maybe it just sucks out what it sucks out, and then there's just, I don't know, just a chassis just gets just pooped dunked in the sand somewhere, just pooped out. It's, it's, I do not but know. it's it's buried hundreds of feet underground. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. That's a thought. I maybe. But for all of that, it has really holds it back. Its structure. When you boil it down, okay. the original Frank Herbert novel follows a three-act structure. That's a great cover. Uh, spoilers mm. for this yeah, year's yeah, Dune good. movie ahead, by the way. Uh, but in the first act of the book, we have our classic exposition phase. As you know, we, we meet the characters, they move to the planet Arrakis, and we spend a while just hanging out with them as we learn about the setting. Then, wham, the inciting incident strikes. House Atreides gets attacked by the Harkonnens, and the plot finally kicks into gear. The first act then ends with the Duke dying, and Paul going on the run with his mother as the rising action begins to climb. Uh, then we move into the second act. Paul meets up rising the Rising action I, I meets is up going the to climb. Yeah, it's rising. I will say, I, I think, because uh, I'll just intersperse these thoughts here and there as we cover the video, but mm -hmm. pacing-wise for this movie, I think this is the one spot in particular, really, that in memory I just felt like it crawled a little bit, was after the after the battle happens and you're with um, uh, Paul and Jessica in the desert. I, I feel like it sort of just like, okay, let's... Are you talking about after or before Duncan dies? Uh, I think this is this is before Duncan dies. Right, right. When they're in the tent thingy? Because I was, I was thinking uh -huh. when they crash land from the little dragonfly thing and then they walk for a while before they meet up with uh, Stilgar. I was wondering if you thought of that um, as, well as well. I don't know. I don't know. I could see, I could see it being similar. Uh, in my mind, I don't recall it. I I don't know. Uh, why? But I I think that this part just seemed to be at least the after the battle before Duncan. Uh, that seemed particularly really slow to me and dragging out. Okay. That's all right. It's just some just a thought. The local Fremen and then begins to earn their respect, leading up to the uh, big midpoint twist. Now I won't give away any further details to you guys who haven't read the book. I don't want to spoil it for wise. you. Uh, but this highlighted bit here is what the plot of the first half of the Dune novel looks like. And when Vilnuva, da I mean, if you say so, I. I can't I remember. <laughs> and plus, I mean, pacing in books and pacing in movies, I don't think it's Different. fair to put them one-to-one -to, -one to each other. Yep, um, I agree. Just the way that your brain accepts information through reading, especially because even when you're, when you're reading, it, it's books are movies you direct in your head. And mm -hmm. so even when nothing really... <clears throat> sorry. Even when nothing like interest, quote-unquote interesting or exciting or incredible is happening... You in your head putting together the scenes of characters talking or learning about exposition, I think it just comes across different. Um, it, it's a lot less passive because books require more work than a movie requires. That's the point of this video, is it not? Um, I mean, I guess you could argue that what Rags has just said isn't necessarily in contradiction to what Closer Look's saying. He's just making the comment in general. Yeah, um, I guess we'll see what his point is, or if he takes that point and does anything productive with it. Yeah, because the implication mm. of this point is that, you see, we it didn't get the it. rest of that stuff, so that's not in the movie now. When it's like, things work a bit differently when you do that anyway, but we'll see. Yeah, and I'm fine with huge amounts of exposition in a in a movie, even, if if during that exposition... I'm learning about characters. How does how does a character react to this information? What does a character do with this information? What is, you know, how does the world work? A lot of that's very very interesting. So, 
I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see what the uh, thing Wait is. Wait for you. Uh, but this highlighted bit here is what the plot of the first half of the Dune novel looks like. And when Villeneuve adapted Dune, he decided to simply find the 50% uh, mark of the book, rip the thing at the spine, then adapt just the well, first half of the man, story. Well, that framing. That framing. I think that... Well, I'm sure he had his reasons of... for cutting where he did. Beyond its yeah, 50%. Yeah, says... Ripping it in half. Ooh, man, that's a uh, harsh yeah, right there. Yeah, it, it feels inexact and arbitrary. Uh, it, whereas I, I understand why he ended the movie here. I, I can see why this would be a point where it's like, okay, it, it almost has, um, it, it, in a lesser way, it's like uh, the end of Fellowship, uh, where you have the Amon Hen fight, you have characters dying, they get split off, go their separate ways, we have a job to do in the future, characters go off to do their thing, that's where it cuts off, and then we get to our next movie. Similar, I think. Similar. It feels um, to me like a fair place to cut it off in uh, the sense that we've completed something here, but we're, and we're about to start something. I guess it's just a thing of, man, I would have liked to have seen what we we're about to start. Well, yeah, I, think... I think that's a credit to the movie. I wanted to see more. Uh, I was definitely well, in that position. Sure, but but I, mean, I wonder I don't know if, if that's um, necessarily a credit. I wonder if the ending would have felt... Uh, a bit more smooth had the ending been when they get to the siege, whatever it is. It's introduced to yeah. Paul as this enormous, right. amazing new world, and then she's like, Welcome to a new world, or something like that. And then we hit credits. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe actually. Hard to hmm. say, but it's potentially so. Whereas this sort of leaves us in a place of, I can't wait to see it at all. I can't wait until we actually get there. We're sort of in a weird way, maybe with um, alongside Paul in that regard where we haven't seen it either, and that's what we're waiting to discover. Um, and I think both could have worked. Uh, I think th I, I don't have any issues with the film ending here, but if we did what you would said, Mahler, I don't think I'd have any issues with that as well. I was caught a little bit off guard. I didn't expect it to end here. Uh, I, I don't did. think I did either, uh, but I think that's most... Uh, a lot of that was... Uh, you get to a certain time amount, and you think, I feel like we could end in a lot of different places at this point, because we've hit the, you know, X hour mark. Hmm. So you, there is part of my body that's just sort of expecting it, not necessarily ready for it and excited for it, just by, like expecting it. Admittedly, I think the reason why I thought it was going to end was because I knew that this was split in half. Like, I'd heard that. Uh, well, so it does say part one at the of... beginning of the movie. It does. It does now. Over Quickly, here, though. Like... It it says yeah. it flashes. You blink and you miss it. It but does. It does say it part one. And, yeah. As fairly as he possibly could. Here's the thing, Villeneuve did a nearly perfect job at respecting the source material here. Like seriously, with the exception of a handful of nitpicks such as how he uh, he didn't set up the Doctor's motivations for betrayal as well as he could have. Man, that's not a nitpick. I think that's a nitpick. Yeah. <laughs> ...have done a better job. However, it is precisely because Villeneuve was so loyal to the source material that this movie has frankly... By the way, that Fremen guy there, he, he reminds me of King Leonidas. He does, actually, now that you've said that, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. It kind of reminds it's... me of Javier Bottom as well. Let me look, let me look him up. Javier. I'm sorry, are you fucking with me? What, you think he looks like Javier Bardem? Oh, a little bit, yeah, I think. <laughs> uh... Chat, enjoy that for a while. This is, I just okay. want to, I'm... We're all going to have so much no, fun. No, I'm... 
maybe it's maybe it's facial hair that he needs. Uh, oh, is shit. that actually him? Just, it just, is. Just, uh, okay. I want to <laughs> see some emojis. Let's do it. <laughs> Happy about him looks like Happy about I didn't know it was him. I didn't. I didn't know either because like, I'm not as familiar with that guy. I legitimately didn't. I legitimately didn't know. I I didn't know that actor. <laughs> I didn't realize. The uh, yeah, he's was, was one of the people I was excited to see in the movie. To, that, I guess it credit to Fringy that he was able to recognize <laughs> was who it was. To you recognize know? him. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is good. That is uh, Javier Pardem performing so well that Fringy wasn't even sure that it was I him. I didn't even realize it was him. <laughs> <laughs> that's acting. That's acting right there. <laughs> For a second there, I was like, no, he must be talking about like one of the other characters. I was like, no way you're mistaken, Oscar Isaac. Or Jason Momoa for Javier Bardem. My brain was having trouble with that. Uh, I oof. think. I think for me, the I don't. I think I've only seen him in No Country for Old Men and Skyfall. I haven't seen No Country for Old Men yet. That's, uh, oh, so that's one good. Of the I need to watch. That's a great one. But yeah, he. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that familiar with hey. him. What are you doing? No, oh, don't write that what? down. What? <laughs> don't write that. Rags down. isn't writing anything. Leave him alone. As <laughs> Villeneuve was so loyal to the source material that this movie has, frankly, I feel reluctant to say such a harsh thing about such a good film. But Dune, quite frankly, has an atrocious story structure. Oh my! I atrocious. I I don't Man, agree. I disagree. Yeah, I, I disagree. Just disagree. Yeah, that's weird. I, Ooh, uh, you're gonna have. I I think it would be tough to move me into the even bad territory, but atrocious. I don't Whoa, think it's bad. Boy. He's got a I, lot I of justifying to do now. I don't think he can get yeah. to atrocious. I don't think so. Structure is oh. perfectly fine. That's, I'm. Th I think it's fine. Weird. I know it's not uh, something that's going to appeal to a lot of people because of the yeah, way that it works. But that's fine. That's not like a problem as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. What irked is if Villeneuve had given himself permission to alter the book's plot, still keeping the characters in the essence of the story, but Why adding them swapping. Why do you talk swapping. like this? Still keeping because the characters, has... but <laughs> like that, those little breaths, I'm starting to notice them more now. He's... Does it not wear on you, just being a fake-ass person? Does, like, does it not get tiring? I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it a few things around and there, this already good movie would have been all the better for it. And I'll break down exactly my suggestion of how this should have been done in the uh, final oh section of this video called that's, A Yeah, now, see, this that's the part. Oh, oh, man. Why do people... Harry so Potter! That? Oh, no, no, no. Not Harry Potter again. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it, like, Frank... that a thing that he really likes, Harry Potter? No, it's just, it's remember, book he's fucking, uh, fucking was, uh, Cinematic Venom, he referenced Harry Potter, like, over and over again to, to oh, attack Lord right. of the Rings. <laughs> right. And I'll break down exactly my suggestion of how this should have been done in the uh, final section of this video called mm. A Better Plot. This... Oh, so cringy, isn't it? I'm gonna break yeah. down yeah, how to just... fix this in my section called exactly. A Better Plot. It's... Like, ugh. <laughs> You gotta be, you gotta be careful with that. It's just like I'm gonna fix your movie. It's like, hmm. all right. Because uh, <laughs> I think you should always present it as an alternative rather than like strictly better. Unless it's just a shit film. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess usually but in this case, it's like yeah, we really one, try to know? save or, calling it better for times where you're basically like, I will keep everything that you tried to achieve, but also just remove the things that are damaging it or something like that. But even then, yeah, be really sterile about it. 
Yeah, like not fix, adjust. You know, a, just a, tweak. Well, just an, an alternative, an alternative idea. Yeah. You know, a different option. Potentially, yeah. Potential. Fascinating conversation because when adapting a story, what is the most important thing? Respecting the source material ah, or making it the like... best possible movie? It's... So, what's more important, respecting the source or making it the best possible movie? I mean, for us, uh, it's an well, easy answer. <laughs> yeah, movie, feels like it feels That's, like you asked yeah. your own question there. It does. It feels loaded, <laughs> doesn't it? What would you rather, X yeah. or the best thing? Best thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess I'll take the best thing. It's all well and good to say, well, you should try to do both at the same time. They're, what, bo they're what, both equally what, as what, important. What? The problem He's doing a voice on top of his voice. <laughs> He's doing a fake He's voice double, with his fake double, voice. He's doing a double voice. Was you know, that takes talent, Rags, to have your fake voice doing a fake voice. Wasn't the only reason we got the Harry Potter footage, so he could make the well, voice of the Dumbledore? character? I guess so. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. But, okay. It's all well and good to say, well, you should try to do both at the same time. They're both, they're both equally as... Also, I can't speak as to whether or not the Harry Potter movies are even good. It's been so long since I've seen them, and good. I certainly haven't been that critical of them. I, I just don't know. I can't I, say I, whether they're good, nor can I say whether they're faithful. I read the books ages ago, but like I said, that was a long time ago. The, the mm. movies are like 20 years old. They are, at this point. As important. The problem is, is that is not a practical philosophy. And you'll realize that when you inevitably what? run into a ton of moments where you have to prioritize one over the other. I don't disagree with that. Uh, so, wait, did he said it's not a practical philosophy to. To, to both be 100% faithful and to create the best movie. Yes, because some books are shit. Exactly. Should you be allowed to go against the source material if doing so improves the entertainment value of your film? If you ask me, the answer to that is easily yes, and 2021's Dune is what convinced me. Uh, but this is the internet, and I'm not pretending to be some omnipotent critic. Uh, if you think respecting the source material should always be the main priority, no matter what, who's to say which one of us is wrong? Uh, well, no one is, because neither of us- These are just random movie visuals, essentially, is yeah, what we have. Yeah, for now, yeah. This whole issue is largely subjective, and I totally respect that. Like when he says largely subjective, you'd be like, what's the objective part? Oh, it's, no, it's partially it is. objective. I'd like to know what he thinks. On that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, if I could ask him, so which part of that is the objective part? I'd love to know. Yeah, that's, that's right up my alley. Hmm. So respectfully, allow me to voice my opinion as to why this approach of total loyalty to the source material had a terrible consequence okay. to this year's Dune. On screen is this movie's structure, and if you know anything at all about story structure, you, you'll immediately realize what's wrong here. So uh, you no, fucked okay. up already. Oh, do you, yeah, do you remember wrong. the graph? Do you know that graph that you read about that one thing? You should already know what the problem is. It's amazing that there is that... something wrong with the structure of a deviates from the one that you would th think is the one always. What I don't mind this at all. This art, this line. If you if you just presented me with this line and say, think of a cool movie that could have this, where a a nice slow burn stake building. That's what this looks like to me. We got some exposition at the beginning, some world building, some character establishment. Then we get our inciting incident, but it's a little subtle, and then it gets more and more tense, and the stakes rise a little more and more and more until it gets really dangerous at the end. There's nothing about this that that doesn't is, work. By the way, this is inaccurate. I would. I say, don't like, think this represents the movie. When yeah, I when, when they blow up and they attack, 
I feel that's like a that's big a big spike. spike. That's yeah. a big old spike. It's a big deal. And like... the reason it's a big deal is because we've spent so much Draw time it. establishing the... all of this Do stuff. It. And then like the 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 Thopta scene, and then it comes back down, and then it goes big, and then it comes back down, and then it's like gap, and then the Duncan fight. And then come back down again, and then we have the thing fight, and then we end. It's like it feels like more uh, like that. Yeah. And at that point, yeah. like we're looking at something very custom here. Yep. I don't, I don't know that we should be like, yeah. There's someone like, well, you're not that. supposed to do that. You're supposed to go blah, 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 idiot. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, do do you know, once again, somebody who's clearly being like, look, most of this is subjective, and we're like, oh, well, we disagree exactly probably what those things are, but anyway, go ahead, and then they tell us something that's like, and we all know say, this, this is, is wrong, way, it's like, you know, no. This is the right way to tell stories, and this is the wrong way. We, we wouldn't say that. Not not here in this place. Let's let's see here. I, this graph thing's interesting me, so what if we took a move, like Fellowship of the Ring, right? If we were gonna do like a, a weird plot graph or whatever it is for Fellowship of the Ring, I wonder what would that look like, you know? Hmm. Let's see. Let me let me get my thing out here. Let me get let me get my, my drawing well, stuff out. All I right, think the me... main thing that you will notice is that basically like pretty much any story ever is gonna have like peaks and then dips. It's not just gonna be like a steady course, line yeah. like this. So we have some Shire stuff, and then oh, there there's we got a bit of the ring going on. Oh, you guys have to leave. It's like okay, we got the ring. Right. Oh, you guys can leave the Shire. It goes down, like, down a little bit. Do oh, that. then we see some rain well, wreaths. You, want, you can just you can go ahead and work on that. We can continue with the video if you want. I don't know. I I, I guess I could. Or you could narrate a simple version of the entire plotline of Fellowship of the Ring. It's really up to you. Uh, I I don't know Wait, which one would you rather hear. I'd probably play the video. We'll talk about it, and then you, when you're done with the well, thing, wait, you can show us. What? Here's one thing. We could make this interactive in a way. Mm. We all four of us could do it, and we could see how they align. I don't even know what we're doing. I just came back. Um, That's fine. It's fine. I it's guess fine. we could. We can do it later. Well, we, we can I do can't it now. compete with yours. I, I will uh, abstain. Oh, well, bring it. That's fine. We didn't get three acts. We got a first act <laughs> and half of a second. So again, so this is something uh... that I mentioned earlier in the, in the video, and I guess it's probably worth clarifying. Like, there are other stories besides the three act structure, and simply saying, when I said, like, the film is just act one, basically, that's not like a. That's not really a like a complaint in and of itself. Um, because once the second film comes out and they're all together, it's like, oh well. I mean, I guess that's gone, right? Because I've got the complete story now. Um, mm. there are there is more than just the three act structure. It's the most common one. It's not the only one. Well, because what we're ultimately appealing to as well is just going to be audience satisfaction, and the three act structure seems to work pretty well. But you, you can already yeah. that's what I mean with all those words you can already see like well so generally so what 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 also works but unconventionally and it's like well there's loads of films that do unconventional act there's structures acts, there's four yeah. act structures there's uh yeah there's a lot of different ways to do it it's a two and a half hour long film by the way and the the, the inciting incident you know the moment where the plot actually begins the plot i don't is like when, this either by the way so, yeah so the, that's yeah that's the problem is the plot begins at the beginning of the movie yeah. yeah i mean i would say the first very important thing that happens is the emperor's commission to the house yes. of Trades. which you could yeah. argue is an inciting incident he's just referring to a specific inciting incident yeah. within this structure so, that's the problem right when because this probably was the inciting incident in the book 
but this is the movie. And if this was only the movie and there was no part two and it was just this one story, it's like, well, then I guess this wouldn't be the inciting incident. It would be like way earlier in the film. Well, yeah, and what if this film ended when uh, they hook back up with Duncan and they all go like, you know, they say some stuff and we, we calm back down. It's like, this would no longer be the inside instant. This would just be no, this the would fucking be the climax. Second act low point. Yeah. It doesn't happen until one hour and 15 minutes in. That's 50% <laughs> of the way into the film. Like, See, okay, there's a problem here for language yeah. significantly. Like, you're telling me this is a problem to have your inside and incident 50% in. And I'm like, so. Everything that happened in that first 50%, you consider that what? And he's like, set up. I'd be like, what about the action scenes? What about the things that move characters to do particular things? Like, this doesn't count because it's not, a, what, it's not the biggest <laughs> action scene? Like, how did you determine this exactly? Yeah. Everything. And then, once we figure all that out, and let's say we agree with him, how is it a problem? How is it well, something yeah, you should not do? Why is it a problem do? that it occurs here? It, it, the only reason it's something you shouldn't do is because you read in a book that you're not supposed to do that. But then I'll just point to you with, like, another film and just argue that the inciting incident was actually this instead of that. What, even, enough... what, what, what is the inciting incident for Fellowship of the Ring, exactly? Um, the ins hmm. I would uh, probably say that it's um, Gandalf discovering with the ring that it's truly the one ring. Yeah. I think. I think that would that's probably, probably fair. Yeah, yeah. That so, kicks, so, I think that's what kicks off a lot of the behaviors of the like. That's what gets Frodo to leave the Shire. That is what is that's that's what starts him on this journey, right? I, I, I yeah, I think that's fair. I guess what I'm suggesting with this is like, you know, like the whole prologue, how exciting and engaging and informative it all is. And if someone was like, well, yeah, but you know, that's that's the setup, or, or like it gets brushed away because it's not. It's before the inciting incident or something like this. This yeah, it's, and, all, it's all important. That's why it's an there. inciting in an inciting incident is not just the first action scene. Exactly, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I I find this yeah, way we're framing this very strange. The inciting incident for Harry Potter is when <sighs> is when Gandalf. Fuck, I'm so sorry. When <laughs> Ganondorf, Gan, Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore! What's when happening? Dumbledore <laughs> arrives at the, uh, the Dursley's house, right? I'd say that's the inciting incident. Well, so, oh, no. Well, hmm. I, I well, don't so know. it's complicated, right? Because generally the inciting incident, when you think about it from the POV of the main character, is the thing that disrupts their normal situation. It is, it is things have changed, and now they have to progress from there. So that's you could say the inciting incident was them just moving to Arrakis, because that is the change. Or, or even more so, the fact of them getting, like you said earlier, I would go or, or the, the Emperor's decree. I feel like when that happens, yeah. everything else happens. The story has been yeah. incited. Yes, things um, would carry on as they typically would in this world. But this, the the reason that in this world, this is what our story is about, is because of this event in the world. And mm -hmm. If we argue that, then we can argue that the big action scene is the second act low point. We could we could start really altering this. We can mutate it to the point where we could maybe even argue that it is a regular three act structure. It doesn't feel that way, and I don't think I would call it that. But the thing is, this is a flimsy fucking system that you can push and pull in different directions. Yeah, and oh yeah, you don't even need the three act structure. Nope. 
before that is simply the exposition phase that lays the groundwork for what's to come. Like, a lot of people complain that this movie just has a lethargically slow pace, and this is the reason. Uh, For reference, in most... But are they correct, or is that just what they say? Uh, I I disagree. I don't think it's lethargically slow. Here's the thing. For me personally, it was a little bit too slow, but I wouldn't go that far. I know plenty of people who find it slow. I didn't find it slow, so now what do we do? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's like I see why, but I, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I, I was, I'm not, um, calling, I'm not even calling the pace bad. It's just for me personally, that's like legit, just me. It's like, oh, it could be a little bit faster, but it's not terrible. Well, I like how he's just like, this is the reason. Yeah, this is like, oh, okay, you, you got it. All right, <laughs> you nailed it. Nice. In most writing circles, it's agreed that you want to have your insighting incident happen by about the 12% mark of your story. Oh god, I hate circle. it. Why, I hate this advice. I hate by it. By the 12%. <laughs> but what if I'm doing something else? Nope, 12%. 12, 12, uh, wait, I don't... 12%? See, well, let, let's see. I'm curious. incident occurs within the first act, and sometimes it is considered the act one break. So, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. So let's take the Fellowship of the Ring as an example. That is two hours and 58 minutes. Let's just call it straight up three hours, right? 12% into a three hour movie, minute wise, is someone help me out here because I'm fucking shit at math. Um, oh, me too. I have, I'm, so I guess we six, take 12, 18 uh, minutes 60, would be... 180 times 0.12. So if 18 minutes is 10% in. Then, dude, we're a three-hour movie, so that's 180 minutes times 0.12, so 21 yeah, and a half is. minutes in. I think that's there's, how math works. Let me know graph. if I'm. That's where he got it from. There's the graph, the one that you always see. That's where he. That's where he got. This is the god from, graph that everyone's supposed to this abide by. This is the graph. Yeah, the one. Yeah. So, okay. so that means 21 and a half minutes into the Fellowship of the Ring is when the inciting incident should occur. But let me check. <clears throat> uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Do I not have a copy of that on my? I wow, totally should. Sacrilegious. No, I I documents Fellowship. Of but the, the Ring. funny thing is, is that you have different ones where the inciting incident is actually much later in the uh, in Act One, and sometimes it's the Act One break. Hmm, um. Let's see. So I don't know what twelve percent is. Like I don't know what. I just, I just, you know why I hate that as advice. Like, no, I, I know. Um, it's, it's like mine's rigid. a twenty percent, and he's like, hmm. I'm ah, like, that's what? Wrong. You need to change. It's like, well, wait, wait a minute. It's like, what about if, the context of the story I'm trying to tell? If if someone in chat has a copy of Fellowship of the Ring, let me know what the timestamp is for Gandalf thereabouts discovering what the ring really you know, is. Um, I might just have that yeah. copy. Oh, good. I'm I. I I know I have it somewhere. It's weird that it's not popping up because I I I use the footage for I don't know. I got it somewhere, and I think I'm pretty sure I kept the the Lord of the Rings ones when I was clearing up space. But I'm, I'm curious to know. I'd be curious how many movies I have now. I think I have over two thousand. So hopefully oh I God. have um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. That'd be a good one to have, wouldn't Jesus it? Christ. Me, 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 me. Wait. So what exactly do you want, scene wise? Um. Uh. A general time point where Gandalf discovers that the ring is the one ring and he confronts Frodo about it. Gogor says okay. 34 minutes. What does he say? 30, 34. So if 
the twelve percent mark is twenty one and a half minutes, and it happens at how many minutes? Thirty four. Thirty four. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> bucking well, the bucking trends, Mister Jackson. <laughs> All the way back then, he was bucking the trend. It, yeah, it, it's frustrating. Um, I'm sure what Closer Look would say, though, is like, well, no, 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 you can move it, you can stretch it. It's just advice, it's a guideline. I was like, why, though? Why is that? <laughs> is that just where it happens to be well, oftentimes? I'm starting or... to think inciting incident isn't even a definitive thing. It'll change based on everything else that happens in your story, if that makes sense. Like, what I'm suggesting is if my whole story was a guy who sat in a room talking to somebody, um, maybe he, close look, would like, well, the inside incident is the second that this movie starts, because he's already talking. I'm like, what if there just isn't one? How do you yeah, even determine I mean, it, exactly? Because if I think about 12 angry men, like, the inciting incident happens, like, one minute into the movie. I was just sent a picture here. Um, thank you, Wolfie. Um, he showed me a screen cap of the 21 and a half minute mark, which is 12% into the movie. And it's Bilbo's birthday party. Gandalf setting <laughs> fireworks off. So, well, that's inside incident, yeah, right? I, they spawn a yeah. firework dragon, and it scares the populace. <laughs> At frame twenty six thousand two hundred fifty, the second act starts in every good movie. <laughs> Just such odd rules, but very well. Yeah. Let us press on. This is a massive problem in itself, but from here the movie structure just gets- Wait, we've just determined that's a massive problem in and of itself. Uh, uh, Everything yeah, before that is simply the exposition phase that lays the groundwork for what's to come. Like, a lot of people complain that this movie just has a lethargically slow pace, and this is the reason. Uh, for it's not just slow, it's lethargically yeah. slow. Yeah, and he's- Not to be confused with excitingly slow, or energetically slow. <laughs> exactly. For reference, in most reciting incident refers to the point of no return. The problem is you can call several moments that in certain stories. I think circles. I think it, it's. A I think the inciting incident should be. It's almost. It almost defines itself. It is the incident or the the thing that occurs that sets the plot into motion. As we, you know, the the main plot into motion. Um. What if so you had like two I, plots at once, though? You could have two inciting incidents per. If they're not linked, uh, like if you have two things that you're following two stories and maybe they meet up, maybe they don't. Well, yeah, you like, you know, I'm investigating things. a murder and you are trying to just fix your PC and we meet at the end of the storyline for some reason that gets to it. It's like the inside incident at that point is going to be, it would have to be two, right? Like your PC breaking and then the person being murdered. Yeah, I get, yeah, I guess if it's two unrelated plot lines, you'd have to have two different inciting incidents. Um, Unless the second plot line, there there wasn't anything about it that was like like if you had a story with you know let's say we robbed a bank, uh, EFAP robs a bank, um, and we we get the money in our big big sacks and they have the little money sign on them as they do and we're in our getaway car and I'm shooting with my Tommy gun at the coppers and it's great and. We're going down the road, and then we get a flat tire. Oh, no. Oh, so shit. we happen to... Yeah, don't don't worry. It's not done yet. Okay. Um, and But then we see another car coming down the road, and we hold them up at gunpoint. Say, get out of the car. We're going to take your car so we can get away. Yeah. And we've been following the owners of that second car 
on and off this entire time, but nothing interesting happens with him. Mm. So then we catch up to that's where they t- the two of us meet. So the first one is definitely more plot. They're both technically plots, but the bank robbing sequence is, I guess, plot one. And plot two is this family who just basically got carjacked, right? So do they have an inciting incident for them? Or is it just coincidentally, we're just getting expositional information or backstory to them and there's not even an inciting incident for the story because they're out of story after that. We take their car. They're there sitting on the side of the road. We zoom away. That's it. They're, they're just done with the story. It's not about them anymore. So what then? What, what, about, what about that? What about Memento? It's a film that's essentially told backwards. Yeah. Um, do we argue that the inciting incident is now at the end of the film? And yeah, like what a film. It, it opens up with us robbing the bank. And, uh, and then we all get shot dead, and the rest of the film, that was a flash forward, right? And then we go back to how it all started, and it's like, well, what if we push those limits where an hour of the movie is the robbery's end and the aftermath, and then the, the next hour is a flashback to how it all happened? So wouldn't the inside incident then be, like, at the back end of the movie, and is that wrong? No, that would just story Muller. That would just be bad. Okay. <laughs> wraps that up in a neat little bow yeah like a like a retroactive inciting incident you've done it wrong no you've done it wrong you're not allowed to do that that's that's not okay i don't know why like you can take general like the three act structure is a good example i think good general (sighs) advice but so you don't have to you don't have to be so rigid with it that would basically be the point. I yeah. like the three-act structure. I think it's a really good, um, straightforward, understandable way to tell a story that has rising tension and action, peaks and dips. It's yeah. um it's, it's it's just a really it's a really solid system, but it is not the only way. And whatever you're appealing to that is good about that system can be found in other systems. There is something more fundamental belying good storytelling than like these general ideas of where things ought to be placed and how you ought to have characters act and how it ought to be structured. It's just, there's something deeper than that. And yeah, so I think right. it's about cutting to the root of that rather than, because I, I think the problem that you run into is if you just take a lot of these pieces of advice at face value, it fucks you up. It derails you. It means that you, you're so concerned with like all of these rules that you don't really know what's underpinning them. You've just been told that that's the right way. That's the way you're supposed to do it. And that if you deviate from these things, you're wrong. And then you start to find that a lot of the rules contradict each other. It's like, well, in this instance, you can do that. Well, if you're doing this, then you can do that. Well, actually, you want to avoid this trope. But if you do it this way, then it can work. And it's like, what the what, what am I working with here? What is like the fundamental thing that's binding this? You don't find that in a lot of other disciplines. Like with art, there are fundamentals. It's like, there's form, there's there's shape, like shapes, um, lighting. Like there's these core things that will, anything that you're working on, you can boil it down to like three or four core principles of art. And it's the same with music, like with a lot of the fundamental principles. But for some reason, I don't know, with storytelling, we don't, we don't do that. <clears throat> it's just, um, it's frustrating. I think it leads a lot of people astray. I think a lot of people abandon stories that could have been really cool because they are not what you've been told you're supposed to do. I mean, if if your if his argument in total was well, I'm just trying to explain how to get a more broad appeal. It might be like I don't want broad appeal. Okay, I don't want broad appeal. Broad appeal is shit. Fuck broad appeal. That's what I'm saying. Like like, and if he goes, oh, well, okay, and it's like, but the thing is, he's describing how like to improve it categorically, not about necessarily broad appeal. Um, 
Also, someone says he doesn't want to say the O word. He doesn't. No, definitely not. Well, which is funny because this is an objective. Like this isn't what you're actually appealing to. He'd probably say it's it's not entirely subjective or something like that. We'd be like, be specific, yeah. please. Be honest. Own it. Own a position. You think that this is fundamentally the correct True, way. True. Yeah. You are convinced that. of a position. Try and convince yeah. me that you're correct. Exactly. Yeah. Um, someone in chat said, EFAB can't handle a world where guns and computers are irrelevant. Uh, they can't grasp the reality like that. Our whole issue was that kind. those things aren't irrelevant in Dune. They have guns in Dune, they have computers yeah. in Dune, they just don't have ones, apparently specific ones that have been outlawed, which, again, that needed to be in the movie. Oh, AI? Um, it's kind of confusing to understand what there was, the argument was. Because it's not in... Because it's in the books, um, I don't think it plays into the, the movie at all, but in books, uh, yet again, uh, the creation of AI is illegal. You are not allowed, to, it's one of the, one of the... I can um, totally accept that as a rule. Um, it, it, it's a, that's, that's and it is a religious that. rule, too. Okay. Um, mm. it, it is based, it is a religious rule that says you shall not make uh, machines in the image of man. Well then, can we just clarify, computers and AI aren't the same thing. I know, yeah. I was just bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just people said computers, that's all. There literally are guns in the movie, so I don't know why you'd say guns are outlawed. Yeah. ...agree that you want to have your inciting incident happen by about the 12% mark of your story. This <sighs> is a massive problem in itself, but from here the movie structure it's just not gets... A problem. Why? <laughs> Tell me it's why. It's not a problem. A massive problem? I'm rolling back by a good right. half a minute just to make sure we oh, catch no. everything because we've been, we've been <laughs> chipping away a little bit there. But like, yeah, I'm pretty sure... I think he wants us to take it at face value. That's just not what you're supposed to do. And you're like, all right then. Someone said, so it's in the book. Is okay when Rag says it? No, I just no. think it's... My God. An interesting thing. I just brought That's... up an interesting little thing about the book. That's all, that's all he did. All Rag said no, was in the book, they outlawed AI. The he literally right. said it. it's not in the said movie. it's not relevant. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it didn't even say it's relevant to the ice. Listening like, comprehension. What a moron. <laughs> I think it's really different how they do it in the book. Yeah. Wow, Rags. Hypocrite much. <laughs> realize what's wrong here. We Fucking didn't hell, get three acts, we got a first <laughs> act and half of a second. It's a two and a half hour long film, by the way, and the, the, the inciting incident, you know, the moment where the plot actually begins, it doesn't happen until one... I want to break him over the... Uh... Well, this, yeah, Coles, Jesus. Uh, about <laughs> where the plot actually begins. It's like, what yeah. the fuck does that mean? <laughs> As opposed to where it doesn't actually begin. Yeah, because it, obviously it, all the time before the inside is kind of irrelevant plot-wise. Like, you are wrong. Happening. Yeah, you're just wrong. There's a story happening. Hour and 15 minutes in. That's 50% of the way into the film. Like, everything before. <laughs> I love the framing, I'm sorry. He's just, he makes it sound so drastic. Like, we are in trouble, yeah. everyone. It's like, no, we're not. 50% of the film. It's like What's trouble? <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, what's, what's, what's wrong? Who's dying? That is simply the exposition phase that lays the groundwork simply. for what's to come. <laughs> By the way, exposition can be better than a story. Also, I just, some story stories can be shit, and maybe exposition in an interesting world is way more, way better than your, a crappy story in it. To a degree, the exposition phase never ends. <gasps> no, yeah, yeah, it's all exposition. Yeah, Storytelling is, you know, 
exposition. There's a lot of exposition. Listen, if I see any exposition at 13% or later, someone's getting fired. Yeah. Because they <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> they, you did yeah, it wrong. Because probably shoot them as well. You fucking meet, you meet like, a new character like 60% in, and you're just like, no, can't. Because he's going <laughs> to say, hello, my name is, you know, and that's, you're done. You fucked it. No new characters past the 50% mark. No, wait, sorry, past or, the 12% mark, was it? That's right, 12%, no new get it right. And no new informations. Not allowed. Yeah. No, not allowed. You're screwing up your story, idiot. Fucking stupid. Like, a lot of people complained that this movie just has a lethargically slow pace, and this is the reason. Uh, for reference, in most writing circles, it's agreed that you want to have your inciting incident happen by about the not 12% mark of your story. This is a massive problem in itself, but I like how so yeah, like he right, said so like in most writing circles they agree on this, and not having that is a massive problem. You're like, what? I feel like that's not a through line. You you've highlighted how some people think it is. Yeah, and some people don't clearly. Denevi knew he clearly disagrees with you because he did it this way. But from here, the movie. structure just gets weirder because after this we have our rising action. You know, as a uh, Paul and his mother. Rising action. Rising action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the runaway, and they get chased, they meet up with the Fremen, the story is actually ramping up as, you know, the Harkonnens chase after them. Then we have a knife fight, things are getting exciting, and... The story suddenly stops without giving us any climax or form of denouement. Yeah, there was climax. a climax. It was the fight. It was the Paul almost died. Yeah, I guess that was, we were, that we was didn't know climax. if Paul was... Yeah, remember, Paul gets the vision right before then that, that we don't know if climax. he's going to give into yeah. yet. And, like, I guess That's I got to go on defense <laughs> for this now because it's, like, they've gone way too far the other end. Um, Paul's decided, I'm not going to flee the planet. I'm going to stay with these people. They are my people. And my dad was charged with taking care of them and that I was sent here. Like, he basically seemed to me as a character that I actually, I'm going to commit to being with the Fremen. I'm going to go with the Fremen <laughs> to their Fremen place. That is, like... A setup for what's to come next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at the meme. The meme is really good. <laughs> 12 angry percent. I was about to post that. That's 12 angry percent. Angry percent. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just... Um, the idea that there's nothing at the Dude, end... that's a good example. 12 angry men's inciting incident is the fucking opening. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier I, when you were getting the trial's about. To, <laughs> yeah, the trial is about to begin. It's like um, one minute the inciting in. incident, the, the, the alleged crime? Uh, well, well I, <laughs> I wonder how far you oh could boil God. back if you really wanted well, to. Is it the yeah, Big like, Bang? Well, it sounds like 12 angry men fucked up then. Is it bad? Oh, yeah, it's awful. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah which okay. is funny because there's no, there's no world where... Where fucking closer look, he don't have the balls. With that kind of concern. Now, of course, he'd be wrong anyway. But I'm just saying, like, he'd be the person who, if you watched like Casablanca and he didn't like it, he wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> he'd say, like, <laughs> "You mean he'd be like Chris Stuckman?" Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with Blade Runner, I had to watch it six times to like it. Eventually, I, mean, I started to like Kane. it. Yeah. Citizen Kane is a very spread out plot. It is. Yeah, Citizen Kane is it, an interesting one because it doesn't. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say that that film follows rigidly the three act structure. I would agree. Um, it, it's actually yeah, it's, got a. It's, it's got a somewhat unconventional. Yeah, no. It, I and that movie is excellent. Very like, good. It is. I. I Everyone really sees Citizen like, Kane. It's the Citizen Kane of movies. It is the Wait Citizen Kane of movies. The same name. Yeah, I see. But yeah, so they just did. see it as well. 
I like the idea, by the way, that someone points out, like, oh, you know, good old fucking uh, Wonder Woman 84, it, it, it's got this structure, so good. You know, the, the three-act structure. Also, imagine it did. Right, it be does, like, yeah. Oh, great. I'm fucking great. I'm so glad. It probably does, by the way. It probably can. It does. Like... I think it does. The inciting incident is when Steve comes back. That's probably second act low point is when I guess Steve has to die when again. Steve Would the inciting incident not right. be when he becomes the Wishstone? Uh, oh well, no, because uh, the checkup needs to be for Wonder Woman specifically, not uh, for for him. I but think he's that's he's so much is. more of the protagonist than she is. I know that he is. <laughs> if it was his story, it would be his inciting incident. Yes. Because like his the you remember the part where he gets back to his son realizes that's what matters the most. It feels so much more like it's his journey and his like arc. A, a more yeah, meaningful story Wonder than Woman. Wonder Woman just gets in the way. Yeah, yeah go away. I would. It's it's a t it's a film where I I want the protagonist to go away. Don't be in this story, mm -hmm. Wonder Woman. I want you to be out of this movie called Wonder Woman. <laughs> you ruined Wonder, Wonder Woman. See this guy, Wonder, Wonder Max. Like, uh, when that woman in my theater shouted, is that it? I totally empathize with her, and I imagine um, most of you guys can too. Okay, but what about the people shouting, that was fucking amazing? What about the people shouting, that was it? My god, that was, wow, what a big movie Yeah, what was. about the so super loud happened. fart and the guy that said, oh, thank god I've been holding that in for two hours. <laughs> yeah, you're like, man, you, you raise an interesting point, man who just farted in my ear. <laughs> I, I like this appeal to you see this woman felt this way and I can explain it. You're like, like yeah, okay. Who is this hey, woman? <laughs> hashtag believe women. Oh no. What about the woman who said she loved it? We don't believe her. Okay. We no. don't believe her. Too, because this movie has, has no society. form of resolution in the end. Uh, I genuinely enjoy this movie. Let me just get that across. I, it's, it's, I genuinely yeah, enjoy yeah. it. I don't That's fake enjoy it. it. Be careful. This movie Be was bone-chilling. Bone-chilling. Chilling. It's my favorite film of the year, easily, and that is precisely- what, what if he turned around and went, oh, oh what, what do you feel about that ending? She goes, I want more. I love this. That was amazing. I just want, I just yeah. want more. Yeah. And then he's like, you mean there's exactly. a problem with the ending? Yes. And then she's like, no. I just no, want more. Wanna, three, wanna it doesn't more. adhere to the three-act structure. <laughs> Have you so, noticed what? it doesn't adhere to the three-act structure? <laughs> and he's just like, this, this like, movie. What? I can just picture someone pouring acid on it and be like, stop talking. <laughs> Just go bag of acid. Pour acid. Pour acid. Would have gone with pepper spray or something. I like acid. That's funny. That's way funny. I couldn't get any pepper spray from home, so I just made some acid at home. Someone said, "Well, that's a leap." As if you've never taken acid to the cinema before. Oh, I'm an innocent guy. I would never do that. People talking about the three-act structure, man. They're so annoying in the cinema. Love spraying acid in their face. <laughs> Just, you see um, the whole, like, Thanos fighting the Hulk in Infinity War. Everyone's watching it, and some guy's like, Is this the inciting incident? Or has that happened already? What do you think? Well, just, it's funny because just Infinity get up, War... like get out of my way. I have acid for his face. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have any acid? <laughs> like, I left my acid at home. Three acid structures. The three acid structures. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice, yeah. I genuinely enjoy this movie. It's, it's my favorite film of the year, easily. Okay. And that is precisely why I'm okay. so irritated. Because if Phil Noob had given himself permission to deviate from the source material, to Didn't rearrange... Give himself Whoa, <laughs> calm down. 
the way he gave himself permission. Like he, <laughs> un what if this was his vision, man? Oh, dude, it was his vision. I love that's, the idea. Vildu's like, in the editing room, just sorting stuff out. Then Close Look walks in, pats him on the back, and be like, "You can give yourself permission to create your own <laughs> vision." He's just like, "Who the like fuck are you, Acid? Who are you? Security. Why are you talking like that?" Security. <laughs> Julie, <laughs> security, security is not allowed to remove me from the premises. <laughs> This is the inciting incident of my day. <laughs> he wakes up acid. and he goes, Ah, the inciting incident. <laughs> Bring the acid gun. I must now take care to not ear. drop the soap, or another inciting incident <laughs> will occur. Oh. The plot. This movie would have gone from being quite good to one of the best movies ever made. Shut and up. I can imagine. Uh, Oh, it's it's, that's, it's that's... good, but calm down. Like it's <laughs> cal it's calm down. But rags, uh, what if we make it a the three act structure? Wouldn't it be incredible? Do you not agree? Sounds like you agree. You think it'd be mm. incredible? It would beat out Lord <laughs> of the Rings in a, in a heartbeat if it had the fucking Absolutely. three act structure. Move over, Lord of the Rings, because Lord of the Rings has a. I guess Lord of the Rings does have a very rigid three act structure. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's why it won this fight between. That's why it won yeah. all the awards. That's why it made all the monies and the famousnesses. Imagine what some of you have already typed in the comments. Well, you Wrong. see, it's, it's part one of a two-part story. Yes, a great number of people were left unsatisfied by the film's end, but the film was. I'm sorry, they were. I mean, it can happen. I'm just so irritated. I mean, by one the of the problems with right now. <laughs> Do we need this? Back to Harry. Potter. I mean. <laughs> How can you make the like, point without showing Harry Potter? Just don't show Harry Potter. <laughs> what? Who is this metal guy coming up with these crazy ideas? Next, you'll say the five act structure is good. Five, five act structure is very good. Five act structure probably is pretty good. Unironically, I guess if you want to break it down know. even further, Dab. yeah. Well, depending so on how you categorize I remember. It. Uh, I remember I watched, a, I think it was a podcast that John did where he, he said, like, you could basically just keep dividing, like, you can just keep dividing uh, the acts down. Um, you could have a 50-act story, really. Or, or I think, no, I I think the point that might have been made, actually, is that anything can be, you can keep chopping it up into, like, threes and just see how, and, you know, work from there. Uh, I just like that he goes from a high-pitched voice to a slightly different high-pitched voice as a character. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, oh, what are you writing? <laughs> oh, yeah. When 12 minutes into Goodell declare that you have completed the site <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Only made to unsatisfying, so it's all fine. That's all well and good, but pointing out why the floor is in the film does nothing to erase the fact that it's not the a floor, floor is... We haven't agreed I... on that. Dude, yes, you just what is it with it these people? Wrong. They do the whole, it's there all no subjective. Also, no, this I... is a floor. You cannot get escape <laughs> of that. It's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you, you just made a very bold claim. You just asserted it yeah, as if might... it was true. You have not done any work to convince me. You've done it. Yeah. It's a very bold claim. I would never make such a bold claim. About never. It. Storytelling, jeez. It, it, it does nothing to change how most people were left just really unsatisfied, feeling as if they've been. How? How? What did your did metrics you ask them all? claim? 
Bro. Yeah, did you ask the wall? We've passed your inciting <laughs> incident. Can you please get to the details? <laughs> Come on. The You're just asserting that everyone feel. was unsatisfied. I'm like, I just don't buy that. Yeah, well, I don't I, buy it either. I don't believe it. The reception to this movie seems to be pretty Has positive. Really positive, yeah. Yeah. So badly. If you're writing a series of books or a season of TV or releasing a series uh. of movies, it simply is the best practice to make sure every individual installment is. you release has its own satisfying self-contained structure. And the Hunger Games. Oh. <laughs> I just don't like the Lord implication the then that these things, like Dune doesn't have that. Yeah. And the chief problem with the recent Dune movie was how it violated that- Violated? Violated! Jesus. The 3-act structure was raped. <laughs> Get to 3-act structure, please. Dune has violated our rule. Believe Fremen. Get on melting sticks, they have to die. Just chill out. And can you please give us more, um, justification for this position instead of telling yes. us it's the case? Pretend that we don't automatically agree with everything that you say, and you might have to do a little bit of work to convince us of stuff. The installment you release has its own satisfying self-contained structure, and the chief problem with the recent Dune movie was how it violated that tenet. Now, if this were a season of TV, tenet. this wouldn't really be a problem. All we'd have oh, to do is wait okay. and tune in again the same time next week. Oh no, you didn't just make oh, this no, time sensitive enough, as a rule. Should, yeah, you if it's, if no. it's not long enough, it's fine. Oh god, it, uh, is he actually really telling me that one. if yeah. Dune wow. came out in a week's time it would be fine? Like, wait, so if the sequel- so in two years from now, is this fine? If- uh, if we had production problems with the two towers and it never happened, then the Fellowship of the Ring would become retroactively shit. Apparently, yeah. That's probably- yeah. it's probably shit already, because he, he probably- well, he'd consider it self-contained. By any rule he fucking makes, we could argue it's not. But because movie, we aren't going to get that closure for at least two years because it's going to take that oh, long no. for the next. So uh, what about the people who first watched Dune in two years from now? What about them? Are they fine? What about yeah. the people who? What about the people who've read the book and it doesn't what fucking about the matter? What people who are just patient and don't care? And I'm blown away by this. So stupid. Like you can only break this structure if you don't break it with your additional content that comes out soon. What? That's fucking weird, dude. Man. This one to come out. If you're adapting between two mediums and you're lucky, you don't have to change anything. And you're lucky. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're lucky. What the fuck advice is that? That's... <laughs> just, just do it and throw shit at the wall and see what sticks, I guess. If you're lucky, it's good. Uh, what? <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, weird. And uh, mm. he knows. Vi again, get over the violated part. It's such a drastic <laughs> sentence. They violated this world. Damn them all! <laughs> Do not violate the laws of the three-act structure. I am the law. Like the first Harry Potter book, it's a relatively short novel with like a, a nice, concise structure that easily lends itself to film. I imagine a nice, concise structure that lends itself to film. It's like. Thank you for explaining how any of that works. Does the fact that it lends itself well to film, uh -huh. does that have anything to do with... ...writing the screenplay for that film was just a piece of piss, really. Because all you had to do was just literally... Wait, so is Harry Potter a good film, then, by his metric? It's just a great film? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. And is the book good? I and... don't know either. 
Because it sounds like what he's telling us is that being a loyal adaptation of the Harry Potter book led to a great film because the book was, like, film-ready. Whatever that means. But exactly, what the, what the hell does any of what I just said mean? Because Dune is... I, it's, it's probably a really difficult film to make. I don't think you could do a. I don't think you could do a Dune movie well, that is a really standard and traditional, just because of the way that that book yeah. is sort of. Well, done. Now, now I have a question actually, because he's saying loyal adaptations don't work, but now you've cited an example where you could be loyal and it worked because the book was well, suited to that format. He so described as lucky. That's that, but so that's still not a point then. This loyal is not anything like. What do you mean, lucky? What does that mean? What does luck mean? Yeah, lucky that it's it's adaptable. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What if what if movies hadn't been invented? Uh oh. What now? What if what if you were standing up in an auditorium or something, giving this presentation at a university before the film was invented? N then what? Because you, I don't, I don't know. Like, what could you say? I guess you'd call it why loyal adaptations won't work. <laughs> <laughs> just don't try it, it's not a good one. Um, Unless don't lucky. even give it a shot, no. No, Molar, I think he's just saying Harry Potter does the three acts right. He's not saying it's a good movie just because of it. Well... It sounded like that's what he was saying, but... Isn't the whole point of this video that the fatal flaw for Dune is that it doesn't adhere to the three-act structure? I thought that was the point, yeah. And then he's like, it is a flaw, and explaining why the flaw is there doesn't make it not a flaw. It's like, ooh. Okay. <sighs> Man, yeah. I said I like to be a little bit more. My foundations like to be stronger if I'm going to call something a definitive flaw. Then yeah, it's not the three act structure. It's like okay. Mm Translate the scene exactly what happened in the novel and cut out maybe a few bits here and there. And there you go, the screenplay. Also, oh, it's not a loyal adaptation if it's cut out pieces, right? Okay. Yeah, it is. It is disloyal. It is violated loyalty. It is disloyal. Oh, no. right, yeah. Violated loyalty. <laughs> Written. Like it basically that. writes itself. But if you're unlucky as a director, you're adapting a book that is simply too big, and there is no choice but to warp the source material if you want. No, to No, you can just have a lot best. of movies. You don't have yeah. to. You don't have to. Yeah. You can you just gotta. have more than one movie. You could do the TV series. Yeah, fucking ballsy. Do it movie it's possible for you to make. But let me get this straight, dividing this book into two movies was a good choice from Villeneuve. Uh, that was a genuinely good choice. Okay, but oh, where did he okay. fail? Where did he, yeah. The 1984 yeah. film tried to do the entire novel in one go, and it was simply too much. Breaking this up was a good- It was simply too much. That's all we got. <laughs> Moving on. Don't even ask. Don't even ask. Just click play. <laughs> <laughs> what was a mistake, however, was keeping the same plot. And so, let me throw uh -oh. my hand to the ring. Here is my suggestion for what a better plot oh, this is. Oh, here we go. You <laughs> tell us, man. Okay. Oh, God. Dune could have looked like. A lot of people have said that this film felt too short, and that we needed more time. Short. And that we should have gone past the 50% mark and included some of Paul's adventures with the Fremen. But, after giving it a think, I think well, we the exact I appreciate I Dune's more slow burn style. And spray print it out. Um, I, I I do appreciate that, especially I mean, in a theatrical it. setting. I feel I mean, like we need it because there's so much world to explain. I feel like we're gonna be fine as soon as Dune Two comes out, and we'll look back and be like, "Well, why don't we have this criticism Dune? for every like first in trilogies or Trilogy, duologies? Yeah, or duologies. They they would have the same problem, right? Or at least could yeah, do. I guess so. Film was actually too. 
Uh, here's my suggestion, right? What the movie should have done was cut out the entire last 40% of the movie where, you know, Paul and his mother run away, instead saving that for the sequel and frame the Harkonnen attack not as the midpoint, but as the climax of the movie. So Why? you're saying we ha- extend it even more. So, so what would be the wait, yeah. so, in your mind then? So is he, Why wait, would that have been better? So we're moving, we're cutting out everything post that we're battle. We're cutting out it? the last, yeah, that'll be the end of the movie. Alright, I mean, well, the, so the problem here is that we're, we're in such vagaries that I guess you could make any ideas or ideas, right? As it, what I'm saying with that is like, if I go, let's change it so that the whole movie is just about the spice mining, we don't even get that big battle. It's like, is that impossible to be good? It's like, well, no, but it's hard to say. But it's your gonna... rule, yeah. How does it match up to your seemingly arbitrary list of rules <sighs> that determined are the correct rules to use? That will be how we try and judge this, I guess. It's how does it match with his Triax structures? I don't know. Haven't gone close to far enough. Uh, there isn't enough content, really, to support a sense of rising action here from yes, the there is. so we'll have to take some creative liberties. Uh, what I think's for no, the best is because the to. Duke is such an important character throughout this section of the book, it makes sense not for just Paul to be the protagonist, but for both Paul and his dad he, to be dual protagonists. Leto is a pretty... Im- He's pretty prominent in this he is, movie. Yeah, He's yeah. very important. Yeah, he He's very um, likable. And yeah, it's tragic to see his to see him die. You like him. You like him a lot. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good dude have their own separate plots. Uh, so firstly, with the whole uh, beginning on Caladan, you know, the uh, the fight with Gurney, the ceremony, the heart-to-heart with Paul and his dad, the Reverend Mother scene, like all of that is just chef's kiss, like it's perfection. Like, keep it all exactly as we got in perfection. the film. Perfection. But oh, when they arrive on Damn. Arrakis, this is where yeah. things really start to diverge. We're about half an hour into the movie here, so we're, we're long overdue for an inciting incident. So as the- Oh my uh, god. <laughs> are we, what, what oh, book time oh, yeah. the rules? <laughs> what, what university lecture told you that? Oh. Uh, Oh no, we're, we're, yeah, we're at the 20% point there, so we are well overdue. We're nearly twice overdue. So what did, uh, did chat said Filmento approves? It's like, dude, Filmento, if he was in the call with him when he said, we're long overdue for an inciting incident, Filmento would be like, yes, very true. Yes, this is like rule 78-4-B. <laughs> Everyone knows this filmmaking. rule. Yeah, yeah. Mm. These arrive on Arrakis, something terrible has to happen. Uh, because there isn't really a good enough inciting incident here in the book, we'll have to make something up. What? <laughs> what? No, you have, have to make something up. An inciting incident doesn't have to be exciting or action-packed. It can be subtle. It could be just two characters talking. Imagine you're in the boardroom with him, like, figuring out the fucking screenplay, and he's like, there's nothing good in the book. Can we have someone blow up? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Holy crap. Just have to make something up. Uh, oh, be interesting to hear why, why he thinks it's gonna work in the book, but it doesn't work on the movie. Then, like, what's the? Why, 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 why doesn't it work in? Why doesn't work in the book as it is? But we need to change it for the movies. Uh, it, all you'd have to say is they're just they're different mediums, and not have to explain further. Okay. <laughs> Settle down while the Duke surveys the city. We keep the scene from the original inn where Duke Leto says, There's a spaceport, and that plume of dust there is the spice refinery, our two most vulnerable points. I want you guarding them. 
Then Gurney says he'll station men around the shield generator, because if he were attacking this place, that would be his first target. And then not one minute later, we get a payoff for that. The Fremen attack the city, the shield generator failing at the perfectly wrong moment. They're targeting the spice refineries. And this of course makes sense because the Fremen have been hammered brutally by the Harkonnens. They're so they're preemptively striking, assuming that the Atreides are just as bad as them. It's not really favourable to the Fremen, is it? In terms yeah. of like, we're gonna not like them quite a significant bit at that point. And that just completely changes the whole thing where the the where St St Stilgar or Stelgar? St Stilgar, right? Stilgar, he comes yeah. to, Like, that completely destroys the whole scene when he comes to... You can't have that scene at that Duncan. point. Yeah, we can't have, can have that scene where they go like, yeah, okay, that's honorable. We, we, we're kind of cool, I guess. Like, we have to change that whole scene. Like, that, that, that changes a lot when the Fremen attack our protagonist. Like, jeez. And just to have the Fremen decide we're going to attack whoever arrives here. It's like, that's not very... <laughs> I don't feel like the Fremen would do that because they know they have, like, all these resources because they are sent from the Empire and Will everything. That make a lot of sense when you've sent Duncan to meet them and to try and, like, parlay? Yeah, and that. Yeah. Because if Unless we still have that, have we, that scene. I guess we you need remove them that, to... Yeah. We probably have to, I don't know, get the Fremen to have him captured or jailed or whatever, or even killed. Because if he just chills out with them for four weeks and is like, oh yeah, they're cool, I respect them, they just attack the, the city. It's like, mm, <laughs> yeah. I don't really check out. This has ripple effects for the whole story. Yeah. Uh, so we have a fight sequence as the, uh, the Atreides oh, fight yep, off the Of course, right. we, we gotta get that. This uh, is... We gotta have a fight scene. Oh. Feels like common audience brain rot. Like, uh, give me away. The Fremen attackers. Uh, Paul gets into the thick of it, repelling the raid, when he comes face to face with Zendaya, and he gets all flustered and stops Zendaya? fighting because she's the woman. I don't know. Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I don't know. I thought it was I thought Zendaya. It was Zendaya. Right? Yeah. I was just curious. I didn't. I've never heard it that pronounced that way before. It was. Hmm from his dreams. He didn't think she was real. What, what What's going on? And he gets all confused by her. And because he gets all confused, he nearly gets killed because he's not minding his surroundings. Uh, once the fight is over, we show how Straw for every death Fremen, like five system. Atreides men were. So I guess the problem here is, this is kind of funny to think about, given the, the whole point of the inciting incident in terms of the role that it plays. Generally, the idea is that it's meant to, like... So if we had that... Dude, we're changing the story, like, very yeah. Dramatically, yeah. Like, if, if the inciting incident is supposed to be them getting attacked by the, the bad guys, and the inciting incident is instead that Paul nearly dies in an ambush by the Freeman, it's like, dude, this is, like, pretty radically different. Because I would expect, at that case, that the, the story is now going to revolve around a conflict with the Freeman, yeah. rather than what it's supposed to be, which is that they were attacked by an outside force, and then they link up with the Freeman to, uh, to, to fight back. This is just a different story at this point. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure Dune 2 is going to rely on the Fremen being relatively neutral in the first one. Yeah. Because of things that are going to roll out. The idea that they openly just fucking wipe out the Atreides house as soon as they land there changes way too much. Yes, it does. What, what, what's going on? And he gets all confused by her. And because he gets all confused, he nearly gets killed because he's not minding his surroundings. Uh, once the fight is over, we show how for every dead Fremen, like five Atreides men were lost. And the spice refineries as well have just been critically damaged. Uh, things are looking very bleak. Well, now it's getting confusing because we're like, what, was the Harkonnen sabotage, sabotage what fucked everything up? Or was it yeah, the yeah, Fremen exactly. attack? It was the yeah. 
speak. Afterwards, Gurney inspects the shield generator and finds out that it was sabotage, confirming the terrible truth that someone within the Duke's inner circle is a traitor. This is where the plot for the Duke really starts to ramp up as he's hunting down this traitor within his midst, trying to find them before it's too late in this sort of murder mystery style story. But soon after this we get- I feel bad for just, like, when someone says, like, let me fix your shoe, and they come back with a table, you're like... I... <laughs> <laughs> Is that the table you're gonna fix my shoe on? Oh, oh. No. oh you. No. No. 500 bucks, please. That whole scene where the Duke and Paul go out to inspect this spice trawler as the worm attacks, and when you actually think about it plot-wise, this very scene in the uh, movie doesn't actually have any payoff in terms of plot, so we're gonna actually what? change that and sort of... What?! So the payoff like, this has, it, oh the fuck, man! The, the payoff, payoff that this has is that it confirms that they've been sabotaged by the people who were there before them, and their arbitrator yeah. doesn't do anything about it. Do anything about it, which also implies it's actually for, really, it's really it important, for, actually. Holy <laughs> fuck! Also, does a lot for for Leto's character as well. Absolutely, yep. like this. Uh, <laughs> you see the effect that Spice has on him, and you we see what the, the sandworms do. Exactly. You see that that this these... is his favorite movie of the year. What did he like about it? What did he see in it? What is it that he's he just he's about just a sand film? aficionado, really. He's an, he's the anti-Anakin. Ugh, man. I'm gonna want to say it right now. Hot take. I think this uh, this plot suggest is pretty fucking shit. I just, I <laughs> How did he say that when he's made the video? Meaning he probably watched the movie twice, right? Right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I hope so. Paul go out to inspect this spice trawler as the worm attacks, and when you actually think about it plot-wise, this very scene in the uh, movie doesn't actually have any payoff in terms of plot, so we're oh. going to actually change that and sort of repurpose the scene. So <laughs> This doesn't have anything the worm actually for the plot, so we're going to actually change that. I think he's not Three allowed to use the word please. actually ever again. We have to ban it from he him. He keeps saying it. Actually is another one of those words that once you start noticing how often you say it, you try and cut it down. Because well, I, I harped on on that word before someone had said uh um, i think you did yeah yeah because someone had said well, actually when what they it's like saying actually this ice was pretty cold it's like no no no, not actually you expect ice to be cold and you know that if you ban well, them from using that word they'll start using literally or legitimately or um i think the problem is actually has become an emphasis word for a lot of people yeah. but it's used inappropriately because actually should be describing something you know, it is one thing, but it is, in reality, the other thing. Um, as opposed to just saying actually because you want a bigger word in there to buff out your sentence. It is definitely Genuinely. a filler word that a lot of people use, certainly. Mm -hmm. Right, and all this case going on, all of these uh, miners and workers are rushing onto the ship all in the chaos, yeah, puts on a still suit and runs away, seeking out the Fremen on his own. Oh. What? Why? Why? What? He runs away from his family just because he was like in the into the desert and then gets eaten by the worm because he's not <laughs> doing the the foot thing. Pro and they'll find him because yeah. they have ships. And it's a desert. What? Why is this the plotline now? Why would he? Is he arguing he would do that because he saw Zendaya fucking earlier? And that's like he's like, I gotta find her. I love her or something. Like, what is the reasoning <laughs> here? I just want to listen to that again, because cool. I am a little lost here. These uh, miners yeah. and workers are rushing onto the ship. Paul, in the chaos, puts on a still suit and runs away, seeking out the Fremen on his own. Like, a uh, Paul obsessed with seeing the girl from his vision. It is! Uh, it is just because he wants oh that pussy. God. What the fuck? He bad as his whole family, okay. The fuck? No. 
Oh my god, it's just getting worse. And also wishing to soothe the relationship between his house and the local friends, oh, okay. goes into the desert against his father's wishes, showing a nice degree of agency. <laughs> okay. A degree of agency and fucking idiocracy. In this instance, yeah. Well, idiocy is what I was looking for, sorry. I... I... <sighs> I love that the idea, because like I, I, as we talked about, I do like that scene, the um, the whole sand thingy rescue. There's just a couple of issues I have with it, but um, the idea yeah. that he's just like now is my chance to just run away. You're like, run away. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, up through the desert, he eventually finds Stilgar, and you know, you know that whole scene we got in the uh, the end of the movie with the knife fight. Well, we bring it way forward and have it here. You know, Paul kills his first oh. man, and, and things are extremely tense. The Fremen truly. Dude, I'd be so lost if this were the story. I'd be like, what the fuck yes. are we doing now? Why, why did we change? Why did we change this to that? You know. <laughs> Hate Paul and his family because, of course, they hate them. Like, of course, they hate off-worlders. They've been subjugated by them for decades. But Paul, no, that doesn't quite line up, does it? We hate off-worlders, just all of them, no matter who. It's like Harkonnen, Atreides. Doesn't matter. We hate you all because you only come here and be mean. When it's like that's clearly not the case. I don't think that makes uh. the Fremen look good if they only like anybody who's alien. They hate. It's like, oh, that's bigotry, my yeah. dude. Uh. Yeah. And if they are, then they are. It's, I mean, I guess it's fine if they are. I don't I think mean, they at would least be. Some... They, the, the, Dude, how was... they're portrayed in the movie, they, they seem pretty intelligent and, like, reasonable. Yeah. That... Mm. We turn them into, like, the savages who hate anybody who doesn't look like them. It's like, oh, that fucking sucks. That's kind of boring and lame. But I guess you can make that change if you want to. Paul shows signs that he's, you know, the uh, the chosen one, and he comes in peace. So reluctantly, extremely reluctantly, they give him a chance. Then the big midpoint twist. It gets real that the Harkonnens are amassing a fleet above the planet, intending on attacking. Uh, tensions are rising, and then the fleet comes down. They're moving towards the planet, and the Duke orders the alarm. His men all go on alert, and all of their anti-aircraft weapons get brought online. That's when the power goes out, just at the Why? perfectly wrong moment, and their entire defense grid goes offline. Why? There's a tense moment where they're rushing to bring the grid back online as the Harkonnens swoop down, ready to attack. When they finally reactivate the it's just in time, and so the Harkonnens break off their attack before any shots can be fired. Again, they inspect the tech and realize that this could only have been sabotage from within. Then we have a call between the Doctor what? and the, the, the Baron. What? They, he already said that they figured out that it's been sabotaged. How did they not stop everything from happening with his plotline? I'm. If they knew there was a sabotage person and they sabotaged it earlier, then why wouldn't they have set up by now systems to prevent people from sabotaging? That's what I mean. Or I guess yeah. they just didn't do that. What is plotline? What are you doing? At least reread your own plotline you just made up. You, uh, it's very frustrating. <laughs> I, I, there's not much else to say because he's just summarizing how the event goes in the film. He's just moved it now to. Close, like the third act. Yeah, moved that's what it and made was. it worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's let's move on, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was I was given opportunity for any green or doggos to say I anything. I was admiring the makeup on him. I guess. <laughs> Play on the uh, go on metal, call him a dingus, do it. On the Baron or. 
Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. just like, yeah, good, that looks really good. The Baron says every minute he spends in orbit is costing him a fortune. The Spacing Guild is extorting him for this unscheduled holdup, and their price is rising every hour. We reveal that the Doctor is the traitor. He's the one who's been sabotaged. I like how he says this as if we we know who that is. <laughs> like, at this point yeah. in his version, I don't even know. Do we? their systems, and the Baron assures him that his wife is going through every imaginable horror as they speak, as punishment for the Atreides still standing. The movie doesn't really do a very good job at setting this bit up, but uh, here we set up in this scene that the Doctor's wife is held hostage, and that is why he's a traitor. The movie but does that. That's exactly what the movie does! The, the movie it took is. care of that, it just didn't give us any more information. Yeah, you just you didn't give us more, you just moved <laughs> it to another place, and it's still not enough. Instead of oh. simply saying that the wife will be captured and tortured, I'm going to have her be a hostage. Like, <laughs> you uh... can't say you want to improve the plot and just use the same <laughs> thing that happened in the actual plot. No, this is better. His version is better. Fremen and earning their trust. He's doing a good job at convincing the Fremen that, that they shouldn't just not be enemies, but be allies with his house. And after him doing a lot of work to generate goodwill, they invite him on a raid to prove his quality. There's a band of smugglers illegally harvesting spice from their land, and they're going to No, the no, they're smugglers. That, that is illegal. The, yeah. Besides, <laughs> the Fremen bad, don't yeah. fucking care if you're illegally doing it. They fucking hate yeah. you anyway. Fremen. Yeah, they're not going spice. I'm just want to chill in their seat chairs. It was like, just leave us alone, just do whatever. Attack them. So we have this whole totally made up fight where Paul joins the Fremen attacking these smugglers. Meanwhile, the Duke is hunting Why? the traitor to no avail. He gets very close to finding out it's the Doctor who did it, but by. Fucking hell, how much is this just deviated from the book, too? I wonder at this it's point. It's very different. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> like, yeah, adaptation argument is its own thing, but there is an aspect of why do Dune? Well, because. I think it's relevant for us to mention that because, like, he said, you know, we, we need to make a few changes when the book can't handle it. It's like, how far away have we gotten at this point? <laughs> By the skin of his the Doctor hides the evidence and he uh, he doesn't get found out. So then Paul comes Wait, back what? home with Silgar. I thought they already do. I'm, I'm so confused. All right, we'll just go with the flow at this point. Uh, the Fremen leader. Okay, I'm going with the flow, There's absolutely. an emotional reunion where Paul and the Duke and... By the way... No fucking clue on how long any of his scenes are, how well paced they all are, how this all really fits, and we just sort of just like, yeah, sure, thumbs up, all right. Brace, and now we have that whole scene where the you know the Duke and Silgar first. Oh, meet there you him. go. We moved it to this point. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fixed. When he spits on the table and everyone gets worked up, there's a real tension here now because we know the relations between these two factions are at stake, and there's a lot of hate between these two. There people. was tension like, in the real one. Yeah. In the real movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, the and then they explained it, and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Stilgar killed a ton of his men and, like, ruined his refinery, and Stilgar is pissed because he's an off-worlder who only wants money, and things get really tense and build up, and the scene ends in disaster. Stilgar, a smidge conflicted as he looks at Paul, insists that while he won't attack the Atreides anymore, he wants nothing to do with them. That he'll leave the Duke alone, the Duke will leave him alone, but that's it, no alliance, and Paul gets upset because he thought he'd convinced Stilgar to be allies with him, and unable Why? to look Paul in Whatever. the eye, what? obvious shame about him, Stilgar storms away. Now we're easing towards the climax, and we have a really tense scene where the, the doctor comes up and offers the Duke medicine to help him sleep. It's kind of dramatic irony, because we know he's the traitor. We know these pills are definitely more insidious than just regular sleeping pills. But the Duke is umming and erring, and he doesn't so really want- But we learn about the pills moments kind of later in the movie, so... I get- why- why bother with this tiny difference, you know?
I mean, at this point, I'm just waiting for him to finish, because all he needs to do now is just repeat the third act, well, his third act from the film's, like, midpoint-ish, and, and then, yeah. and then I guess we can end the yeah. video, because we're pretty much done at that point. Them. But the doctor's persistent, saying, take them, take them, take them. And the duke's like, no, no, I'll pass. So the, the duke says no. But alas, then he offers them to Paul, and Paul accepts them gladly. And then we really build up the tension as we see the Harkonnen sneaking into attack positions while Paul is teasing around with the pill, like rolling it between his thumb and forefinger. That's when he takes it and slams a glass of water. And the audience is like, no, Paul, what have you done? What is this? What is this? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, this was perfectly fine in the film. He sets the stuff. He sets the pills down. There's a there's a very short lingering shot to show the pills that maybe implies something. And then later we learned, oh, those weren't just pills. Did any of did any of my laughter even come through Discord? I don't even know. I was. I I, I, I heard I heard some laughing. Okay. I, you and I we have different reactions to these things. That's fine. I was just wondering. I don't know what Discord. It is, it is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, Paul, what have you done? No, Paul, no. <laughs> oh, God. And slams a glass of water. And the audience is like, no, Paul, what have you done? You idiot, what have you done? But, sorry, I'm, getting, I'm getting excited, sorry. Uh, but, but, He's then, getting excited. Very, very, very excited, my dude. Okay. You know, I just get excited when I'm fixing other people's work. That's just me. You're like, I'm oh, making okay. it worse. Man, that's... Oh. And he could have cut it, but he didn't. Just after he takes the pill, the attack comes, the, the climax has arrived. Here we really flesh things out, really beef this up to make it feel like a climax, you know, as we have all of these grand fights between the Atreides and the Harkonnens. The Duke gets hit with a dart, just like he does in the film, and uh, Paul slips on his gear, throwing himself it's into Atreides, the fight and taking not out Atreides. Hmm. I think. Very done with this video, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Feels at this point I'm just listening to somebody talk about how they want to write their own shit. Yeah, um... Harkins. I just don't know how but this now, is better. His vision is all blurry and he's stumbling around. He figures out now that the Doctor is the traitor. Uh, Paul tries to beat the Sardaukar, but then the drug just gets the better of him and he quickly falls unconscious. We show the Now the Sardaukar have him captured. Wait, how is Paul here, ever going to be able to beat them I guess, anyway? They're yeah, like... I, I guess it's okay. What was wrong with how it was done before? I, I don't know. It doesn't, oh, it doesn't adhere to the three-act structure. <laughs> The, yeah. the Atreides are getting massacred. Meanwhile, the Doctor speaks to the uh, paralyzed Duke, saying that the Baron has my wife. He thinks that I don't know he killed her. Uh, the Doctor reveals that he knows his wife is dead, and secretly this is all a scheme from him to get a chance to kill the Baron. By I don't think it makes sense that if he thinks his wife is dead and there's no hope of getting her, that he would sacrifice all of that... House Atreides to maybe yeah. get the yeah. Baron. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't feel like that makes much sense getting close to him and the he Duke clearly reluctantly does this i mean he puts the poison in leto's mouth and says yeah that i want you to kill that bastard i only went along with this to save my wife yeah i, I thought that's what the movie was doing but he, i guess he's saying in his yeah. version the doctor this has all been just to kill the duke which is like nah to be his weapon he puts the poison gas tooth in which the, is uh, less interesting now. i think and from here things yeah. are just getting worse you know we see gurney along with his men getting absolutely ruined they're dying left right and center then we have you a tell me that's not left, gonna kill right people all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah left right and center we delivered that down. was particularly cringe yeah. 
Zinta. absolutely oh, no. ruined. They're dying left, right, and center. Then we have a moment where Paul's <laughs> mum comes out and he sees them dragging away his body oh, no. and she uses her fancy fighting skills. I don't know, the, the skills she has. And she, she kills the attacker's asses and she's, she's absolutely ruining them. Did you just say she kills their asses? Uh... Yeah, he did. But he talks so posh for so long, and then he's like, kills their asses. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Center. But then the soldier holds a blade, the unconscious pulls blade. throat. And so then, with no choice, blade. she surrenders, letting them take her. And it's all, all seems lost, right? All, oh, it's all very sad. <laughs> a gurney is about to die. Uh, Paul and his mother are being taken away. Like, the Duke is being handed as well over to the Harkonnens. And it all seems very sad. Oh, no, it's going to be a very sad ending. That's when Stilgar arrives with a Fremen at his back, and they lay waste to the Harkonnens with laser guns and bad arsery. This would feel a lot like a bad Han Solo arsery. coming back at the end of A New Hope. Uh, Stilgar <laughs> comes back around, choosing to accept No, I wouldn't. Hope. Just end already. I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm, I, want it, I want this shit to be over. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm glad we got the movie we got. Uh, I'm, I'll hug Dune as it uh, exists and avoid whatever this is. House Atreides as allies. While the Fremen don't defeat the Harkonnens, they do save Gurney's life and buy time for the surviving <laughs> Atreides troops to escape. After the battle fizzles out... Why were those guys arrived. dying on the side there? What? Did you Wait, see yeah. that? Hold on. No. Wait. <clears throat> While the Fremen don't defeat the Harkonnens, they do save Gurney's life and buy time for the- Why- why are their suits going red and they're falling down? Oh, uh... Yes. That's I don't know, a good could question. it be shrapnel from the explosions? So... Or... Yeah, but they would move too fast, right? Yeah. Are they getting... Hmm... Guarded from something? Hmm... Shocked? Scared by the explosion? I don't know. <laughs> scared. Glee. Yeah, can a shield can't block fear, right? I don't think so. Maybe one day, though. The surviving There's... Atreides troops to escape. After They're the dying. battle fizzles out, the are, they, are they dying or just getting knocked down? These corpses. But if it's red, shield that means it's penetrated, right? Something so penetrated the shield. Could it? Yeah. yeah. Could it be the shock wave that's knocked them down, and it just yeah. like maybe if the shield recognizes it, but it can't stop it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't if it know. Recognizes don't know. it, it can't stop it. That just yeah. Well, well, I mean, I think we'll it's fair that, that... We'll let that yeah. one sit, you know? <laughs> we don't need to go back. Good question, though, again. yeah. Lives, yeah. Looming over all of these corpses, he orders Paul and his mother to be taken into the desert, left for dead. So when the Bene Gesserit questioned him, he can say that he didn't kill them, truthfully, but that's because the uh, the desert did. And the Baron then kills the Doctor and gloats to the Duke. I don't like that whole, like, I didn't kill him, the desert did. I don't either, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it's like, I didn't, like, you shoot someone, I didn't kill him, because you know that it was the hole that the bullet left I behind. I didn't kill him, the acid did. But I stabbed him, I didn't do it, it was the piece of metal that just so happened to be in my hand that just so happened to go into them yeah Same you think that, that there is a level of you know ah his whole house is dead and soon the world will be mine oh god <laughs> how long how long one two minutes okay. all right we're, yeah we're close and there's, there's gonna be a minute of ad yeah and then patreon credits too, who is who so. is the ad is it noom or Audible. skillshare or Audible. Audible. Audible? we might, we might okay. see more noom as time goes on from what i've heard Oh no! no. We didn't learn our lesson from fucking the, the Baron what's is that other one. Just having a very <laughs> happy time. He's just having the time of his life. 
And cutting back and forth between these two scenes, you know, we've got the Duke gloating and then uh, Paul and his mum being taken on the ornithopter, about to die. Cutting back and forth between them, the Duke then bites his tooth, killing seemingly everyone in the room, and then Paul and his mother overwhelm their captors and escape using the voice. We begin our denouement as we have the uh, Baron barely... Denouement? You know he literally gets a bono when he says denouement. Just to say denouement, yeah. I don't even know what that is. Fucking storytelling term that refers to, like, the... Yeah, the aftermath or something. Well, it's, the, this is like after the satisfaction the, after climax. The, it's after. It's between the ending. I think it's like the resolution of the climax. I think yeah. is when it starts to go back down again, and we oh, kind of get a resolution sort of thing. Okay. Survive the gas, and Paul meet up with a Fremen in Duncan, Idaho, accepted with open arms. The Baron, recovering, is asked what to do about the Fremen when he says, "Kill them all." And as the final shot of the movie with them walking through the desert, Zendaya says to Paul, This is only the beginning. And then the credits roll. There you go. Man. If you ask me... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, what's he about to say? I'm glad what's I didn't fucking ask, ask you then, jeez. Well, yeah, oh, longest answer me, ever. That rewrite um, fixes a lot of the pacing issues that the film no, had. No, it doesn't. Well, it's nah, shit. It's I'm glad we got what we got. You've made it a totally different thing. Yeah. Not straying too far from the book. I, I didn't ah, like not straying too far from the book. You strayed far from the fucking movie and you said it was too loyal. Legit star booth. Let's just make something up here. Best, <laughs> but it's honestly a shame that so much content from the novel had to be cut out. But then again, it was for oh, oh, the Oh God! End it's the video! Old. I beg you. <laughs> uh, even in the version we got, so many tidbits of world building and moments of character development on, were sadly cut for time. Uh, if you enjoy Dune, but you're craving something more, you want to spend more time in this world oh. as well as see all of the details. Oh, oh, here we go. You, can, you can you can hear the transition in his voice to ad mode. <laughs> you can get the book on Audible. If you want to. Give me money. <laughs> and if you want to learn more about writing, here's this writing book on Audible too. To the screen, a great idea would be his writing book. He wrote a book audio. on writing. No, not, not his. A book. A book. It'll be. Oh, okay. It'll be oh. one of the books. Yeah. It's it's about to say, right. Right. Not the the audiobook is the best produced one I've ever listened to. As I'm recording this, it's the number one bestseller on all of Audible, and I frankly, why. it deserves to be. They got full cast <laughs> yeah. of characters. What was it two years ago? Accompanied by sound effects and music, it's not really an audiobook, it's more so a really well done audio play. If you ask me, it's the ultimate way to enjoy the Dune novel, and you might have guessed why I'm recommending this. No, I, I don't know if I yeah, would. Yeah, careful with that. That's like That's, saying that the ultimate yeah. way to enjoy Dune is in the theatre as a movie, not as the book. It'd be like, whoa, not wait a book. minute. Yeah. Today's video is sponsored by Audible. Uh, really, Audible's a long-time sponsor. Alright, we're done, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. want to see the ad. No. Okay. my channel, and it's for a very good reason. I absolutely love their service, and according to the statistics on my app, I've spent two months and four days listening to their audiobooks. So, um, that hold on, I want to compare. <laughs> okay, it's a contest. I wonder if I could find that information. No, I'm just curious now. I didn't know that that was a thing there. Because I see a bunch of the um the the badges, and I know I got some of those badges too, and I'm I'm curious. Badger? 
Wait, it says, ba not it says badgers, badgers. Total titles, oh. and it's got 2019-50. Is that 2020 and it's up to 250? Do you read 200 books in a year? He might have, because I, I have 20 hours in total. Uh, oh, no, I've got 20 days in total, so that's a lot less. Alright. That's a decent amount of audiobooks there. That's a statistic, um, but I, I, feel, I feel really comfortable recommending not just an incredible audiobook to you, but also, as the statistics prove, one of my favourite sites on the internet. I would be recommending this anyway for free, but the utter fools at the Audible Marketing Department don't know that, so they're actually paying me money to recommend it. I, I, just, I just like the idea of, like, I, I would be doing it for free. It's like, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be dedicating two minutes of your video to talking about Audible. You'd just say what, like, you would wait I would for them say, to sponsor you. Audible's a good service. Yeah, you'd be or, like, sponsor me you first. just talk about things that you like, you know? Like, I'd rec- Yeah, Audible is a good service. I would definitely recommend it. Hmm. I have successfully played them like a fiddle. <laughs> wait, Audible's like probably going to see fiddle. this video, which means they now know that. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, You're hilarious. But yeah, uh, if you click my link in the description or text my code close look, let it end. <laughs> I want to go home. 46% off your first four months of Audible. That's only $7.95 a month. When you sign up, you'll get a credit good for any audiobook you like on their platform. And I can wholeheartedly recommend that you use it to get the Dune audiobook because it's the you said this already. ultimate you way said to enjoy already, yeah. the true Dune story, if you ask me at least. Uh, again, do click my link in the description or text my code. Yeah, just make sure to, to click my link. I would recommend Audible, but make sure to click my link. He's got like the pride face of like Audible. It's good. Dune, great story. And then he gets all sweaty and he's like, but do it through my link though. <laughs> <laughs> 500 and grab Dune on Audible today. Anyway, thanks for watching, and I'll see you guys next time on The Closer Look. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh my god, he has a thumbnail that says why failure is good. <laughs> Ooh, he'd know. I just, I just like that as a statement. <laughs> did, did he pitch his Dune uh, script, and it, you know, was shit? And so he's like, actually, failure's good. I maybe. You're all saying thanks in chat. You're welcome, all right? We learn something new every day. <laughs> like that I've got 20 days of audible, audiobook listening. Oh. <laughs> I think that God, was really that tough was to get fun. through because more than half of it was him sharing his fanfic with us. Yeah. That sucked. <laughs> it's like, why must I... you pain me? <laughs> I think yeah. this will make it better. It's different. Like, it's, it's just a different story. It's just... <laughs> it's like, like, how to fix it, but I don't know. How to fix Dune, right? So there's this ring of power. <laughs> but another Dune was made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh boy, oh the boy. Fires of Remember kids, three-act structure is pretty good, but if your story is in three-act structure, that doesn't mean it's bad. Don't write it off. Mm -hmm. He'd probably agree with you, and they'd be like, except when it's real bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, what does that mean? It's and that you're unlucky with your adaptation. You're like, dude, I'm enough. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like, what are you saying? <laughs> well, you see, the 12% point is when you're supposed to end, you know, have your exciting incident. And then you get a calculator, so it's 
So the number of pages that in your book versus the number of pages to the inciting incident. Ooh, 14%. Ooh, we imagine, like, we reviewed his story and we just went like, I'm afraid your story fails at even applying to the three-act structure. And he's like, no, I created it to do that. And you go, no, it took you 30 minutes to get to your inciting incident when it should be 12% of your movie length. You have failed. You failed, yeah. yeah. You'd just be like, well, you know, it's mo it's close. So I was like, no. No, it's sir. It's not close enough. I failed. <laughs> man, oh man. Um, that was a video. Yeah, it was. It was It was one of them... Oh. Just, 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 just... Uh, there are ones that are much more engaging that are bad. That one was just, like I said, most of that was listening to him pitch, and it was just like, stop. Which just feels a little bit self-indulgent, isn't it? It's like yeah, like, that was the reason he made the video. To showcase, like, your ideas. Yeah. They weren't um, even video, good. Why, that's like, wait, mm -hmm. go ahead. Oh, uh, just, just make a video how you pitch your idea and not say some bullshit claim, like... Um, I guess like he shrouded it in some other concept. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know how much I like it when you are leveraging not only the book, but also the film to, like, pitch this idea. You've got a lot of the material already here. You're just changing it and then, like, taking a lot of... Because a lot of... Because uh, people probably looked at that and like, that was pretty good. And a lot of why that would be is because they're projecting their positive reaction to the film onto his ideas. But, like, if they were just his ideas in a vacuum... There wouldn't be anything there because it's just ideas. It's not. It's not like it's not really anything. Um, it's a little sneaky, but I don't. I don't know if like I doubt he did that on purpose. It's just kind of the consequence of fixing, yeah. you know, something that already exists. Yeah. Well, I don't. Um, I'm kind of glad that's over. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah there was I mean, a lot yeah, to discuss was... in there. I I wish it was. More of just his stupid fucking ideas instead of his stupid fucking Dune ideas. Because <laughs> that fanfic was just worthless. And was everything that came before like, that I was... I don't know what I'm meant to do with it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, that sounds really bad. But at least your, your dumb ideas before that, at least there were things to discuss in there. Like, we could discuss how stupid and arbitrary they were, and we could give examples and explain why. So, Super Chat, <laughs> I guess that's yeah, the, let's do it. <laughs> the end of Phase 2 of, of the Poopcast. Um, the end of Act 2, that was the climax. That, yeah, so now we're, well, we're at our low yeah. point, right? Like We are at our low point, yeah. We're all wondering, what is it all for? Why do we bother? Yeah, I'm going to use the loo real quick, and I'll be right back. In that case, all I guess right. we'll have to discuss some, uh, some other stuff. Please all bear. right. So how about Dude. that, um... About that dune, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to the second one. A little bit sand, lots of sand. What is even oh, worms, worms in the sand? I think people will probably be curious. Like, what are your thoughts on Hawkeye? Not seen any of it, so. I've yeah, only same. seen episode one. Um, so I don't. I don't really. I'm probably gonna wait until it's all out. I meant to watch um, it this week, but then I'm work actually got busy, which I was very upset about because I hate that. Um, sucks. <laughs> I think I'm not um, sure if I've mentioned it here because I don't think so because I, th I think all I have as a take on Hawkeye based on episode one is it was fine until the plot started and then it got bad um, <laughs> and then we'll have to see I guess whether or not it improves or deteriorates from there 
But like up until the whole Kate sneaks into the auction thing and all everything that lines up perfectly for this series of events to happen to bring Hawkeye into the mix, like that's pretty disastrous in terms of coincidences. Uh, but up until that point, it was just fine. Like that's it. It was. It was yeah. I just uh, kind of, uh, I agree with Jay's tweet. I think. Well, I don't know if this. Maybe I'm paraphrasing, but like Hawkeye. And Eternals, they have signified to me that I really have lost my investment in the MCU. I think oh, yeah, I am back. I, oh, yeah. oh, are you guys talking about how Spider-Man is the last thing you even care about remotely? <laughs> I care about Doctor yeah, Strange. Kind of. um, Galaxy, um, I, maybe? I, I, and Guardian, and Thor. So there is stuff, it's just not here yet. We've, yeah. we've had a year of... Because uh, Black Widow was really pretty painful. Shang-Chi and Eternals is like... Ugh, you know. Um... And then I guess characters who we had some investment in, like Wanda, there was significant damage dealt there. I wasn't super invested in Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, but but the investment they, that I had was seriously damaged. With the investment I had, um, they could have gone from me being like, mm-hmm, to, oh, God, yeah, they're my favorites, you yeah, know? Yeah, they, they absolutely could have, uh, but they, they screwed it up, and Loki was pretty much catastrophic off from the very beginning, yeah. Yeah. Loki um, makes it so that we shouldn't care about anything in the MCU. And now I guess we're going to see the consequences of that in No Way Home and Multiverse yep. Madness and I guess everything else that's coming out too. Um, I get super worried about Multiverse of Madness in particular. Though. Yeah. Um, well, dude, Spider-Man might deal some significant damage to Doctor Strange. Uh, it might, it and Spider-Man. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and Spider Potentially Spider-Man too, yeah. Um, and of course, we'll need to see like where they go from here in the future with these characters. Um... But I mean, if, if if the leaks and rumors regarding Multiverse of Madness are to be believed, like, man, that film seems like it's going to be a mess. A mess of just references and cameos to other, like, existing, like, Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, hopefully Thor will be fun little adventure. Um, and then, then what's after? Black Panther 2, I think, is the one after that. Uh. Um... I wonder. <laughs> I do wonder about that one though, because like that yeah. that film was like halted production like halfway, and I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. And then, uh, what what are the t Moon Knight? That could be cool. I I'd like for it to be cool. That, depend that on the trailer is, uh, for that one. It's a matter of just. It will. Yeah. Oh, see what my brain does. Execute on that idea, please. I guess then She Hulk. It's like. Maybe we can do something with Hulk for once. Maybe. <laughs> like, we haven't really done anything with him for a while. Maybe she'll be, like, an interesting character. And then... Uh... Miss Marvel? Uh, yeah. Uh... And Secret Invasion. That one gets me worried. I wonder what retroactive stuff they're gonna do. Who they're gonna mm. reveal was always a scroll all along. Iron Man. And... Oh... Why Probably not, but fuck not. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it, it might be somewhat yeah. important. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then there's Arcane. Everyone keeps talking about it. Uh, we should watch that. We'll go. Me and Fring will inspect it at some point. All right, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll give it the yeah, old scrubberoonie. I want to watch, watch right. it at some point as well. I just don't have the I don't know, the gusto, <laughs> if you will, to watch I it right now. I'm not super... We're halfway through I, I a different TV session. show right now, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I want to watch Succession. That's the show that I hear a lot of good stuff about. So I'd what, like to now? Watch that. Succession? It's like, okay. uh, I think it's HBO. Like, I know it's got the guy who was in, a, uh, one of the guys who was in The Big Short. Hmm. 
cool. So yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else people would probably want us to know what we think about, but uh, I think that's the main stuff, right? Oh. Yeah, I think the next one that comes so. out is probably Spider-Man, right? It'll be Spider-Man, yeah, probably. Of I'm which... definitely going to be watching that in the in the cinema as well, because so, I want to be up to oh, Yeah, I got my tickets one. already. The, I was going to uh, say for everybody... I can't buy tickets yet. Wait, that's, that's not going to line up to be episode 166, is it? Uh, it, it may well, it's two weeks from now is, is, uh, when it's, that's, yeah, it might. Apparent well, for me, kidding me, at least it's out at the 16th, <laughs> apparently. Uh, yeah, it comes out, uh, I think it comes out on the, so it is, it is not this week, it is the week afterwards. So there will be an EFAP yeah. this coming <laughs> week that will be the week before Spider-Man. So, yeah, two episodes uh, from now hmm. is one, though. Yeah. We'll have to figure out something for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how we're going to make that work. Yeah. Don't worry, chat. Well, That'll all make sense work, to you right? at some point. We can, uh, we can figure it out. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm trying to figure out a naming convention for the, that will make this make sense, continuity-wise. Um, I mean, numbering. I guess that one would be 167, right? If next week is... This was 164 this week, right? Am I... Yes. Yeah, this is so The next one will be 165, so you just need to... Uh, yeah. And then, and then that could be one six seven, unless we skip next week. I'm very lost. Almost, what are you saying right now? If you need it to time, I uh, we we should talk about it off stream. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> very well. Uh, but yes, um, we'll be doing uh Spider Man a couple days after it releases in everywhere, basically. Yeah. Come I here believe for the myself. Springy, Jay, and Rags have all booked, so we'll have at least us yes. four. If Metal um, gets to watch it by then, he'll probably join us. We'll probably have a big cast for that one. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the tickets to be available. They're not available here. Uh, really? Yeah. A friend of mine they're said they're going to go really? online like at the 12th. Hmm. Oh, the cinema be... in, my, in my place where I normally go, that they, they Does... don't have any. You might end up not being able to see it before the EVAP, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm checking like every day because I'm probably gonna watch it late anyways. So I, I hope I get to, to see get it Friday at the, at the latest. I hope. I have got pretty early one, um, so I'm good because I, I, I want to try and avoid uh, people information. Yeah, and spoilers and takes that yeah, are gonna I'd... be getting tossed out there. Because like, oh, even yes. if I'm not joining you guys on the EFAB, it's probably people are going to be asking me about it, but now I just want yeah, to... Oh, this is definitely a cultural movie. movie. Yeah. Biggest yeah. movie of the year, for sure. I think it's already projected that it's going to be making, like, as much money. I'm pretty sure that the projection at this point is, like, 600 million domestic. That's Jeez. huge. <laughs> that's, that's a lot that's of like, money. That's like Infinity War numbers. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you compare it to the other Marvel movies this year, it's like, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's gonna but, get, make more money in America than it's gonna uh, make like than the other movies made overall. Yeah, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you know. I'm I'm happy to join you guys if you have some space left. Uh, for Arcane? Or... No, for <laughs> Spooderman. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Gosh, why would you bait him like that, Rex? So cruel. I mean, I'd watch Arcane. Oh my god. So anyway. Should I get started on reading some of these messages? Which, by the way, I'm not sure how much longer I have, so this could cut off at any moment. Um, but, there will be a Saturday where we're releasing a full EFAP live uh, that's already done. When that's happening, we're likely going to just record an offline catch-up. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll definitely... We're not going to be going 
backwards with our catch up, okay, everyone? We're going forwards. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. Anyway, uh, number one. Merry Crimbo, everybody. Fringy, fix your icon, please. <laughs> I'm working on it, all right? I'm doing it this right now. That's what year. I'm working on. I don't have one from last year. You have you in a parka. The little, the little, oh, the, that, was, the that was two years ago. That was two years ago. <laughs> you one two I years like ago. the... the... No, this is relevant. Like, oh, well, it's not from one year ago, so... I know they don't expire, <laughs> but I want some novelty here, so I'm gonna, I'm, I, I'm gonna give me, give me some suggestions, chat. There's snowmen. There's like elves, gingerbread men. I like Krampus. that. I actually, I already like that one. <laughs> I wonder what that's gonna look like though, because it would have to be totally flat. Um. Oh, I stole DK's giant that? banana. Oh, good man. <laughs> Nasty. Oh, I have, I have goodies. Uh, let me see. Put these in here. Keep, keep, I, keep have, I have, I have goodies. Right? <gasps> One moment. Oh, Grinch art style. That's a bit of a challenge. But we'll give it a shot. Oh, check this out. A penguin. <clears throat> Just randomly a penguin. <laughs> See, we're oh, all doing our this? thing in Dune. Oh, that's awesome. That's, we got that's our, really cool. We got our Baywin oh, nice. Dune picture. It is very neato. I, I like that a lot. Metal is our moisture provider, I think, as well. <laughs> moisture Yeah, provider. unlimited moisture. <laughs> Official moisture provider of Those little bottles that just say metal tears. So yeah. That's, I think that's canon now. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it's just called Log. I like that a lot. Log. I like that. That's really neat. Excellent work, Baron. Beautiful. It's getting savoroonied oh, cool, yeah. for sure. There we go. <clears throat> Hi, Rags. Hello. Happy Crimbus time. Best holiday since sliced bread. Hi, Frongy. Hi, Mumblo. Hey. Hi, Mootle. Oh, it was the best holiday oh, way before sliced bread. Uh, Except one of those, like, Bacchanalian orgy holidays. Good. Yes. Uh, why are we talking about Dune Spundo is coming? I like that Spundo Man <laughs> is basically taken over now. Spundo. I just can't not say Spundo Man. Spundo Man. Spandon Tetund Fjunden. Mm. Mel would translate that, but we don't want to get banned. Yeah, I can't, I can't say that on, on life. That's. Mm -mm. can do that. Um, like all the slurs. So this has one and then a skull image. Mauler's stand is named Symphony Number no. 9 in D minor. OP125 aka Coral. Its ability is Gravity Zone Creation. Uh That's a JoJo reference. Is it? it? Is that just like is is it or is it just weird shit that doesn't make sense? So you can just say, oh that's a JoJo reference. With its hands I mean, it can create same an area thing really <laughs> where all gravity is intensified, land people, objects, and animals are affected, its range is five meters. Okay, and they've got one for you as well, Rags. Um, oh my goodness. Your stand is named Country Roads. Its ability, <laughs> Clinging Motion. It allows Rags to move on any surface regardless of the shape without falling off due to gravity and inertia weak to bronchitis. <laughs> That's good. Don't get bronchitis, Rags. I don't want to get bronchitis. I talk for a living. He got bronchitis. 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 Remember Very that well. meme? 
that's getting to the age where a lot of people might not remember that meme. We're all old now, Rangs. We're all ancient memers. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo rappers gonna be enjoying this EFAP for the next four-ish hours at work. Let's go. Wow. Nice. I guess they've already headed home now. We're at almost <laughs> yeah. five and a half. Noise. Noise. Super chat number four, telling EFAP to play Deep Rock Galactic. It's good shit. I did, uh, I did pick it up because of the alpha. Good. Yes. Yes, uh, Deep Rock Galactic is insanely good. Very, very, very good stuff. Highly recommend. Um, Oi, Molly, Fringoiza. I'm only 6'3", and my mask is disposable. How do I find the courage to get past the first robot in Soma? Alright, no, <laughs> don't. Stop it. I, I mean, if, if you play it, you I might don't even be able know to... That... Yeah, I don't even... Yeah, I don't even know what he means by that either. Yeah, but, it's completely yeah. baffling, but... Yeah. Thinking of playing it this year, Fringy? I, I would definitely play it... Uh, wait, this year. Oh, wait, this year is nearly done. Oh, you almost got, got him. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you sneaky. <laughs> yeah, there's me asking you to play a game within a month. That's just... Sneaky. Yeah, that's sneaky, alright? It is sneaky. You know it. Chat shame him. Yeah. Use the little hey. bell. Wow, wow. You're just gonna <laughs> encourage public shaming. Jeez. Hell yeah. If you haven't played you Soma... You know what? Some people should be shamed publicly. Like Fringy, if I'm not playing Soma. Yeah. Some people deserve... Yeah, some people should be shamed. Wow. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> I can believe it. Uh, I'm doing a Dune review. Coming soon. It's mostly recorded, but having a few hiccups in terms of editing. Any advance... Sorry, advice in terms of getting footage or programs I should use? Or should I just get an editor? Should you just get... No, you should learn to edit. So, yeah. learning to edit, it is... It's actually, like, easy. It's not complicated to edit. Because probably about... Like, 90% of the stuff that you do is going to be, like, five things. Um, and you don't have to make... You don't have to have complicated editing to make a good-looking video. Mm -hmm. uh, they, uh, so it's definitely something that you should learn to do. You shouldn't start off by just going, oh, yeah, I'll just pay someone to edit my videos. And plus, editing your videos is a way to put your own style yeah. into, um, into your work. It's an extra dimension of how can I make what this video mine. Yeah. It's a good new skill. We want to we even we realize encourage people to learn new skills. Realize even realize errors maybe even in things you did or you recorded. It's like, oh, that doesn't sound really good. I might want to record that sentence or whatever. Whereas um, an editor is just like, yeah, I'm just gonna edit. I don't really care what's happening in this video. I also go as far as saying learning how to edit is better than ever right now because there's gonna be more videos to tutorialize you. <clears throat> yeah. Than ever. As for um, those other bits and bobs, just Google's probably gonna be a friend with a lot of this. Um, mm -hmm. Footage you can get a shit ton from YouTube. I said this before. It's a really great source. You can get a lot from YouTube for yeah footage. Uh, YouTube will have a crapload of clips uh, and bite-sized chunks. There are other places on the internet to obtain other copies. Not that I know what they are, but I've heard there are rumors. You know. Um, but, yeah, you have a lot of options at your disposal. And I use Sony Vegas, but I've heard 
I've heard great and terrible things about all of them. Yeah. So pick which one you like. It'll probably be a-okay. Yeah, Premiere's pretty good too. Um, I used to use it um, back to Vegas again. I started on Windows Movie Maker, so. Oh, I, yeah, so did I. Um, not for Don't long, use though. it though, it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it got worse. Like when they updated it, they removed features. I think it did get worse, yeah. Oh, that's always um, really. Yeah. It had, but it good. didn't have any to begin with. So what did they <laughs> it take was away? Like, the most basic. I remember using thing. it. I can cut things here and there, and that's it. Like early two thousands, I was using Movie Maker, and I remember it was the new one came out, and I was like, "Where the fuck are my buttons?" And it's like they don't have them anymore. <laughs> removed a bunch they of. Don't stuff. want to confuse you with all those scary buttons. Options, terrifying. Windows buttons do things. Windows things always knows better do. than you. That's oh, yeah. just, like that's YouTube. How it works. Yeah. You don't want a dislike button. No. You need admin rights to delete this folder, but I'm the only one using this PC. There's no other users. Yeah, yeah, but you Liar. know how to do this. Yeah, but... Uh. Liar! Lies. <laughs> so many funny lines involving lies. <laughs> Betrayed me. Betrayed me. Um... Having not read the book, I found this movie to be very average and a little confusing, but shrugged it off thinking there was context I was missing. Um, I think you'll have a better handle on what you think of Dune 1 with Dune 2, but, uh, you know, you can still... Uh, yeah, I think they tell you enough. Judge it as is. I watched Dune three times and never got bored. Oh, wow. the seal of wow. approval. Springy Stand is Holy Home. Its ability, Disease Carry. Oh, no. um, using his Stand's mask, it gives Springy immunity to most diseases and allows him to hammer space. Hammer space all bacteria to be used whenever. Boy, what is this law? I have no idea what it means to hammer it's space all bacteria, but that's what you do, Springy. That's what, you what do. somebody claims, but I, it's unfamiliar to me. <laughs> I refuse to accept that that's what I do. Yep. Damn straight. My parents got Disney+, Plus, so I started watching the MCU finally. Holy cow, Phase 3 started out awesome. I loved the car scene in Spooderman so much. It's one of the best MCU scenes. It's yeah. good fucking stuff. top notch. Yes, it is. Michael Keaton, man. He fucking needs to be yeah. taken advantage of. He's a great actor. He's very great. May, look, he's gonna be Batman again. That'll I, be an adventure. It's just such a funny reality we live in. <laughs> you told me, like, oh yeah, you know, when I first watched Batman Returns, you'd be like, so, don't worry, in 2022 or whatever, the Flash movie will come out, you'll see him again. I'd be like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what say that again? About? Because nostalgia will be fucking milked to hell and back. yeah. The thing about nostalgia, it always has been milkable, but like it feels that we are in a different era. We're in a new this era just, of milkable. Yeah. yeah. Feels weird, man. Uh, do you expect, except Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, as a Christmas movie? <laughs> Was that a Christmas, Christmas movie? Was did Christmas oh, happen well, to that movie? Like... I don't. I know it snowed at one point, but I don't. I can't remember. Oh, at the end. Yes, at the end. That's right. I Is remember. it Christmas at the end? I... 
I don't know. <laughs> it came out New Year's ish. It came out around. near Christmas. Yeah, it could make sense. Yeah. I think it came out on Christmas Day, actually. Rags, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Take one for the team. It happens. <laughs> uh, Maxor's Bloodborne review, Kill God's Doll Waifu Simulator is pure LSD, good rat. Also, get DJ Peach Cobbler on. Also, hi, Rags. I have not seen the video. DJ Peach Cobbler? I don't know that person as a creator, but maybe. Maybe at some point. Who knows? Lord Longbone of Mewplington Abbey, have you given any more thought to a Kong Fap of Peter Jackson's Long Kong? <laughs> when there's less going on? It's a movie fap for the ages. P.S. Ho-o wagsies. Scritches for the good boy. Oh, hello! Um, yeah. Some point, for sure. I'll be happy yeah, to I'm watch that. Kong Fap with these lads and we can comment on what Kong Fap did compared to other Kong other Kongs. <laughs> we haven't watched uh, Kong vs. Godzilla yet. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. None of us four have seen that, right? No, I haven't seen it. Which no. one? Kong and Godzilla yeah. slapping. No, I've not, not seen no. that. Yeah, we, we will do it eventually. It'll happen. At some point, we'll all have unlimited time forever, and then we'll do it. <laughs> unlimited time. Power. No, no time. Yeah, time. Um... Not gonna lie, I was so confused. Why do y'all have Christmas icons? It's June. Then I realized, no, it's December. What year is it? Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. I hope you get that issue sorted. I mean, it's alright. <laughs> just rely on us, on to uh, our icons, just to tell what, what month it is. You know, we'll try and change them every month to match, alright? We'll do it. I'm not sure what sort of theme we'll go for, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we could do like summer, winter, like like the seasons, maybe. That's going to be difficult though, because mine will just be the opposite of yours at all times. Yours will be. Well, not, not that just that's just world building. You might think that it's an unusual detail. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this just checks out. Um. Apparently, Thought got to see a screening of No Way Home. He basically summarized it as "You're in for an oof." Seasons greetings, Rags. Hey, who did Thought Theater? Mm-hmm. Wait, sorry, screen. I heard that press screenings haven't started yet for that film. Oh, I, I saw some tweets just in general that press screenings happened. Oh, okay. I I thought that they were starting, like, because I think the movie premieres in a week, and that's when I heard that they were starting. No, I saw, I saw spoilers out there. Yeah, I saw tweets as well about press screenings, I think. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's well, what I heard anyway. Uh, the film is more than prepped to be an oof, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a big well. oof, for sure. <clears throat> Any plans on Moolah to update some of the playlists soon? Gotten a bit behind on movies and Batwoman Season 2. Uh, thanks for everything. Hello of peace. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll update the playlists soon. Uh, Moolah is pretty much up to date now as well in terms of, like, there's some stuff ready to come out, but it's mostly up there because there's a lot of stuff that's recorded and just not edited yet. Um, after we had a bit of a crunch with October, uh, with getting those Resident Evil ones done, and uh, things just slowed down a little bit. But there's other stuff going on, which is which is why. Uh, before we try and make some sense of that when we close out today in terms of what you can expect. 
Because I would have preferred to tell everybody to make sure to watch Dune before this one, but I was like, I think, I don't know if there's... Most people have seen it who wanted to see it, right? It's been a while, mm -hmm. I don't know. Ours, yeah. I would hope so. I'll be right back. But, um, we do, we do have some stuff coming up. Uh, happy holidays, Toxic Brood. Have you guys considered doing an EFAP mini or other type of video in future regarding Netflix's adaptation of Cowboy Bebop? Hope you're all cozy this December. Hi. Um, Hi. I guess I hadn't considered it. Um, it doesn't sound like shockingly unreasonable. I've just heard nothing but horrific things about it. I think everyone would fucking hate it if we didn't see the original before seeing the Netflix one. And I'm I have seen the original. The original star, you know? um, I haven't, and so there's so much that all of us would have to watch to be able to have the capacity for that one, and I would just... Sometimes I'm just like, we might not be the ones for that one. You probably got a lot of people mm -hmm. covering that one, so you should be okay. Uh, I know a lot of YouTubers within our sphere are planning YouTube videos for it, and I know a couple people have done some streams. Uh, but I am so unfamiliar with that content. And uh, to get familiar with it would take some time, and we've got a whole bunch of other things we've got to get done too, because we might be covering Hawkeye, I'm not even sure yet. We'll have to see what they do. And then obviously Especially we're doing... Though, like... Uh, what they do to, um, uh, Kingpin. Yeah, <laughs> and... And of course, uh, for all I know, I could watch, like, a couple of episodes of Arcane and then be like, oh, we gotta talk about this. You know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know myself. I mean, I'd, I'm happy to watch it. I, I hear consistently really good things about it. And it certainly looks interesting visually, so... I mean, honestly, man. Nice shake up, so who knows? I'm not sure that I've seen something more praised in... Like, I'm trying to think of the last thing that I saw praised as much as Arcane. It's like, uh, not That's even cool. Squid Game was that high praised. Yeah. Could uh, be interesting. Yeah. Dexter EFAP? The new season's pretty dope. Uh, I didn't watch much of the older ones, so... Not gonna be... Uh, I don't know about you. Did any of you guys watch Dexter? No! no I don't know anything about Dexter. Yeah, I've, I've heard different things about this this new season that came out. Is that just like a one-off, or are they... Like... I don't know. No idea. Hmm. Rags, since I'm a dog, I can practically wear nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Haters, stupid, <laughs> yeah. sexy rags. And they ended in brackets, high fringy. Hey. One of the perks <laughs> of being Simpsons reference. animal. Don't have to wear anything, nobody bats an eye. True. It's nice. Fun fact, the amount of Jesus imagery in Zack's DC movies prompted w, uh, WB to market them as Christian films before they came out. Is that true? Are you sure? I wonder <laughs> if you're not just I with us. Are you sure? I have a difficult time believing that. I also have a difficult time believing that. Not impossible, but I... yeah, maybe this is a meme, I don't know. Not impossible, but... Im no, improbable, but not impossibly. That's, uh... Oh, I screwed it up. Hold on, one more time. Improbably, but not impossibly. Now, if you got... if any of you get that reference, gold star. Simpsons. No. South Park. Yes. Margaritaville, one of the best episodes of that show. Also, if it was in The Simpsons, the episode would be called Marjoritaville. Yeah, probably. <laughs> also, bonjour to Rags. Hello! And, 
the Australian lizard and the other guy. Lizard? Yeah, they called you a lizard. You right with that? I... that's not true. Hmm. Well, they, they what said... What do you mean, hmm? They said hi directly to Mel and you didn't even say hi, so I guess like none of you guys are feeling particularly generous today, I don't know. No, I Except guess not. I guess I'm just in a shitty fucking mood. <gasps> <laughs> no, I'm fine actually. Today's a pretty good day. I got my power back way before I, way I, like I'm I'm pretty over the moon right now. I um I'd love That's to know the original is that the dangerous? origin of that. Um, well, technically, uh, because unless you have like a spacesuit and stuff, you could be in some serious trouble. Um, but I, I didn't expect to have my power back at all today, and maybe not even tomorrow. But. Uh, it is back. I'm, I'm very glad because my life sort of comes to a standstill in a lot of ways and my power uh, goes out because yeah. I don't have like, like if the Internet goes out. Well, at least I could work on videos and stuff and I could get a lot of stuff together and you know, da, 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 da. at least I could do things like play games, too. But if the power's out, like I can't even like hang out here, you know, so I just I just went to my folks place and, you know, just hung out with dad for a while. Uh, we talked about stuff and things. And oh, it was Mac. great. And so here I am. I, I was able to make it back. That's always a thing in my my mind too. I know how long EFAPs last. So I'm like, oh, you know, if some horrific, terrible <laughs> catastrophe happens, they're probably still going by the time it's done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you got back for the beginning of the second act. We're now in the third act. You know, it's just all didn't miss much at all. So it's basically closer look of proof for what we're doing right now. I think Ooh, so. I, I thought I thought that might be where you're going. There we go. We have a three act structure in yeah. our EFAPs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Closer look approved. Very nice. I like it. Uh, I'm mostly sending this because I like you guys and want to give you money. But I'll say something for, con for content. Uh, the multimedia medley has been my favorite stream in recent memory. Hey. Oh, boy. Oh, I I'm really enjoyed it, too. I did as well, yeah. Now the pressure's on me to fucking <laughs> create another one at some point. <laughs> Probably. Guys, it well, took we like... Could, we could all... I mean, well, I was going to say, yeah, if you ever find stuff you think would be funny for us to cover, just throw, throw it into the group chat and then I can cycle it in, maybe. Yeah, I'll keep my mind, uh, or I'll keep my uh, mind on doing that, yeah. But uh, that I wasn't... Like to, uh, I liked him. I like that multimedia medley concept idea. It was, it was a collection made over like two months, I think, so... You can, it was just a series of littler things that I was like, this wouldn't work for a full episode. Then together they create a full episode. Beautiful. But if we work together, I'm sure we can uncover the secret. That is a reference. Wait, you don't have the secret? Rags, I don't know what you're was... referring to there Cause... or what commentary you're making. That's very baffling. Well, I was... No idea. Well, I don't know. I was just saying this multimedia medley thing. I was sold on the idea that you had, you knew this secret and you were going to give it to me if I like worked with you and did all, did all this stuff for you. So I, so you're telling me that you actually don't have it. You, you're saying you lied to me on this no, very important no, aspect no, no. of... We can discover the secret of the multimedia medley if you... Kill children. Is that right? I mean, it sounds all right. You sound pretty trustworthy. I require no evidence to work Excellent. with you at all. I am. I'm going. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna commit. I'm just. I'm just glad that you. Uh, yeah, I made a very strong argument. Um. All right. What's next? 
Imagine if in No Way Home there's a no Andrew or Toby, but the new Spider-Man that's taken over from Tom. Uh, while Tom goes to do Unchart the Uncharted movies. Well, that's the big twist. There's just some new actor and then no other. I like it. It is kind of funny to me, right? Because I thought that not having them in the marketing was a bad idea because everyone knows they're in the fucking movies and you may as well use that to attract people. But there are yeah, enough people, people love to see it. there are enough people who are hyper-obsessed yeah. that are saying like, wait, what if they're not in it? It's like, oh, this is actually yeah. working. Okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, you gotta go to find out. Yeah, like, like maybe well, Sony do know what they're doing. Because I, I see these people who are just like, oh god, you know, maybe. like. You know what, Mahler, I think it works really well both ways. I feel like just intuitively the uh, telling everybody they're in the movie, even just for one shot, can get you more exposure because that's a guarantee. But uh, maybe... yeah, like the very end, the little the little ending yeah, image it's... for the trailer. Because I don't think that ruins anything for the movie. Yeah, because we have just confirming that they're in it in some regard. Unless they pull a fucking rhino on us, um, <laughs> I would be super excited you know, as a Spider-Man fan. Um, just to see, like, oh my gosh. But, Name but one Spider-Man movie, Mr. Spider-Man Spider -Man fan. Spider-Man 12 uh, to remodeling my home. 12 angry. Spider-Man Spider 12 to remodeling my home. I That's the one that was controversial, right? Yeah, yep. they did a complete facelift of uh, Spider-Man as a character. And everyone was like, Spider-Man shouldn't be in a good home. <laughs> that's yeah. wrong. I want to see Spider-Man suffer. Also said a lot of slurs in that one. This is very racist. I think very that was a smokescreen. I think everyone loved that and then started to claim they didn't just to try I and fit in. Slurs in the bigotry of the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I think it made it more Spider-Man than ever before. <laughs> if my Spider-Man isn't racist, it's not my Spider-Man. Spider-Man should be like real spiders and fucking suffer. Oh no. Oh my god. Um, y'all should do. No, spiders are great. Spiders tell the future, man. Fantastic. Uh, y'all should do a redebate of Task Two. Ta task Two. Tasm Two. They must mean Tasm Two, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because that would autocorrect on a phone for sure. Tasm isn't a word, as far as I know. Um, some particular people Ooh. still think it's good. Hey man, there's people out there who think Black Widow is good. We covered one of them. Uh, there's people out there who think TLJ is like the greatest movie of all time. We've come across a lot of. We're trying to say there's a lot of idiots in the world. I just, I mean, I've said it before. And I'll say it again. It's like Tasm Two. Before you get into everything else, it's like Electro just like fucks that movie completely. If you guys were like, I want to make a movie with the enemies made of electric, I'd be like, uh... Made of electric. Don't. Maybe don't. <laughs> Maybe don't do that, yeah. <laughs> It'd be really fun and cool. He's gonna fire electric at Spooderman. You're like, yeah. Is that that fun? <laughs> Maybe we could figure something else out. How about a guy who dresses if as we, a bird and we steals together. things? Right, hmm. I very... Quickly made my my Christmas profile oh, image. Oh boy! I was gonna say Christmas list, and I was like, "Fringy, why is this relevant?" It's, like, gonna, it's <laughs> gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We're gonna you know just give me a minute to export it all and get it all. 
We're waiting for Ingy. Jeez. No, you can keep you can keep talking. That's fine. I'm I'm still. Wow. I'm getting it ready. This guy just like halting the entire flow of the podcast to tell us nothing. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up for Ingy. What the hell? So mean. Rags, when are we telling these five? Tomorrow. You know, if you want to do it tomorrow, I'm I'm here, baby. We can do the day after, I guess. The day after tomorrow? Yeah. You can watch that movie and then tell him at the end of it. <laughs> Isn't I think my uh today my dad actually told me he wanted to go see Moonfall. Is that like a oh, new Roland, Roland Emmerich. Emmerich? That is that's Roland. Yeah, Emmerich, we yeah. we like yeah he, he and I we we sort of like those stupid fucking popcorn cruncher I movies. Like them too. I yeah. I like him, so he was interested in seeing that. So I'm uh. I want to do Armageddon for Efat movies. It'd be great. Most Michael Bay, right? But still, same thing, in terms of like enjoyment. Uh, any plans for Arcane? It's not perfect, but the character stuff and world building is top notch. See, just everyone fucking recommend it. Just keeps happening. Somebody sent a super chat saying it's crap, so we can finally say, well, you know, it's not, from what I've heard, it's not, you know, it's a mixed bag. <laughs> you guys are alphabetically in order. Hi, Ragustus. Ragustus? I Hi! We are in alphabetical order. I think that's how Discord calls organize yes. the uh, list. <laughs> you know, I didn't think what Rag said was that funny, but I can see it. <laughs> I'm looking no, at the freest pic of Avatar, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Fringy, you okay? Gingerbread Fringles. You just don't look like you could move very well, I don't know. <laughs> and you look oh. terrified, I'm not sure. <laughs> it was so perfect, it was a changed writer was looking at Discord. <laughs> 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 Alright, now oh, that that's so like you get back to doing my other work. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it too. I think I think it's fun. Uh, now I gotta update it on the Twitters. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to do that too. Mutually, I'm a very casual with multiplayer and don't generally get Get told... the fuck out of here. Oh god. Cas <laughs> filthy <laughs> filthy disgusting casual. casual. Oh great. <laughs> Uh, and don't get generally pulled into them if I'm not having fun. Also, I miss the days of Momofit 2 lobbies. Is League safe for so a man like me? Also, high rags. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm not the person to ask this stuff, honestly. I'm just so out of the loop on multiplayer. They, they got rid of all chat in League, I think. That's the that's the thing they're doing. Yeah. Oh, really? I can't oh, remember boy. if they've done that yet or not. I... People in chat will have better updates on that. I'm but not yeah. up to date with League at all. I think I played League last time, like two years ago, maybe. It'd be know. funny if Arcane ends up taking over it in terms of like a popular icon IP thing. Yeah, mm. that'd be, well, that would be interesting, actually. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 just, I don't know what to recommend to you. If, you. if you've been watching EFAB, and I feel like this Super Chat was probably prompted by the episode, but we basically all lamented how those times are dead. <laughs> So, yeah. I was thinking about it the other day. It's like, yeah, there used to be like a minute where you got to interact with people and change your class, and there was there was a you know, and people talk shit to each other in the in that lobby. It was uh, it was fun. It was it was a social space, but those social spaces are gone. Yeah, and they're sanitized. Yeah, they are super. Sanitized. It was nice to talk shit to the other team, or just like talk to the other or team, which yeah. you would just like have conversations because everyone in the game 
was just like talking to each other. Like there was a sense mm -hmm. of community in these games and you just- That culture is gone now. Um, yeah, it's getting eroded. Like you're, you're only supposed to play with like a couple of your friends in some private yep. chat that nobody else can get into. You're not mm -hmm. like, yeah, you're playing this game, but I mean, at what point should you might as well play against the bots, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like you camping piece of shit, I stabbed you because you, yeah, that's right. You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> I hate you, go kill yourself in Minecraft. And then, you, know, you didn't even you have to say in Minecraft back then. That's right. Once you get back to the lobby, it's like, who was the prick who was like, you know, and oh yeah, you have to use the Spaz 12. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of us, like, yeah, some people don't need shotguns to do well. well. I'm just saying, exactly. but you know, you do what you you do what you got to do, man. I mean, yeah. you do what you and have it's to like, do. It's part of the game, dude. I'm sorry, like, you know, am I not allowed to do and this? Am I not allowed to use the gun? It's in the game. And then the next game, because there'd be like lobbies that would keep people together, yeah. uh, that person might be on your team, maybe in your squad, and they're your friend now. Your yeah. friends now. Yeah. Now together. your friends. Last game was last game. Your friends now. You're yeah. on. Yeah, you who have to choose the other who side. Voted for snowbound. <laughs> like... do, do, do we need to lift up to that camping place? I got you, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys miss the days of getting together to play on Piccadilly? No. <laughs> no. No, actually, fuck all the people in that Only game. map's so bad that I'm pretty sure they took it out of the rotation. I can hope they God, I, re I remember when we played the beta. That was when it was over at your place, me play. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is fun. Then we all bought it. And then after a week's like, man, this is shit. This sucks. This I is just like an fucking force simulator. Um, yeah. I do like that game. Way too much camping. Man, the balancing. Oof. Yeah. Fucking Piccadilly. What a shitty fucking map. Like, I can't <laughs> believe that that made it through. So bad. I can't believe that. Fucking hell. Everybody hated it. The fucking Piccadilly salt on EFAB that just keeps... Like, this is always gonna be there. It's like a trigger word. Piccadilly's like... It's foam in front of your mouth. Like, yeah. How could they do that? Yeah, even... It, it's nice to... Because I'm, I'm just playing Battlefield Five casually as we talk about all this stuff, and... You still just have people that you play with, and mm -hmm. they never say a word. Um, no one really talks in this game, uh, but like you just get good teammates, and you want to stick around with them. Like you'll never see them again, but you know I just want to be in their squad because they're pretty good. And you recognize other people on the other side, and you're just like, man, I want to, like I want to get them. You know that, that guy over there who can apparently all he can fucking do is sit in a plane all game. But it's like I just want to, I want to take him out. I'm gonna equip my Flieger Faust. And I want to shoot him out of the sky. Oh, that's fast. I want to I look at the scoreboard and see that he's dead and he just ate up another death. Yeah. <laughs> Scoreboards are not allowed anymore as well. I can't believe they did that. That's insane. <laughs> I just can't look at the fuck. Oh, it's such so Everything's bad. so sanitized. They just want to keep everyone... They want to keep that fucking game sanitized so that nobody leaves, I guess. I guess that's, I think that's their, I think that's their, that, that's, in their minds, that's the plan. If, if we don't have, you know, these lobbies that get toxic, then people will want to play the game for longer because they don't get angry at the toxic people. And so they'll play the game more and they'll want to spend more money in it or fucking something like that. Looking at the player count on, on Steam, that's, that's, that, that obviously worked really well. I think they were down to like 20k active players already. Oh, dude, like, DayZ had more players than Battlefield did. Dude, imagine. Like, what a fucking embarrassment. 
Like, yes, there was a drop-off, but geez, this is a substantial drop-off. Especially for Battlefield, like... Yeah, Battlefield a lot of people are playing Battlefield players. 5 now. I, I bet, because Battlefield 5 is actually pretty good. It is good. I, I'm even quite liking you, Battlefield 5 quite a bit. Yeah, even before you, you mentioned it, because we randomly, like me and my friends, we randomly picked it up. Because like, oh yeah, might as well pick it up. Because they had it, and I just got it on, on it's Steam. It's cheap now. Because it's yeah. fuck, cheap as fuck. I, I got the definitive bit, like, edition for 10 bucks. This is good. This is pretty good. Yeah. I really like Battlefield 5 quite a bit. It's uh, They did a lot of really awesome stuff in this game design-wise. Clearly learned a lot of lessons from Battlefield 1. Improved mm -hmm. a lot of uh, mechanics that were introduced in that game. They, they did a lot of really cool and interesting stuff. A lot of interesting sort of design choices that they made. Um, in 2042, just shot, over every, shot all over everything. Yeah, I can't believe what they did with this game. It's insane to me how horrible it is. Oh well, I'll just <laughs> I'll just sit here and play the old ones that everyone else is playing. Yeah. I'll play my other games and I'll play my double A games and my indie games yeah, and, exactly. and the good ones. I'll just give my money to those people, those companies. Yeah. Apparently, there's a there's a talking about like the indie games and such. There's a Blasphemous DLC apparently coming out. I'm interested in that. I don't know if you're even aware of that game. It's like a roguelike, roguelike, rogue. No, that's not true. Uh, Metroidvania. Sorry. Pretty, pretty cool. Looks pretty neat. Played that on Steam, uh, on stream when it came out two years ago, I think. But yeah, there's like a DLC coming out. I'm gonna check that out. Probably gonna be good. Uh... Always nice to have indie games to fall back to because they're mostly really good. But it is as bad as 2040. We're not talking about five because five's kind of great. Um, but you know what? You 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 made a shitty trailer. You pushed bizarre place to try and push the diversity thing. In the yeah. World War II game. Uh, it is the biggest issue weird. with this game. Aesthetics are aesthetics are fucked in this game. But once you can get over that, it's a it's a real fucking gem. It's a shame too. They they um. The vehicles in this are stellar in terms of the design and a lot of the, the, the details they put into um, is the way they look and kind of getting a lot of the aesthetics right, the different types of vehicles, and like the, a lot of great vehicle stuff in this game. And then the infantry, like the gameplay for the infantry is great, but you know, mm -hmm. half the characters are women and everyone, other other persons in this kind of like, eh, is that really an outfit that they would wear? Or is it, eh? <laughs> But once you can get over that, it's a. Uh, once you can get over that hurdle, it's some mm -hmm. good shit. You guys should do an EFAP video game movie arc for the new Mario movie coming out. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you have to play all of the Mario games? I'll see you in two years. <laughs> well, no, I think it would just be. So the Mario movie with Bob Hoskins, that would be the obvious one to do before that. But then I guess the Silent Hill movies, Sean Bean's in those. We've done the Resident Evil ones. Maybe the ones from Uva Bull did a whole bunch of them, right? I do not know which which ones. The... He did House of the Dead. Hmm. Oh, those were fun arcade games. I beat House of the Dead too with my uncle once at an arcade. Oh. That was fun. All right. Let's put a big recently, maybe on that. I recently uh, rediscovered my my light guns that I had for my PlayStation. 
Unfortunately, I don't work on, on uh, flat screens anymore. But apparently, the, uh, someone linked me a Kickstarter or something where they, they're developing currently light guns that work on, on flat screens. I might want to look into that because having those arcade things in your home is pretty, it's pretty fun. It's pretty, pretty cool. Sorry, Greg's good looking does not make a good game. I literally just said that. It's bad you know, that's looking, fine. right? You listening. <laughs> no, I mean graphically the game looks really. Oh, you you good. mean this, the aesthetics? Um, yeah, but the aesthetic, the infantry aesthetics are really fucked. Yeah, but just, vehicle aesthetics and the look of the maps is stellar. The second time today that you say a thing and it's just like the opposite <laughs> is interpreted. Like you clearly weren't listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, clearly, we're not listening. Hey, Fringold, Fringoid. Yo. How does it feel to live in a country that is committing medical apartheid by putting vaccine mandate dissidents in concentration camps? There's <laughs> a lot of words. Yeah. I, yeah, that was a lot of words. So, nice question, or...? Yeah. <laughs> it just... <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, do you really think you're gonna get much of a response when you do questions like that? It's like, EFAP is very much invested in the whole, hey, Let's talk about movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Try and avoid them realtisms. Uh, love you guys, not you, Metal. Oh, fuck you then. Hey, they might have adored you. They just didn't love you. Well, they did a bad job. Oh, of adoring you. You gotta taking your schlemes away. Yeah, that's how upset I am. Hang on, I'm just gonna write down the timestamp you said that. I'm gonna have to remove that from the vod. Yeah, fucking better. Otherwise, Shleem, we're gonna Shleem, get Shleem, banned. Shleem, Shleem. <laughs> oh, look who's in chat, Theo T Tree. Yeah, fuck that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Dunny? Well, Dunk. 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 Dunkirk. Dunkenheims. Everybody looks the same in Halo. Nobody has it with a different armor. Everybody looks exactly uh, the same. Suddenly that comment is like... That's happened to my FOV as well. My FOV is all like... Oh, no, it's 100. Okay, I just don't look it. Alright, continue. Very it's well. in metric now. Uh, boop, boop. A lot of background and details were lost in the, in the adaptation that are important to the plot, so I'm optimistic but concerned about part two. Was there? I feel like mm -hmm. we got a pretty good amount of info to work with. Well, I know the big complaint a lot of book readers had was Dr. UA was not fleshed out enough because he's like hyper significant to the drama of the story. Maybe they're referring to stuff like that? I do not know. Maybe they're talking about the travelers. Travelers. Uh, Heil Ragler. Heil! Um, oh, there you go. Theo said, I have to say, I didn't really care for it. I don't think I'd call it bad, but I found it very uninteresting. You're uninteresting. Is it? Is it because oh. it didn't adhere to the three-act structure, Theo? Is that why? <laughs> it probably was it. I, it was probably was he, what he was typing to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is great video I can recommend you guys. It'll, uh, it'll get the point across straight away. It will be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Theo just gets like an official letter you've been banned from EFAP. 
What? <laughs> An email, yeah. If ever you're caught recommending a video that's been covered, that's an automatic ban. <laughs> Even if it's a good video, <laughs> if it's been covered. Uh, did I say Heil Ragler? I wanted to make sure. Um, I think so, but just in case, Heil. Heil. Oh. Greetings! Personally, I like the movie, but I think it's doomed because they only had three hours to shove almost 100, well, sorry, 1,000 pages uh, in. It's not an excuse, just a shame because I love the book. Also, hi, Rags. Hi! I guess we'll have to um, wait for part two to see if it completes yeah, it's, the whole yarn. What I hear a lot is just that there was a lot to pack into a movie. We always knew it would be a difficult thing to make into a movie. Um, I feel like Denis did a well, I can't say how good of a job he did if I've not read the book, I guess, but in terms of just the movie itself, it's a movie. It has a story. It did that, alright? And to oh. some, it was uninteresting. Talking about Spando, apparently. Uh, to Chads, they loved it. Apparently, there's a first look at Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, part one, that's been released. What does that mean? I think like a, like a sneak trailer thingy. For the new oh, into the spider. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard that that was coming out today. Yeah, I just wait. So um, what is it like? It's... Trailer for a new show? Or? No, for uh, the next no, part for of the into sequel. The spider -verse. Oh yeah, but I'm very pessimistic about that because it's not very, being made by yes. the same people. Um, yeah, yeah. Why I would you make then. something that good and then for the sequel just give it to new people? Uh, well, it may because for Lord reason, Chris Miller, I think busy. they're involved in a lot of projects, so yeah. that would probably explain it that they're busy. I mean, after all this time, you'd think he's like, I'll just wait till they're free. You know, they did such a great job, and everyone loved it. Um, well, yeah, but the problem is that like when That's you're in a studio like that, you wouldn't want to do that. But probably you just you want to get these things out, and if they're not available, they're not available. You can get someone else. Which I guess would be a big misreading, right? Because a lot of it is stemming from that being a pretty good creative team. <clears throat> who tend to pretty consistently do well. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Um, seeing dislike feels like a damn command. Feels like a, feels like a damn command? Like, damn spelled D-A-M. Uh. Um, it's, it's, it feels awkward, but I'm glad that I found the extension that got rid of that thing. Okay, yeah. Wait, uh, which? Damn command? It's just awkward seeing dislike. I think that I think he's saying that it feels oh. like he's being commanded to dislike because it's in big bold letters saying dislike. Hmm. And oh the like, yeah, the that like makes is sense. relatively yeah. small by comparison uh, in size on the UI. Yeah, I quickly got an extension that restored the. Uh, yeah, restored that. Uh, but anyway, guys, good luck finishing Batwoman, uh, so you can move on to High Guardian Spice Hail. Oh, High Guardian Spice? Is that an anime? I, it is like, I it's a, it yeah, it's a that, tune, it's like a shitty, supposedly shitty, crunchy roll produced quote-unquote anime oh, thing. About, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Everyone hates it, except for the the only people who don't like it are, coincidentally, women haters. It's crazy coincidence. Hmm. Um, oh, dude. I don't know if you heard about it recently, but that, that trailer that Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman put out for that little show. <laughs> yeah, all the white Christmas supremacists Inc. got to it. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, Seth Rogen said that he, 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 tens of thousands of white supremacists really were upset. It couldn't by just be show. that yeah. people didn't like it. <laughs> it no, no, he's people. right. Those white supremacists, they, you never know what's going to trigger them, and they it just is, they come it out. It is utterly implausible that I made something that people didn't like. That's mm. that's not possible. It's funny because I, I watched the trailer yesterday and then I sent it to Fringy, and I wish I would have recorded your reaction because all I heard was like, oh, fuck. Oh, why? It's like, <laughs> it was really bad. Uh, so was, bad. It's like... Painful. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, you never know what will trigger him, and um, I hope Seth can, you know, survive the attacks from the horrible white supremacists that are ruining the reputation I, of this wonderful show. You think it's really wanna, clever to I just make DM a video on it. tell them to fuck themselves instead of reacting to it publicly. It's like, oh, okay. Good it's job. eight episodes is all that there is. Um, I might watch it to do a video. Oh, no. um, Say do all it. that there is. Good luck, right? Yeah, well, well, about 20-minute episodes each. So it's not like crazy long, but it might be a fun little project to make fun of. Yeah. Um, Hail Rags. Hail. The score was like a person screaming, and I disagree. Light skin, handsome Squidward, was a bad actor, and hated the contrive force. I mean the vision. It's not like, contrived. It's clearly a very special power, and explains how he got it. Mm -hmm. um, also, I thought I thought uh, he was he was good. I found him to oh, be yeah, I think all neutral. I yeah, don't I have, have anything no. to say about him. I don't know if, how to rate him as an actor, but I think everyone else was top-notch. I don't know, because like yeah, a lot of people are no... saying like, he's playing the character perfectly, and I'm like, uh... Okay. Yeah, a little, little on the dull side, I suppose. Not much in the way of, like, charisma, but, you know. We shall see how things progress. He's uh, going to be Willy Wonka now, right? That's, uh, that's his next big thing. What? <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll I give him a chance, Willy I guess. Wonka in, a, in a movie like that's a prequel about Willy Wonka and this factory. Oh, that's what we needed for Willy Wonka was a prequel. <laughs> Willy Wonka Wait, a Star Wars story. Spider-Verse Part 1? Oh boy. Is there already going to be like a confirmed second one? A Wonka... a Wonkaverse? Hmm. No, uh, that's the Spider one. It says Part 1. Oh? Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So does that mean there's going to be a Part 2? Presumably. I don't I'm know. I'm just taking a look now. Um, but yeah, as for... I, like I said, I like the score. I know plenty of people didn't. Um, the main character, I know plenty of people found his acting bland. Others don't. It's uh, difficult to, to figure a lot of these things out definitively. Some people like bagpipes. Some people don't. And as for yeah, the, the visions, I don't know if they're that bad when they're literally not even giving him the future, they're giving him potentials slash mixed signals. Yeah, um, I, I thought they handle it pretty well. And that it comes from him being trained in the ways of the Bene Gesserit, if that's... Oh, be, 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 ben, Bene Gesserit, Ben's, yeah. Yes. Ben Stiller. <laughs> um... Hello, first time catching you live. Catching up on the old episodes. Currently at fifty-one. Wanted to ask if you had have if you'd have Dick Masterson on the show. Uh, he follows you on Twitter, the Communist. He's fun. I'm the master of dicks. Communist. Um, I'm not against having him. Sure. Yeah, I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. 
talk to us about Kuma or whatever. It's fine. Hey, that's my job. I saw a review that said Santa Inc. made them hate Christmas. Yeah, uh, based on what I've seen, it's pretty, it's pretty awful. Because there's Seth Rogen doing hate the, Christmas. Damn. There's the trailer. There's the eight episodes, and on the HBO Max YouTube channel, there's like four little, like, more sort of trailers where they do these shitty skits. And I understand mm. there's only so many times you could say that something isn't funny, but I think it's the the just the the staggering amount of no creativity mm. in anything. There's just absolutely zero creativity in any of the jokes in just in anything. It's so dull. And like I haven't even smiled at anything yet that I've seen. It's 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 like any when when you when quote unquote comedians write a show, you would expect the show would be really funny. Hmm. But it's just like I guess that's good enough. And then they move on to the next joke, quote unquote. Can anyone I else guess that's good enough. Hear any white supremacy? I <laughs> Sworn. Oh, we're surrounded in it, don't you know? It's everywhere. Yeah, like whenever you talk about the show, it just I start hearing like all kinds of white supremacy. I just I wish you'd calm down, you know. Enough. They make they make Judaism a really big thing. Cause I guess Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman are Jews, I guess, and they just they really just go on and on and on about being fucking Jews. It's really important that you know that they're Jewish. In the trailer? Jewish stuff. Yeah, like in their little in their little promo stuff, they constantly go into Jewish stuff. Okay, what, what, sorry, weird. what is this show about? It's about Christmas. Well, so Christmas is about so Christmas is about celebrating the birth of a Jew, I guess. But they they really really go into just how they're Jewish, you know. Okay. It's it's weird. Well, I don't really intend on watching it, so you have to let me know if you do uh, how good it is. I do. I do intend to watch it. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, I, I did a month of HBO Max to get all the eight episodes because I couldn't find a good rip of them anywhere. Because people care about the show so little that there's not even <laughs> rips of them. So I'll, uh, I'll watch them there. And um, you know, HBO Max it lets you download shows to your phone oh. or tablet, but not to your computer. It will not let you download shows onto your computer. Only that's, your phone or tablet. That's, that's weird. That is so weird. fuck HBO Max. <laughs> but they're celestial. They're epic. Massive. They're bone chilling. They can fucking chill their bones elsewhere. Boom, -doo -doo -doo. Where is Fringy's Christmas avatar? Well, there you go. The the I I'm I'm on I'm I'm I don't know if it's a gingerbread a gingerbread fring or a fringerbread man. <laughs> I I think I'm I'm still trying to figure out. I like gingerbread. Uh, a ginger fring man. I, ginger fring man is alright. I I would keep the ginger. I would definitely. Well, keep it needs the to ginger. be gingerbread because it the old because it's a gingerbread man. So it is gingerbread. So it should probably be a gingerbread fring. Gingerbread plague. A gingerbread doctor. Gingerbread. The gingerbread doctor, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, just don't know. let people dip you in milk. No, that would, because I would just get soft. And that would be, yeah. that would be scary. Mm -hmm. Dune is objectively bad because I hate sand. Oh. 
<laughs> it's coarse. I mean, it is coarse and rough, and it does get everywhere, like across a whole planet. Yeah, even. it's Jeez. all over the place in Dune, I will say. I mean, name the planet Dune. It must be. Mm -hmm. So it's it's hey. nuts. I finally encountered somebody who's got Master Chief's helmet, and it's like, man, did you have to pay for that? You probably did. Probably did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one isn't unlockable for free. Like, I'm out by ten thousand dollars, but it's okay. Yeah, it's Master Chief's. Um. Helmet. Yeah. <coughs> Um, first time watching live, finally. Love what you guys do, looking forward to today's show. By the way, I don't think they'll make a Dune film that owes the books justice, does the books justice. A lot of people feel like this one did, I think. Uh, I think that's the general perception. Yeah, it seems... If I was like honestly generalize the perception of this film from what I've heard, I would probably level it the same rating I gave the film. About 60%. Right. <laughs> like... Seems yeah. to be where it's settled. I heard a lot of hate, but I also more heard love. And uh, I heard a lot of boring, which isn't a very compelling argument for me. Nope, because like, I uh, didn't find it boring. Well, so. Do you know what got called the boring the most in terms of newish media, Ringy? Mm. Hmm. Bly? That'd be Bly. <laughs> And that sucks, because Bly is great. It was boring, though. Mm -hmm. It was even that scary. Um, oh, we're talking about Israel? Hi, Rags. Hi! <laughs> Alright. Um, the director is overrated, by the way. I mean, okay. I like his um, eye. Um, I, he's great when it comes to shots, and he's more of a mixed bag when it comes to overall, because Sicario is excellent. Well, he's made, yeah, that's one of um, my favorite films, so I do like yeah. him. Sicario is very, very good. I, th I think he's quite talented, um, but yeah, he is a bit of a mixed bag, because then you have, like, Arrival, Blade Runner, it's like, oh. The, admittedly, well, depending I really on who you're talking Arrival to, those are both masterpieces. It. I really like the yeah. first half of Arrival. Well, I, I just remember when I watched it the first time, I thought it was really cool, but um, I'm not so sure now. I think that's one I need to rewatch. Uh, but I haven't seen his other movies, Prisoners, and I, I hear that one's really good. Yeah, Prisoners. Yeah, I, I saw Prisoners. I really liked it. Give me your shotgun. No, I need it for Mario Kart. The man not entitled the wet of his shotgun. Um, I think one of the things I loved about Dune is that it's not made for everyone. It's not like Disney slash MCU. The wheel building reminds me of Lord of the Rings. 10 out of 10. Oh my. Um, um I think I would agree this... that it is, it is less of a product than you would expect for such a high budget uh, yeah. thing based on a well-known IP. Yeah, there, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't seem like it's super corporatized to sell action figures or lego sets oh no um, but yet they could because i they I'd could buy a LEGO yeah set for some of that stuff there is there is <laughs> a there's an earnesty to it like it it really mm -hmm. did come across as this is the vision of a filmmaker and they actually yes. had a good vision uh not a lego baron um, harkonnen stomach yeah i'm getting one of those, uh, <laughs> one of those. I, I, it had this great sense of dare i say epicness to it um <gasps> I really enjoyed. I think so too. Um, 
Well, it enables interesting travel in a oh, sorry interstellar travel in a roundabout way. The precognition you get from it lets you find safer paths with faster than light travel. Yeah, from what I understand, the spice gets given to people in like these chambers until they start to sort of mutate, and then they have the ability to be able to see where you would end up, and thus be able to tell you which place. I are see. Safe. Okay, I thought it was like yeah. fuel, literally. <laughs> No, they, so one of the things that I thought was interesting was that they completely just skip over that part. There's no they folding space it. sequence. Yeah, they mention it, yeah. but they don't have any sequence where they show it happening. Yeah. Um, or, or it really, yeah, it, it's just like, yeah, we did it. They move on with the plot, which is fine. I think it's just interesting that they just sort of went out. Just, you know. Um... Hello, fellas. I love the old RTS games. Dune 2 and the semi-remake Dune 2000. Good old Westworld Studios. I try to find my physical copy. Uh, oh, physical copy for Nostalgia Feels. Also, hi, Ragazzizzizz, cute doggo Hello. outfit. Hello! Oh, thank you That's very much. That's an adorable doggo outfit, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much. Squeeze into it. It's It feels weird. You know, it, it's it's fine when it's seasonal, but having this thing on, you know, it, it's an odd feeling. I it it's weird. I feel more naked with it on. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. Like like next time, like next time you're naked, right? Only put on sandals, and you'll just feel more naked. What? Because it emphasizes how naked you really are. I think I think that's yeah. I think so. I think that's how it works. I've never thought of that, but that's uh, that, I'm yeah, not gonna it do a, it. I'm not gonna give it a try, but uh, it's an interesting thought. It's, it's easy. It's it's just the next time. You know, I, you're I know in a it's easy, but there are a lot of things that are easy that I still don't feel like doing. Oh, I think you should, though. I think it's really important. Hmm. Well, like, that's just like like politically opinion. or uh, environmentally. Right. Oh. All right. Awesome. We're losing. Sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. I need my damn challenge points. Why? Well, you don't get anything for it anyways. Yeah, uh, but I'll get something. Oh, yep, now we're gonna win. Awesome. <laughs> nice one, Metal. I just so don't care about the progression in Halo anymore. <laughs> it didn't take long. I uh, was thinking what I could play to wind down for like an hour yesterday, and I saw Halo, and my brain was like, um... Oh, we won. Yeah. Cool. Which uh, yeah, happened I, a lot I'm faster than I thought it would. Too. Exactly. I was like, oh, that is a bad sign that I'm feeling that way already. It was like after a week, I was like, oh, okay. And then when the event st uh, stopped, it's like, oh, what's the next event? It's like, there's no next event right it's now. January. Like, oh, it's cool. in January. It's like months away. How the f well, I thought yeah. they would. I thought they would at least like rotate events. Well, yeah, th this is stuff I never... This happened with Fall Guys. It's like, okay, retards, let's let's work together for a second, shall we? And have a rotation yeah. of events. How about a mode where everyone... We, the one we were talking about for you and stuff was just like, you, you just limit particular equipments, particular weapons, and you create dynamic mm -hmm. modes. Run them once per week. Every week is a new one. This takes, like... I can't imagine how long it would take for a fucking programmer to sort out. You don't need any new assets, okay? That's the important part. Yeah. Just make... Rocket launcher and the uh, grappling hook modes. Okay, that's one. Yeah, Ooh, you should definitely make that rocket. Infinite, uh, yeah, like instant recharge grapples. on your uh, grappling hook, and that could be yep. fun. 
That can be really well, fun. We should have these modes. But I mean, again, they, I think they put out a tweet recently where they said that they're working on implementing uh, Slayer. Free Slayer um, and, which, that's insane, isn't it? We're working on Gosh. implementing uh, Free For All. Um, it's like, I think come also on. they're adding. I think they're adding bomb assault. I think. Yeah, no assault. No, you know what I'm? I miss yeah, but, Juggernaut. But in what way are they going to implement it though? They're just going to well, fucking shit it on some playlist, and then you have to get well, lucky to get it. That's that's one of the big problems with this game right now. Is I need to be able to choose my game modes because I don't want to play oddball. I need total control. That's what I need in big team battle. I don't want to keep running. I'm not throwing the dice to just see. Hopefully that I get it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to play a lot of big team battle modes. Like, I don't want to play the... I don't think anybody wants to play the seed one where you swap the seeds around. It's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, if the game mode's not that fun, people aren't going to play it. Yeah. It's like, how yeah. did you screw design, this up? Design fun things. Come here, or yeah. a lot make of these the are just like in... About the playlist, we're so disappointing. Wait, what did he say? Oh. Wait, about what? The or let us vote. But no? Th Th yeah, Thunder but... just wrote, community director and manager put out tweets about the playlist and they were disappointing. I'm just curious what they were. I think it's that they're like nowhere near close to being, like it's it's gonna take some time. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, no, I don't know his name, so I, I actually, <laughs> I also am in the middle of the game, so. Um, I, <clears> Yeah, <throat> it feels weird, right? These are problems that we solved, like when fucking Halo 2 came out. I mean, Halo 2 had a um, lot of great modes. And it had a lot of great features in terms of just letting you pick and uh, pick and choose these things. It didn't restrict yeah, your absolutely. ability to... You want to play like... this? Boom, done. You can play it. And so that, the that's the there. problem, right? I can only assume that the reason why these features aren't there is because there is some monetary goal. Like, I, that's what I have to assume. Because if you had it sorted out that long ago, why can't you do it now, you know? Yeah. Can't be that hard. Um, yeah, sad face overall, and god damn it, there are ways to solve your problems right now, at least in some way that doesn't cost you that much dev time, I would hope, mm -hmm. anyway. You know Fiesta? Yeah. If someone said, like, what's better, mm -hmm. knocking that off now and so you have nothing till January, or just keeping that one as a permanent thing, I'd just be like, just leave it on. Just leave it on, yeah. Leave it there, give me the option to play Fiesta all the time. At just least like it's a... another mode, no, for fuck's sake. You need to play it at this specific time, log in at this time, that's how we make money. Fuck off. <laughs> if you make really good content that keeps its value, people will pay for it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, speaking of jokes, fuck, marry, kill, puns, dad jokes, or edgy humor? I'm gonna marry uh, edgy humor. I'm marrying I'm marry edgy, edgy humor, humor yeah. as well. Yeah, I wanna be around it all the time. I wanna bathe in edgy humor. Um, and I think I will fuck puns. Um... And kill dad jokes. Bye, dad jokes. Oh, I yeah. As much as I can appreciate dad jokes in a meta sense, like they're funny because they're dad jokes, and you recognize them, and everyone's like, ah. I really like puns. I think puns are great. I know you like puns. Yeah, I'm puns surprised are... you didn't marry puns. Well, I just you know I, I don't it. I would if if all of the humor was edgy. I think I'd like it more than if all of the humor was puns. So I I guess I'd want to be around it more in that sense. Right. Um, check out Quinn's ideas for Dune Breakdowns. He's been making videos on it for at least five years. Well, yeah, if you're, oh if you're interested in some Dune stuff. I imagine there's a lot of Dune tubers right now. 
doing. I've I've seen recommended like a lot of Dune lore channels. Duber, Dubers. <laughs> I think they prefer Dune tubers, right? That sounds better than Duber. I first off, that's not true, but I guess they can. I mean, call themselves what they want to, but in my heart, they are Dubers. My dude, please help protect me. That's okay. Protubers? What sounds better for any Dune Tubers or Dubers? Uh, Dune Tubers. I win. <laughs> a lot of lot of wrong opinions around Defeated here today, but that's right. Defeated you in the marketplace of ideas. Dubers sounds like an insult. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I'm just saying it sounds like an insult. I'm not saying that it is one. Rags has been stumped. All right then. Uh... There's one. Oh, that's the tweet, is it? So, yeah, they're gonna add Fiesta tactic. Oh, so yeah, they're not adding the uh one bomb assault or anything. Okay, <laughs> well that's that's great. Uh, no King of the Hill either. I I'm not even a big fan of King of the Hill, but like it should be there. I don't care it for it that much, but I'd like it. It's I want these it's, modes it's not all the time, grimy, but every once know? in a while. Yeah. I want to play these modes every once in a while to shake up the no. three modes that they have. I, I want to play a game of, you know, oddball, and then a game of assault, and then a ninja knot, and just something like that. And of course, it says that the team uh, is going to aim to get him by the end of the year, which means, you know, it's not guaranteed that they'll be out this year. Um... And I can imagine if it's not out this year, it'll take a while to get it done next year because of Christmas breaks and things like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know if they got the time. That's the problem. Like, because these things really needed to be there at launch. All I want for Christmas is an objective view of the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, so that's an idea we had, but the problem with that one for me is just that that one will time. take... Time and effort, not only in editing, I mean, but yeah. just in terms of coverage. The Matrix requires, like, uh, to iron out not only how the trilogy, like, fucks itself, but also how this fourth one is probably going to fuck all of it up. Like, so I'm not sure what we're, where our plans are for that just yet. Too many things came out at once, even though this was, like, a slower year than what we could have expected. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Next year's gonna be pretty nuts. So expect us to release coverage of things, but who knows what things and when. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, so an EFAP movie's doing Dune 1984 and the TV show version and Dune 2021, but it's very disappointing. None of you watched the original movie. Um, I haven't seen. I didn't want to see though. the original movie before seeing this new one. Because um, I didn't want to know the story. Anything about it, yeah. Yeah, I, I preferred not knowing. Because uh, I'm assuming that the original one's going to line up, at least in a lot of ways. Listen, I don't know much about it, Rags, but it just feels like he should be very good at Halo multiplayer. Yeah, I am very good at Halo multiplayer and the MCC. Uh, but the Infinite is... I think I'm not, I'm not as good as Infinite as the other ones. Of course, I've played it far less. But... 
it's the one I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just already done with it. I got like a dozen hours in it, and I just, I have no. I kind of quit charms while the it. game is loading. I wanted to add a charm <laughs> to my pistol that I just unlocked, but I can't do it while I'm loading the game. Yep. I'm, I'm way better. I appreciate in, in what you're talking about, Ryan. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm way better in Infinite than I'm in the MCC. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not I feel sure. Like this, I, I feel like the game is, the gameplay is the same. I don't know why I'm doing way better I'd, in the Infinite one. Yeah, I, I feel like the gameplay is pretty different. Um, I, I'm just I'm I'm a lot better at like Halo Reach. I'm pretty darn good at Halo Reach. Um, and I'm just I'm I still think I'm pretty good at Infinite, but not nearly as good as you know other stuff or as uh, other Halos. Just shame it doesn't matter that I'm doing very well most of the time because I'm only getting XP for challenges. That's... Oh, you have twelve medals. Yeah, fifty XP. Have fun. Yeah, that sucks when you do really, really well in Halo Infinite. It's like, oh, you made progress to maybe getting experience one day. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, thanks. You know how to get people to really play to win? You give them a lot of goodies if they win. Yeah. Yeah, instead of giving them rewards only for like doing these stupid challenges. Yeah, especially challenges that might make you go out of I your way to not play the game objectives. Modes. Yeah. Um. By the way, that Dune TV show—I was shown a clip from it. Um, it was fucking hilarious. I would—I would show you guys, but no. How easily that is. Yeah, I saw it too. I saw it too. So, I've not seen any clip from this. I didn't know there was a Dune TV show. It's on Sci-Fi, from the nineties. Oh I shit! Think. Then. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy because I've heard some people say that they really like the TV show version. I was just like, really? Like, I guess I may have seen a bad clip. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, 4.5 out of 10. Good visuals, weird exposition dialogue, and dragged out story, though. I need more info about this universe to care about any faction in this. I don't know. I felt like I really did kind of care. Um, I really want to see what, you know, I, I really want the Harkonnens to get theirs. You know, I feel bad about, I, I feel really bad about what happened to Leto and the Atreides guys because they seem like pretty nice dudes. Um, you know, I liked Duncan and I liked, I kind of liked everybody. Um, you know, it's nothing spectacular. I'm not, this isn't going to be an example I cite for, you know, amazing characters in media. I'm just like, no, I just, I just liked them. And I, you know, I went, uh, you know, good things to be happening in the end. Yeah. I like Leto too. I wanted more of him. I'm sad he died. Yeah. Oscar, man. He's happy to get out of Star Wars. <laughs> you can just feel it. Gets to act. Gets to be a character. It's kind of unreal to think about in retrospect. Like, <laughs> yeah. He always wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. Loved Star Wars. He's fucking got his way like up the ladder for acting just by fucking fantastic performances. All kinds of roles. He's like, here I go. Here comes Star Wars. Ends up saying, I don't want to touch yeah. this thing unless I need money. It's no, like, I'll, I'll do hell. Marvel, I'll do Dune, I'll do anything else. <laughs> what a fucking mess. Now he's going to have career as Moon Knight. Hopefully a good character. We could use What's the thing, man? Right as with what we heard about Will Smith, I'm sure all these actors are like, look, I want the Robert Downey Jr. package, okay? If I'm coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the one where I get uh, sidetracked in someone else's mood. That's the thing, if someone's like, oh yeah, you get to be, you know, fucking this character, Blaze 
night or something, you're like, oh, cool. And you're like, you will be in Captain America 4 for five minutes. You're like, oh. <laughs> oh well, I guess yeah. there is an element of that, right? Like, Kit Harrington plays a character who will be a character maybe yeah. in a later movie, not right now. You don't get anything right now. And that's the thing, you've got to negotiate. you got to be like, is that worth it? I guess it might yeah. be. So I guess in response to my thing about winning and giving experience for it, someone said, but then you just end up with everybody playing the same because winning is the only thing that matters. So one, when I never said winning is the only thing that matters. At least I don't think so. Um, but like, I you if, if you winning. had two teams of like four, eight, twelve, whatever people, and everybody was playing to win. Yeah. Oh, how I relish such games! Yeah, so, you don't have people... times. I, I I was like the only one playing the fucking objective on my own, while everyone else yeah. was like going. Yeah, whatever. You know I don't want to play the objective around. if I need sniper kills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This dude's over there. Like, we're, we're I'm trying. I'm on this battlefield game. We're playing. We need to hold objectives to win. And fucking Phil Dinkerwich is oh. over there with his sniper rifle, get, going three and twelve the whole game. Mm. And this guy is over here, and he's just sitting around waiting for a plane to spawn because he needs plane points. Right. So how do you feel about the, the Santa guy in our battlefield with the Santa oh. hat? Oh, fuck it. It's so it. What's worse is that it doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Yeah. It doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. I was expecting they wanna, stuff like that. Classes died so that you could get Santa Claus. Yay! Mm -hmm. Thanks. I, I, I got a drink in the freezer failing. I gotta get, but yeah, I fucking hate that shit. At least they had the good sense to decide to not put that in, because it's just so tasteless. Yeah, but they'll try but, again when people don't care as much. Yeah, yeah when in in a in six months, when 12 people are still playing, and the only, they're the only people who care, they'll sell it because they know that those few people left will buy it, because those people yep. have stuck around. Yeah. But, but, like, Battlefield 5, they stopped Battlefield 5 and working on it, so that Battlefield 2042 could happen. And that sucks. <laughs> that sucks so fucking Dude, yeah. hard. Imagine all the manpower and hours and stuff that went into 2042 just, you know, distilled back into just hours, and then that's put back into Battlefield 5. Like, well, apparently, well, um, the, the, the rate of attrition of the developers' dice is, like, significant. Horrific. Um, apparently, something 58... Like half, yeah, you got, you got the stats of the yeah, 58% of the people who are working at DICE right now were hired during Battlefield 2042's development. <laughs> and I think since Insane. Battlefield 1, like, almost 80% of people... 70, yeah. yeah, something like, like 70 to 80% of the people are just not there anymore. And granted, that was like five years ago, but still... Man, 80%? Still, oh. But that, that just seems to be happening because you keep hearing yeah, these stories right of people who jump into like the video game industry, they want to work on these big games, they get in these big teams, and then they get destroyed like mm -hmm. working on these projects, and then they drop out, and then you've lost that talent forever, they're gone, they don't want to be part of the industry. Um, yeah, it's completely burnt them out. Yeah, like, they're just burned out, experience. they have to work really hard, they don't really, their contribution to the game is a lot smaller than they probably thought it would be. Yeah. Um, and, and that really sucks because, like, you need to retain that talent because that talent becomes the new directors, the new design leads, art directors. You you need you need the young people who enter the industry to stay in the industry because the older people are eventually going to leave yeah, when they you know get old yeah. and retire. Um, and what happens when you don't have those people? Uh, they've quit because they don't want to they don't want to do this anymore. You know. Um. 
And I mean, you know, you should just treat people better, like, when it comes yeah, to, in general. Much. Um, crunch is a really concerning part of the industry, but I guess the problem is that I don't know that broadly that consumers really care that much about Crunch. Like, I'm pretty sure the because Red Dead Redemption 2, that was, like, a big controversy, right? That people had been working extensive Crunch. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm pretty sure that, like, 90% of the people who bought that game had no idea about that. They were just completely oblivious. And even if you told them, they wouldn't be that concerned. Like, they wouldn't care that much. Um, so I don't know how you fix that problem, other than unions, I guess. Like, if, mm -hmm. if developers unionize. Which I'm surprised there isn't a game developers union at this point. I mean, there's unions for film industry. Yeah. You got unions for like actors, unions for sound people, and lighting and grips and things like that. But video game industry doesn't really have that. <laughs> Excellent, by the way. Uh, an aspect of the shields not explored in the movies is that if lasers are fired at the shield, it results in a subatomic fusion and a nuclear explosion. Why do, why do people keep telling us this? We talked about this. Well, to be fair, that's a super chat from before, so maybe they. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Right. It's unreal <laughs> to me that that's just this accepted part of. Dune's fucking world. It's just like, man, that sounds like That's really insane. exploitable. Yeah. Mm. Sounds easy to set up. Just get a laser shot at it and you get to nuke a whole place. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, the shield allows slow to go through because it needs to allow air through. Also not explained in the movie. Correct. Um, and this is the thing. I am more than... So this is a good explanation, actually, of where the books come in. If someone says, in the books, they say it's to let oxygen in, we can then go with that idea in the movie. And it's something that I think is relatively reasonable to infer without dialogue, because it's just like, think about it, why would they need stuff slow to go in? And it's like, oh yeah, I guess if it seals everything, they wouldn't be able to breathe. You know, you can you can make that assumption, and then we can talk about that as a system. We don't need you don't even be like, well, why even referencing the books? You'd be like, well, I mean, it's just the book as an idea in it. You could have come up without the book with that with that idea. Um, this is the thing. I'm sure the Dune book is incredible. I just uh, I don't I haven't read it, so I don't know what I'm criticizing from that. I'm just trying to stick to the movie. I'm trying to stick to the movies, yeah. <clears throat> Um, the movie's method of exposition is godlike compared to the book. The book was more of a display of ideas than a story. Mm hmm. hmm. Oh. Then again, I the book is older, so conventions about exposition and stuff. Yeah, I'd wonder if over time, right? That book is from the sixties or the fifties, even. I think. If you have like ten pages of a character reading the description of a planet, and he just goes over all the details in that point of the book, you'd be like, well, that's just something that they thought worked back then. Yeah. Paul's pain noises with the box were horrible. I'm back. What's up? Yo. Apparently, Paul's pain noises were horrible in the bot with the box. Oh, are they supposed to be? Well, I don't, I don't know if that, that's a complaint or if that's a comment on the acting. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, uh, as someone who's been around people who are in pain, uh, Pain noises come in a variety of styles. Um, yeah. They're often they're often almost funny on their own if you don't think about the context. But the way that people vocalize their pain is because it's when vo someone's voice comes out and they're not even thinking about how their voice comes out. It's very natural and real, so they, it can often just sound very strange and unexpected. Um, 
So yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to really criticize how someone might sound when they're in, when, when they're I presume in, that incredible uh, pain. Because I'm thinking now, it's like, what is the practical reason to make noises when you're in pain? It's like, I guess back in the old, good old hunter-gatherer days, like if you would get mauled by a saber-toothed tiger, the guy who yelled probably got saved quicker than the guy who uh, didn't yell. It's also anesthetic. Um, if, if you scream when you're in pain, it does, it, it is a kind of pain relief. Yeah, it does okay. help to, it does help to make you feel a little bit better, at least dull the pain a little yeah. bit but i guess that's what i'm saying um, is there would have been a reason for that right so there would have been an evolutionary advantage to that yeah that probably developed. is yeah if you yeah if, if every time you were in pain you you were completely silent uh and you know it, it was not yeah. easy for people to know it yeah that could have yeah. adverse consequences and then come and help you out yeah 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 <laughs> oh, they followed us saying it wasn't natural <laughs> at all. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Um, I don't know. I'm with I Rax on that it. one. I, I I would hesitate to judge what, what you're allowed to make noises as when you're in pain. It's a tough one. Definitely not going to criticize him for having uh, particular pain noises. It might be difficult like if... to get an actor to to give pain noises because when you're in pain, like I said, you don't think about the noise you're making. You're just yeah, like you're just letting out a noise of pain. Whereas when you're acting, you're thinking about it. And, and so the scenario that was that he was not supposed to make. It. She was like silence. So you know, you, you got the character is trying to deal with the pain but also not express it. Yeah, it's gonna make make for some strange noises, I'd imagine. Oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. if he was like, blah, 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 then I would be like, that's that's odd. <laughs> that's <laughs> an odd pain noise. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fan of malignant. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Well, in the far, far future, an entire religion has been devoted to, created around the film Malignant. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the thing the again? Face. I can't remember. Fucking. The what now? The thing on the Stupid. back of your head. What was what? it called? It had a name. Gabriel? That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a good film. It's a great film. Damn it. It's a very good film. You know it's a good film when you can't tell if it's parody or not. <laughs> That's the like Karen. quality right there. Oh boy. Wow, that movie. Ooh. That was that that one wasn't parody. I'm that, was I'm, a that one's just terrible. Coming to EFAP next Halloween. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it for Karen? That's a year away. Yeah, it's Halloween, man. Oh boy! Damn. You guys are in oh, for a man. treat. That makes me sad. I know. <laughs> but don't worry. When that Halloween comes around, we'll be recording a whole new set of things. Right. Oh boy! Oh boy! Ah. Uh. <laughs> Only I want to say is my nephews love yours plushies, and what's more. The younger one says he liked Longman plushie more. Also high rags. Oh boy. Damn. Hello. I mean, surprising, my, but I, uh, not impossible. I got my both of my plushies now. Which one no, do you I... prefer, Ringy? Hmm. Um, the rags one is pretty that's, great. That's, that's, I like the way you answered that. I, yeah, I, like, I like both. Them. I do. I do like both of them. I'm just saying the rags one is pretty great. Now I was. I was. Uh... Folks wanted to go out and eat lunch yesterday, so we went out and had lunch. Lovely place, North Bar. And we were chatting about this and that. And my folks know to an extent about what I do, sort of. Um, 
I think they sense that I like to keep some space between my work life and my private life. But I know my mom was saying that, you know, she thought the plushie was absolutely adorable. <laughs> and nice. um, they, they were... Because mine haven't arrived. I don't know. I got to double check and see if there's a shipping issue. Uh, so I, I got to find out where they are. But yeah, even she was like, man, it's just so cute. She doesn't know anything about the character or anything, but she just thinks it's a, just an adorable, adorable little uh, little plush. It's got that broad appeal. Moms love it. Perhaps a round two soon enough. Um, but yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for grabbing them up, folks. Uh, there was another yeah, set of plushies yeah, like, I actually, had. But I just didn't put them. Yeah, in today. thanks so much for buying those. Like it's it really means a lot to us. Uh, only no Dune from a porn parody game called Behind the Dune, and this all seems to be exactly the same plot points from the porn game. <laughs> I think they may have ripped off the porn game, guys. Damn, that's fucked up. Maybe yeah. Frank Herbert ripped off a porn that he <laughs> read? That's pretty fucked up. Well, he's getting I all of that like, yeah. appreciation of something he fucking stole. Damn you, Fran Herbert. Yeah, get schleamed on. Oh, sorry, I have to cut that as well. Fuck. You have to cut that. Thanks a lot, Metal. So sorry. sorry. Um, I swear I won't saying schleem again. Fuck. Speaking of pain glove tests, the Maui tribe makes you makes young boys wear a glove made of bullet ants multiple times as a rite of manhood. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck those goddamn can just, barbarians. Like, can I just hit a pinata or whatever? Like, why do I come do the thing? Like, what are you, a woman? You go, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> like, whatever. I don't want to deal with the bullet ants. There, I, I don't it. want your stupid glove. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your... Dumbass glove. Uh, weird animal to look up, Mary River Turtle. A real-life Australian turtle with green hair. The Murray River Turtle. Did you say Murray? Mary River Turtle. I mean, it's M-A-R-I, so... Oh, okay, so... No, okay. Alright. Uh, has green hair and breathes through its genitals. Is that... <laughs> Alright. What's it called? A, a, uh, oh, guy. Look at him. The ah. green hair is awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's called the the Mary River Turtle, apparently. Okay. Huh. Metal, tell us the German word for bagpipes. Uh, Doodlesack. <laughs> liar. That's, That's funny too word. funny. That that is funny you are a liar. Doodlesack. <laughs> How come there's no Heimer in there? Um, the ornithopters make sense as an evolution of helicopters. They can hover, glide, dive, etc. My issue is that the ship shouldn't be deployed on Arrakis. Film shows us that uh, they have hover tech being used for chairs. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you say it's an evolution of helicopters because it can do more than helicopters can, it's like, well, I guess... Like, we can do that with other stuff too, but we still have helicopters, right? I, I'd be curious how that works in terms of, like, an evolutionary tech tree. Because mm -hmm. we have some hover tech, but they, yeah, I don't know. I I was confused seeing them too. I don't exactly know how they fit in or whether or not they should even be there with all the hover tech they have. 
sack that doodles. <laughs> Gadelb, no spaceships work in reality. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Maybe they just think that it's all a hoax, I don't know. Damn. Like, Rags, have you ever been to space? See? Yes, yeah. So yeah, how exactly are we proving it's real if he hasn't even all been? Of, all the space. Ah, how touching. The trinity of bitches united in their tism. Sorry I can't catch this one live. I'll catch you masses long on the archive. Hello? That's Hello? Unacceptable. Hello? Can you hear me now? Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi. Oh, yeah, hi. Yeah. I, I, I was doing a... I did an update and I guess it turned off uh, something. Oh, but yeah. um, I, I really... Oh, I'll catch up real quick. All right. I really like Doodle Sack. Um, uh, we don't have anywhere near the information necessary to determine whether or not ornithopters make sense in this world. Um, and I, uh, I think that's it. Have you been to space? What's the last Oh, question? I've, I, oh yes, I said I've been to spaces, uh, but it's not quite, um, not quite probably what they mean. Uh, uh, that's, um, that's pretty much what we ended up with when we were first talking about the ornith ornithopters, if that's what they're called. But I was like, I don't think I can conclude anything in any no direction. Clue. Yeah. No clue what they if they even replaced anything or what the technology tree is or if it's old tech and they're just still using it because it works. Um, I mean I mean it, Arrakis seems like a place where you use shit until it breaks down uh, and you get as much use as you can out of stuff. We just we just don't have we just don't have enough info. I mean, look at you. You go out driving. How many old cars do you see on the road? Why haven't you? Why don't you? We have way better cars. How come you're not using those? Just simple as that. The military, militaries use. I old don't tech know if that's the same thing. The that would be like seeing a horse and carriage out there. Uh, in how so? Ornithopters compared to what? Because you could have cars. The car, the, the car isn't being criticized, like. The car itself is a design of four wheels or engine, whatever. Uh, the ornithopter's being criticized because it's not hover technology. Um, I guess it, it depends on how big of a step up the hover technology is in this world, I suppose. Um, and I if it can even be made, like, is there a, like, how, how small can it get? in that sense like we don't we still don't know how much because hover tech may through its implementation simply just not be feasible well we've got hover tech to the point where it's on people individually right on the on the baron mm -hmm. it, do we see it in, i don't think we see it anywhere else do we no but that's confirmation that it can be put on small things right can be well i don't know how small the baron is hey oh but um maybe because only the baron has it maybe that's um a reason why only he can have it like it's that expensive or that complex well we see it used on those of big ships as well it's just they're not doing it for the ornithopters well yeah that, that was like kind of my point about miniaturization uh where a lot of the times it's just not it 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 needs uh technology needs development to get smaller and smaller and smaller like it's easy it's easy to scale a lot of things up but it's very difficult to scale them down so we don't know Someone said, you literally see horse and carriage out there, Baller. The Arbish exist. Thank you for supporting my point. <laughs> yeah, because we don't, we don't know if... Yeah, we don't know enough about Hover Tech to 
say for certain what a lot of the restrictions of it are, if they do exist. We, we just don't know, which is, I'm fine with seeing the tech as it is. The the gun thing is the floopy one, the dark thing. I, it's still kind of, uh, but I just don't know. I just don't know in this mad, 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 mad world. Um, I'm not particularly invested in it, but I know a lot of people Ooh. have been, and I know that, uh, I think YMS is probably the biggest proponent of Ornithopters are retarded, um, but I'm not sure how well, I feel about it in total. Yeah, I, I definitely am not ready to say that, because they clearly work, and they seem to be very agile and very useful, so... I don't I think mean, he'd deny does... any of that. He's probably talking about the design and reflection of the things and the, what they do. You know, it would just be like if I had a wooden stick against your lightsaber and I beat you, you're like, um, and I just go, hey, it's useful. Uh... I don't know. I, I'd have to see a non... Because it's not just like the, the hover aspect. It's also, can we... Like, if you want to have something in an ornithopter roll, is it even possible to like make it that size? Or is it feasible to make it like that? Is Because we see it either in... We see it in things that are very big, which is spaceships. If that is, even is... Hover, I, we don't even know, I guess, the mechanism. But... We see it on very, very big ships and on an individual who is a baron of an entire house. So we just don't have enough to work off of. I, well, I never got the impression well, it was because he's rich, rather just because he's really fat. Maybe. Like, yeah. You know, I think everyone else is just walking around because they... I mean, I to be fair, I would be walking around even if I had the option, you know? Yeah, maybe. There's, we just don't know. I don't want to be... I don't even like the idea of it being stapled to your spine or whatever. But... Mm. I suppose he's he look he seems comfy. He sure seems comfy. He's like a big old pillow. Mm-hmm. I hope Flesh. he makes it in the end. He's my favorite. Evil. I just want Stellan Skarsgård to come back. He's had quite a career. He has. I feel like he was pretty wasted in the MCU. Um. Yeah. Even <laughs> he, he's not. He didn't even have like a small amount of screen time, too. No, he was pretty significant in, like, the f in, uh, that early period. Oh, Thor 1, Thor 2, a decent little bit of Avengers. And then, I think, yeah, he has, like, a cameo in Age of Ultron. And I'm assuming yes. right now he's just, like, on call, if ever they give a shit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude, I found a star on the floor as the first place shell was coming at me. That's <laughs> just Mm, something else. <laughs> oh yeah, there's hover tech in lamps as well. And the little tiny ro light robots, yeah. And I guess you got the hunter killers as well. Yeah, we see it on some, yeah, very, yeah, tiny things. Yeah, I don't know, maybe it's... Yeah, I don't know, like, I could come up with reasons, but we just don't know. It, it would just be making stuff up, and I... I just don't know enough about Hovertech and the availability of it on Arrakis. Because do Ornithopters... Do we see them on Caladan? I don't remember. I don't think so. Or was it not until we get to Arrakis that we see Ornithopters? Because they may legit just be old technology that people know how to make and is useful. Uh, which is why we see it on you know Arrakis, but we don't see it in the, the nicer places. 
but we just don't know, yeah. Um, if you guys ever cover Bright, I ask that you please also read Landis's original script online. Many changes, also high rags. Hello. Any of you guys ever see Bright? No. That's the Will Smith one, right? With uh, no, I haven't. It was controversial, right? But it made a lot of money. I think. Um. I think it was really popular on Netflix. All I remember about it is they reference Shrek, which feels weird <laughs> in this universe. That would be a thing. Well, they f they're filled with like, is it fairy tale stuff? Yeah, like orcs and fairy and elves and stuff. Rumpelstiltskin. Like a wombo. Duncan flew a hovercopter in Caladan. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I think I recall now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I still know. Something I, I find odd is when there is a cautionary tale that is about how things can go wrong when things are done like Jurassic Park or Frankenstein, but people say you can never do said thing no matter how careful or smart you are about it. Um, oh, I guess you're saying, like, the point of Jurassic Park and Frankenstein are, like, not necessarily to never, ever, ever do it, just the nature in which you do it? Be careful. Well, someone, no, someone, we don't see ornithopters on Caladan, we see jets equipped with hover tech. Yeah, that's fair enough. Caladan has the nice stuff. A place like Arrakis doesn't. They didn't invest in... I mean, I guess it would make sense, uh, in a, well, there's plenty of ways it, it can make sense, but we can just move on. Yeah, I think Jurassic Park, a lot of people take from it that we should never, ever, ever do it. Um, when I think it more specifically is like the motivation behind Hammond and his desire with these dinosaurs as opposed to... You know, because it gets weird, right? If you were like, we, we really want to do it just to be able to preserve the species, even though they've gone extinct, to bring them back or whatever, versus I want to create a park to make money and control nature, that sort of stuff. I'm not sure, but, um... I mean, I'd probably recommend against doing a Frankenstein situation, you know? Ever. I don't think stitching body parts together to try and make a new person is... I feel like that could go wrong in a lot of ways. It's not gonna go right in many ways at all. Exactly what a coward would say. A coward and proud. A proward. Yeah. Um, person. Yeah, that about caps me out, I'm afraid. I cannot stay oh, for you're much heading longer. Out? Yeah, so... Yeah. But, obviously, uh, what, 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 what stuff should I mention? Uh, we'll collect these ready for, um, hopefully a wen a Wednesday stream. Uh, you've got a big chonkler of an EFAP that's been recorded and will come out at some point. And, uh, same for, there's a meme fap that's ready to go as well, but that's probably gonna be out in January. Um, for several reasons, probably mostly that we're stacked for this month, I think, on EFAP, so it's not going to fit in, but, um, also that it was recorded with the, without the Christmas layout, and you can't, you can't have an EFAP that's out of season. It would fuck up everything. That's unacceptable. I know. Um, but there we go, we covered Dune. People were like, do that, you know, three months ago, and we were like, we did it. It has been covered. Uh... Consider Dune at least covered sufficiently. Maybe we will revisit it. Who knows, but... But Dune it is 2. now covered. Consider it covered. Dune 2. Right. 
The Dunaning. Spicy Boogaloo. Uh, mm. Cover Not Dune next. Is Not Dune that new movie that came out recently? The movie Probably. Not Dune. Almost. A lot of movies not are Not Dune. Dune. Yeah, I was going to say most movies are. Everything that isn't Dune, Dune is Not Dune even. And you know, depending on purity in the fan base, there'll be some movies that are called Dune that they will say is Not Dune. Holy crap, you guys are still streaming? Seven hours, that's like... It's not even... That's uh, a small time. <laughs> we shouldn't say that, we'll encourage them. No, yeah, this is long, so don't get used to it. <laughs> this is very long. Uh, more things on the way. I'm trying to think, what else are we supposed to mention? Was there anything? I don't know. I, I have things to mention. Do it. Thing. Go I'll, I'll, for it. I'll do it. So, <gasps> um, I started a thing on the other YouTube channel I have. Uh, where I talk about movies alone or with someone else. And because that's a regular thing I'm going to be doing now, I need a name and I'm looking for suggestions. So I'm going to throw this tweet I did like a week how ago. About, in, in I, chat. How about Doodle Sack? Doodle, <laughs> Doodle Sack uh, with Metal Commander. I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. Uh, yeah, if, if anyone has some suggestions for those, oh, uh, throw them in there. Um, Gonna gonna collect until like Monday, I think is what I'm thinking, uh, and then I'm gonna look all through all of them, put them in a little list, the ones I, I like the most, and then I'll probably make a vote on I don't know top five or something, and then I'll decide on on the name. And yeah, if if you're wondering what matter, what 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 are you what, where do I find this this stuff? It's like well, you're 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 in luck. I have a link to that channel I, I I own. That's 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 handy, isn't it? So I'm gonna put that right here as well. Uh, there's gonna be a new one tomorrow coming out. Uh, where I talk about Twelve Angry Men with with the good old Fringle over here. And yeah, it's it's still in its baby steps. It's still kind of unrefined. I'm working on that. Uh, getting a name, and if I have a name, I'm gonna commission some some visual stuff for it so it looks nicer. Because right now it looks kind of makeshift, but yeah, that's that's what I'm doing right now. Regular content from the Commander of Metal. I know you've all been thirsting for it, and there you go, there it is. And also right. the streams are still going. So wait, how? What's the method for suggesting names for him? I, I when I said it, I posted the the tweet. Uh, just throw it under the tweet because that's probably the easiest way for me to just uh, get them on my list. Well, hopefully that's, we that's can discover thing. something. Yeah, uh, there's also some that I that I liked uh, that I have as a forerunner. There's like a selection. Yeah, and for uh, yeah, if you have some more, just throw them down there. I'll put them on the list and I'll I'll go through it. And hopefully, till the, the next one I record, I'll have a, I'll, I'll have a proper name for that for that boy. So that's that's nice. Hopefully, for reference, he's done one with myself and with Fringy already. So you got stuff to listen to if you wanna. Exactly, the Fringy one comes out tomorrow evening at six oh p.m. CEST on the YouTube. If you can't wait and you really want to see it, it you can find the Twitch bot, obviously. Uh, but starting next week, I'm gonna. Live stream it on that other channel because I don't want to download and cut and export and all that stuff 
just makes it harder on myself. Uh, I just do it live on that channel, and then there's just it's just there for everyone to see immediately, and that's just easier and nicer. And yeah, that's about it. Beautiful. The other thing I was just reminded about, which is fucking cool, is that good old Kibakins is running a Christmas event as yeah. well. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, There's, I saw uh, that. Some advent battle pack stuff already. <laughs> I am Robot Santa Claus from Futurama. Wonderful. Got Rags as Gizmo from that good oh. old movie that hasn't been remade yet, but totally will be. Gremlins. Bringy is the Grinch. You're yep. like Jim Carrey right now. How does it feel? That's it's crazy. Mm. Weekend Warrior is Olaf. That's uh, Frozen. And it makes sense that Critical Drinker would be Bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but yeah. You're going to love the little set that's been given as well. Yeah. Merry Wonderful. Christmas. Thank you very much. Very nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really cool, man. A wonderful mm -hmm. little sight as well. You know how we feel about Halloween and Christmas over on EFAP? We are pro them. Good times. Um, but yeah, oh, thank yeah. you so much for hanging out with us, everybody. Um, yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening to us talk about Dune and stories and uh, and doodle sacks and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks so much for the, the back and forth on Dune. Hopefully, I, I, I'll be curious how people found the coverage. I wonder if they, they were like, we should have brought more people on who are book savvy, and then I'm going to have to burn chat at the stake. Um, <laughs> it was unfortunate. Rags literally just fucking, like, some idiot in a car. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was kind of gnarly. I even heard the noise of oh. the of the pole, because it had a transformer on it, so it was an important pole. And just it like cracking and breaking and falling over and hitting the ground. And I didn't know what it was at first. I just know the power went off and I heard even from where I was inside, I heard this ungodly strange noise. I was like, what the hell is that? Did someone did something just explode? What the hell was that? And now I know what it was. It cost you everything. It cost me everything for two hours. Um Yeah. Doom covered. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Thanks for the donations and the messages. Yeah. And we should theoretically see you Wednesday, if not next Saturday. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye, goodbye, bye. everybody. Blah, 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 blah.